Painkiller Already, episode 372, with two guests, Filthy Robot and Damn Drops. Kyle? Yeah, a couple sponsors tonight, Squarespace and Smart Mouth. Uh, links down in the description, if you just can't wait. But yeah, we'll be talking about those later on in the show. But yeah, I guess we could talk about the, uh, the muscle-bound elephant that's not in the room. Exactly. <sighs> Kyle, you, that, why don't you lay it out to start with? Well, Taylor thinks that he's a pro... He's got some kind of professional level Tinder game, but it turns out that uh, he wasn't following the complete dentist system, and he miscalculated a little bit. And missed apparently, some one clues. of he missed some context clues. Yes, when a see when a when a woman won't meet with you like in a public place, go away, wire. Or and she she always just wants to come to your place, and she doesn't really want to talk about like where she lives and stuff like that. They, these are clues that. She might potentially be married. Oh, he had no idea <clears throat> that she had a husband. And apparently, Taylor got a little roughed up this afternoon and is dealing with. I, he went to the hospital, but I, I think He's that's just be okay. It's not like he'll yeah. make next show. I, I'm pretty sure the reason he went to the hospital was to like get the legal stuff. I was like gonna say rolling. that's setting, setting the groundwork for a lawsuit. Yeah, I think so because yeah. he's a little roughed up. Um, he doesn't look quite like himself but apparently the the gentleman in question was a rather large fellow he's been bulking up for more than eight months uh, <laughs> from from what taylor said so yeah taylor <laughs> taylor made a bit of a miscalculation the woman has um, a type she likes she likes some big and muscular mm -hmm. and uh and um apparently when she picked her husband she picked one who was really big and muscular because yeah. uh he he roughed Taylor up just uh, to... I've gone through all the emotions. Like, at first I was scared for him, and then, you know, it, we, we've rolled around to funny at this point. It's hilarious that Taylor uh, pulled enough tail that he eventually found some taken tail. And, uh, you know... I'm kind of hoping that this is all some sort of game that the, that the husband and wife are playing on Taylor. That, like, the part you of it is, they like... they do she, this routinely? She, yeah, she gets off on him, like, on her husband beating the shit out of some guy who's making the moves on her. I bet you that could be a thing. I, I, I want to hear more about this. You gotta, yeah. you gotta keep me updated as this, as this unfolds. That's what, uh, it's funny you mentioned that, because, like, in The Office, if you've ever seen The Office, Phyllis, like, the matronly older lady, like, she jokes around at one point that that's a game that she and her husband play, where she, <laughs> goes, and, she goes and flirts with a guy until he gets fresh with her, and then Bob beats him up. So... Maybe it's that what just happened. Maybe that maybe it's sort of a weird twist on cuckolding where she wants him to come, the husband to come in and and win her back, uh, mm. like a like some sort of primordial primordial caveman sort of thing. It, it's it's interesting. I, I'm sure you could do a whole study on on the, the ass whooping that Taylor took. Oh, tonight, I, I think we could. I, I mean, forget the ass whooping. I think Taylor is a wonderful case study just in general. I think. <laughs> Psychology as a whole would have a lot of fun with that. But so, so Taylor, he's is he out of the hospital already? What's have you gotten an update? He, he went in. He was just in there for a couple of hours to like get evaluated or something like that. And uh -huh. they took a bunch of photographs. And uh, from what I understand, it was all for the police report. All right. Well, glad to hear he's okay. It's still a. I'd love to see quite, him quite pop story. in later in the show. Just be all like fucked up <laughs> well stay tuned anything's a possibility <laughs> yeah, right now people are like skipping forward one hour two hours three hours. <laughs> shit where is he patrons are looking oh there's no description yet i can't tell <laughs> yeah uh, but uh our our good friends uh damon and filthy stepped up big for us tonight they they filled in at a moment's notice because 
this was this all kind of took us by surprise today. Uh, so so thanks to both of you guys for coming on uh, coming on tonight. Oh, definitely. You know what it is. Yeah, my pleasure, man. So what do we want to lead off with? We we could talk to either. I'm talking to you, Woody, I suppose. But mm-hmm. we, we could we could we could see what either of our guests are doing. That's 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 fairly traditional. I I have the that topic that I was talking about yeah, before the I show. Yeah, I really want to talk about the Photoshop porn stars. That's. I, I, I don't know. You captured my full interest on this. All right. So just there. Before we do that, Woody, just could I just could I poke for an introduction? Because I don't I don't know. Uh, damn here. I'm oh, here the, here Kyle. The, right, we, it, so so yeah, no, Damon. I'm not from to the run. Your mic's yeah, yeah. awful. Your mic is so <laughs> bad, and I fussed it. You are. Yeah, so I can always go back to the other mic. I can go back. Oh, to yeah. The, what? <laughs> get off of that mic, damn. Yeah. That mic is yeah, not our friend. Know. Sounds like you're scratching a record over there. <laughs> so, so uh, his his YouTube channel I think is Damn Drops, and uh, he does like, he does food, like food reviews. Okay. And uh, he's been doing it for years and years and years. Okay. It, it, you, you may have seen like his um, it, it it went super viral years ago. The um, the Five Guys. It got songified by the uh, what are those guys' name? Oh my goodness! You know we worked out your mic before the show. Did you keep fucking with the damn? Does it? This is not what your mic sounded like pre-show. You know. Oh, I'm just saying, man. I don't. I don't know what happened with the mic game. I, I don't know either. But it, this like, is crazy. I'm getting the blood out of my ears at this point. You, 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 yeah, right. Yo, <laughs> mic check one two one two. We better. Our gain is too high. Do. You, are you familiar with our gain is too high? You gotta turn down your volume a little bit. All right. Is this thing on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think maybe he's working. I think I, he's thinking. Yeah. I'm good. Oh, that that's actually. I think that's, that's better. You will need a longer mic so, test, but it seems better than before. Well, right. we'll, we'll 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 take it as it comes. Yeah. So so yeah, he does uh, really interesting food reviews and. and as an amateur fat ass myself, that, that's that's what I consider an myself, like an aspiring fat ass. Thank you. I, I can't I can't get there for some reason. Uh, I eat two dinners tonight. I've got cake in the fridge. Kyle, you I, keep I, this I'm, up for ten years. My faith is in you. I, I'm drinking my Fanta. <laughs> I, I I don't know what's what's going on. I, oh, I love it. I, I I had a grape already, and now I'm on to the orange. Um, but but yeah, I, I love those food reviews, and I, I like Five Guys is my favorite restaurant of all time. I think if I'm not going in and getting some sort of fancy steak, so yeah, uh, that's what he does. But Kyle, and, uh, can I divert from the topic? Is that the bed you sleep in? That is the bed I sleep in. Yes, I always choose for like up until this house, my whole life I chose headboards based on whether or not you could tie up a woman's arms to them. Uh huh. That's because you're an amateur bondage. Uh, I was going to call you amateur, but Kyle, school me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First of all, I have several contraptions, one of which uh, <laughs> it sort of goes under the corners of the mattress, under the mattress. Uh-huh. And, uh, and there are, uh, you know, Velcro tying straps that, and there's locks and, uh, and cuffs that do different things. And also, I, I like to use bondage tape, which isn't sticky. It's uh, it's stretchy itself. and bonds to itself. Oh, they, so, they have bandages. Yeah, yeah. I think they use that at the hospital sometimes. Maybe something a bit similar. Uh, I, I don't know. That wrap um, is but, real popular. But but it's very good. You know, you can saran wrap a bitch, and uh, it's. Uh, but 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 no, I've got a whole that 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 closet that's behind it is just nothing but bondage gear. Well, and you really came through with this response. I appreciate it, Kyle, because I, be. I I looked at that. 
unable to tie to headboard and thought, this guy's game, what the fuck? I thought you were the man, you know, but I was right. I was just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, that's, uh, I think I got that headboard off of Amazon. I, I, I like it. it. The whole thing was like a couple hundred dollars and I stuck my Casper mattress on. I just got some new sheets today. They're a thousand thread count. I, I love them. But the topic at hand mm. is that there is this subreddit where they Photoshop. I, I don't even know if Photoshop is the right. Yeah. I, I, when I say Photoshop, I don't mean the program necessarily. I mean the concept. They, they motion they, track faces on. They're them. using artificial intelligence <laughs> to put <laughs> to put celebrities' faces onto uh, porn stars. And sometimes there are images, sometimes there are moving images, also known as GIFs or GIFs. And there are, of course, videos with audio. So you've got uh, Maisie Williams on there, Sophie uh, Turner, uh, you know, the chicks from Game of Thrones. I just watched them take a lot of dick. Uh, I'm looking <laughs> at uh, Emma Watson here. In preparation uh, wait, for the show. Emma Watson's in it? If lots only, of Emma Watson. If not, only lots you of had Emma. that link. I, what a tragedy that it, would be. So that, I'm glad you mentioned that. I wanted to link you. However, because this, this thing has gotten so much attention very recently, uh, there was a BBC article, Philip DeFranco covered it. Um, apparently, they're being attacked. They're having a lot of their images taken down off of uh, Imager, off of uh, all of the different hosting uh, apparatus that, that they utilize. As I click each one, page not found, looks like this page doesn't exist. Um, and you might think... You're killing me, uh, Emma Watson's gone? No, I, I, I'm I'm searching no, for it. I just checked there, right now. That's loading. You want she's me to very for you? popular. You... So there's probably a, a plethora huh. of uh, of her on there. But I'm looking for a secondary uh, link for you. Ariana Ariana Grande. Up, oh, not not there. And you might think, oh, I bet this is Maisie Williams, Sophie Turner. This is uh, Olivia Wilde, uh, Olivia Munn. They're going out there and saying, ah, oh, take this disgusting stuff down. No, it's the porn stars who are not getting their due. And they are the ones upset having this this taken down. Because if you think about it, they're the ones taking all that dick and not getting credit for mm -hmm. it. It's like, I, I did not star in Anal Masters 13 and and have to permanently sit on a donut cushion for you to just stick Maisie's face on, on my body. This is this is horseshit. And, so and, and by the way, Anal Masters 13 is no first-time film. You have no. to take miles of dick before you get to Anal Masters <laughs> 1. There is Several anal, anal amateurs, anal semi-pros, Amy pros. Like, it, it takes a while to be oh, in goodness. Anal Masters 13. You broke up for us, but I'm sure it's fine in the recording. I think so, because I'm local. But yes, exactly. I, I missed out on your Anal Masters joke, but I'm sure it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> there are levels so, to this game. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the rapper would say it's levels so, to this. Shit. <laughs> so I mean, it makes total sense, right? On the one hand, that makes absolute sense. Of course, of course, the people who have put the work in are going to be upset if they are not being credited and paid and for their work that's being done. But damn, I feel like I mean, we're talking a little bit about this pre-show, but it feels like that was like kind of something that you encounter as a kid browsing porn for the first couple of times, and you're like, holy shit, there's celebrity porn out there, and it takes you some much longer period of time to realize that these are these are not actual celebrities doing it. And it feels like we're kind of denying the youth of tomorrow one of the great joys of growing up. And I, I, I don't know, it feels like we're telling telling the teenage, the young teenagers right now there's no Santa by doing this. And it oh, just, don't worry. They're rehosting somewhere else. They're, oh, thank God. There's right. a, a team of degenerates out there somewhere. Click clacking on their keyboards like something out of the Matrix with like screens all over the wall with celebrities and blown out assholes. And they are making sure that future generations will get to see this. They should be can, collaborating. Can you get images off the way? I, I know of one case, one case where they got 
something off of the internet. And uh, it, was, it was this really pretty girl. Uh, you might know this. It, it sounds like you lit up. Or it looked like you lit up. Uh, she was a really pretty girl. She's, I'm going to call her 20, but I'm not sure. But that's about what she was. Uh, she was the daughter of a really wealthy family. Like I think her father was an attorney, but not just like a regular attorney. An attorney who would be worth like eight digits or something. Anyway, there was a video of her fucking some guy on the floor of like a public bathroom. And worse yet, it looked like there was urine on this floor. So it was like missionary position. She's like laying on the filthiest bathroom floor ever, fucking some guy. And I don't want to, I want to slut shame her, right? But there, there was some implica- implication that maybe you know. Oh, you're see, telling me came that, off a little slutty. <laughs> I, I'm sure that she is nothing but a demure young woman, <laughs> right? She's right? fucking on a urine-soaked bathroom floor with a cameraman present. So. Uh, the, the picture got, I saw it, I saw her and it was on Reddit. And, uh, um, then her father got into action and, and like I said, not only is he wealthy, but it was also an attorney and he, and he just worked hard and got it removed from the internet. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like getting the pee out of the ocean. Like you can't, it's just everywhere. Like it, I'm, I'm, it, I'm looking for it right now, by the way. I was going to say, I don't think you really can. I think you can get it like wiped off like the major hosting sites, but I think it, I don't know that you can get rid of something like that once it's up there. You know, we need, um, I remember when <laughs> PKA, we, we used to be live. Someone was saying that you can't find midget porn. Now, of course we've all heard midget porn, right? You know, you can easily find midget porn. I'm but, not searching for it. Midget on midget point, where there are no average size people involved, is very rare. Very Even the rare. cameraman's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, we thought it was impossible to find. Then, bam, out of the blue, T. Martin finds it. It turns out, though, that our other host, Taylor Mercadurka, fed it to T. Mart, and T. Mart fed it to us. So he, he, T. Mart got all the glory for it. But it was actually Taylor who was the brains behind the midget on midget porn finding. I wonder he just if... had a lot on his hard drive. That's what you're talking. <laughs> so uh, yeah, maybe Taylor. If Taylor was here, we could find this thing. But as far as I know, it's it's literally been removed from the internet. And I saw it brought up like a year or two ago. Someone else mentioned it as the only example of something they've seen that's been successfully removed from the internet. Usually, you try to remove something, and it tries in effects and just gets more popular. I'm searching hard. I, I, I'm, I'm being, I'm being searching. Lawyer's daughter, sex on bathroom floor, and of course, I got a lot of incest porn. Um. <laughs> what? So, by the way, I, I want to show the people an example of the quality of porn that we're talking about. This particular, it is incredible. This particular clip isn't porn. It's a, a Superman clip, but it shows you how good it is. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, for those of you not watching the video, they, they have put. <laughs> Nicholas Cage's uh, face onto um, I can't think of the actress's name, but um, Superman's girlfriend, uh, Lois, uh, and I know it's Lois Lane, but I'm talking about the actress, Amy Adams. Yes, the beautiful Amy Adams. All right, are we are we keeping this up together or just? Oh, I, I've just been playing it on a loop while. Yeah, it's There's no audio on it for some reason. Oh, no, I see. Now that would have been masterful if they had somehow used. <laughs> Nick Cage's voice to say her lines. <laughs> and it didn't sound like, uh, you know how when so, they like take Trump and have him sing a Christmas song, but you know, of course the inflection's all wrong. That, that's what it would be. I feel like 
Okay, so the complaints are the complaints are from the porn stars, which makes total sense. The the actress is doing this, right? Are the, the the complaints aren't from the other side. This isn't something that like actor actors can have taken down. It's not because their image is being used or something like that, right? They probably could have it taken down. They might be clever enough not to try. You know, like huh. it, if if I'm Amy Adams, is that who it is? And I say, man, everyone's looking at this fake porn of me. That's not really me taking it up the butt. I know it looks just like me, and that's my face on it. I'm going to be like, really? Let's see this. Uh, <laughs> anyone who knows the internet knows that doesn't work. That does the opposite of what you're hoping for. I guess, that's, but, but guess where I'm kind of going with this? It feels like there's a very, there's a collaboration waiting to happen here. It feels like the talented individuals producing this should really be reaching out to the porn actresses or whoever owns that video and being like, look, this is going to drive links back to you. We're happy to link to your site after you want to see this hot body, you know, the, 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 the actual face on this hot body come back to, to the site. Mm. Then they could have their stuff up there, not get it taken down. The porn actresses win for having more people directing. It's a win-win-win. It feels like this just needs a couple people reaching out to talk. There could be some top-notch porn stars just waiting to be discovered and whose key to celebrity might be putting Emma Watson's face on it. Yeah, they start off that way, and it's like, holy crap, who's that gorgeous girl with Emma Watson's face? You know, or Amy Adams' face on it, or whatever it happens to be, but... I feel like poor Dan didn't know what he signed up for on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knows what's coming. But I'm... I'm enjoying the conversation. It's quite common. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a bit of a strange introduction, I suppose. <laughs> definitely different. Yeah. I, I like that. I see that there's, um, you can go, if you're on um, our deep fakes, there's a, there's a tool here you can download to do this yourself. I don't know if it's as good as all the stuff we're seeing. I saw an app the other day called uh, Fatify. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was Fatify, and I fatified you, Woody. Oh, uh, I, I'm trying to share it right now, but I'm I'm failing at it real hard. Damn it. Um, yeah, I've been working hard to unfatify. <laughs> I'm actually sore right now uh, a little bit. I, I so I bought this weightlifting rack and weights and stuff for my house and made a little home gym, and uh, the workout seems so light. You know, some deadlifts, some bench press, some pull ups, etc. And uh, it doesn't take very long, but then the day later. I'm still sore, so uh, I guess it's I guess it's hard enough. All right, does Kyle have? Oh, Fat Woody, with a beard. I, you look well. I that's the move that that's the move to pull when you get heavy. I think like like I noticed mm. that Boogie has curtailed his beard down. He, he he's he he's definitely cut it down a good bit. Boogie's looking good, by the way. We had Boogie on last week. Boogie's down like 175 mm. pounds or some, some something like that. Like like he's out there looking for new pussy. Boogie is <laughs> killed it. I, I, I'm so happy for Boogie. And uh, but but yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest, Woody. You'd look okay with a couple extra hundred pounds on you. <laughs> I feel like not that anyone makes them anymore, but there used to be a lot of like Woody hate videos, and they'd all find like one or two terrible images of me. This could be the next go-to video if you want to make some video, <laughs> about, you know, how I'm a pedophile using my family to get ahead or whatever it is you want to go for. This is the picture you want to use. This. This enormous faced Woody. Yeah. Okay. Just saying. I like it. It's my new background image. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only if I could totally somehow straight. rate Taylor's Twitter profile pic. Oh my God. Have you seen his most recent? So so it's like Walmart Kyle. 
Yeah, it's it, it it's it's inbred, Kyle. Like I guess <laughs> if I post on the subreddit, some guy who looks <laughs> the tiniest bit like me, except he's incredibly ugly, uh, and uh, and so Taylor jumps right on board and, and makes that his Twitter, his Twitter profile pictures are always about mocking me, which uh, which I'm a good sport about. Yeah, Kyle. Uh, Kyle's hair is long, so if he like brushes it down in a weird way, it's not his best look. And uh, he did it for like two seconds in a hangout one time, and it became Taylor's uh, Twitter yeah. profile picture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when I when I brush my hair straight down, it it comes down to my nose. I, uh, I I I keep putting my haircuts off, so it's it's crazy long. I had that style in um, high school, you know, for the first half of it anyway. Freshman, sophomore, Woody had long hair, but you wouldn't know it so much because I. And now you go to the same barber as Dam. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Woody's Avro didn't quite come together yet. <laughs> Woody, Woody went to a barbershop not too long ago. And he literally went to like a black barbershop. A black you know, barber. Yeah, I thought they were no. the most talented. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, had this, I had two notions about black barbers. One, black people, based on what I learned from Reddit, have very high standards for their haircut, right? They're all looking <laughs> at their fade and it's got to be perfect, right? <laughs> So I was like, all right, black barbers. This is like oh, an God. elite class of barber. And two, and don't tell me what I see in the movies is wrong. That is where the uh, the, the rabble-rousing, hilarious conversations. I'm looking for some UNC versus Duke banter going back and forth. So I go in this black barber, uh, me and my son, and we're going to get our hair cut together. First of all, the place goes silent, right? They look at me like I don't belong completely. Mm-hmm. Me and my red-haired kid. And uh, uh, there's no fun banter or anything. Just a bit of like, oh, there's an outsider here. Uh, they asked me to cut my hair. I tell them the same thing. I tell them my barber. Like, yeah, you know, buzz the back and sides with the two short and the top faded in. It takes fucking forever to cut my hair, right? Like, the, one of the ways I measure my barber is how quickly he can cut it. It almost seems like on the black barber, the opposite is true. If it doesn't take an hour, you haven't gotten your money's worth. And uh, But the worst of it is he totally, like... I guess it's called squaring me up, right? So he just mm-hmm. shaved my my natural hairline into something that was very square and flat, and, and, and it looked silly to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I w- was very unhappy, but I didn't make make a big deal out of it or anything. You, no, of course not. You don't get <laughs> yeah, right. you don't get cut. <laughs> <laughs> and then yes, I gave he's him already my son. got scissors, <laughs> and he ruined my son's hair. <laughs> and then we called it. See, this is the best part about this. Like, like, I imagine you came in and you were like, hey, we're both going to get our hair cut. I'm going to go first. They fuck you up beyond all recognition and turn you into an albino black man. Yeah, and then you're like, yeah. all right, son. It's your turn. Does know any better? Colin's like, oh, I look pretty dad. All right, give me a second. I don't like daddy. And they jack him up the same way. Oh. Yeah. Uh, did, did, did you go to the black barber in the hood or? Oh, you were in the suburbs still. Uh, was I? I guess shit on the. Maybe it was in the suburbs. Maybe it wasn't. Mm. Is that is that my mistake? Mm. I gotta go down or town. You you gotta go in the hood next time, bro. I. If you if you want the. You telling me this will be a better experience? Yeah. If you're looking for conversation, you gotta go to the hood black barber shop. It ain't happening in the suburbs. You won't be worried about how your haircut looks at the end of that. <laughs> it's going to be a special experience. Least of your concerns after a day in the hood. <laughs> uh, it's going to be like that scene from Training Day when, like, 
Yes. So Wash yeah. leaves him alone with those Mexicans, and at first it's real cool, and he's like getting down with them, and he's he's like he's like uh you know yeah yeah you can hold my gun blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it gets a little too real, and you're like, and then he ends up in a bathtub. It ends up in a bathtub with a twelve gauge put against How'd his head. How did he get too real? What did he do or say? Do you remember? Anything it was a setup. They were gonna kill him the whole oh, fucking okay. time. Gotcha. Yeah. Did Denzel you ever know that? Shit pushed in. I get my shit pushed in <laughs> big time. <laughs> did Denzel know that? Oh, yeah. he was... oh, he left. Did he, did he intend for him to be killed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then he like gets his way out of that situation, and he's on the bus, all beaten and bloody, riding the fucking bus to Denzel's like side chick's house, like hating his eye. That was a badass movie. I love it. Oh, it's been too long since yeah. I've seen it. Oh, it's so good. You know what else is good with Denzel? I was talking to someone who uh, they they didn't I Man do. on Fire. Yeah, I, I knew like you were gonna say it. Well. That is his best film ever. Yeah, I liked him in Training Day too. Training Day is my, I think Training Day is my favorite. I, I'm not giving a lot of thought right here. He won an Oscar for that, I believe. Mm-hmm. But Man on Fire is hardcore. He, he shoves those explosives up that guy's asshole, and he has a, and, and the guy's all tied up, and he explains it to him. He's he's like, I don't remember exactly. He's like, this this is C4 plastic explosive. Wasn't this this now? <laughs> and he's like got the dead. It's on a, like a timer it's or something. On been watch. a while. Man on fire. He he's a bodyguard to a young girl, right? And then they manage to get the girl away. And this isn't a spoiler. It happens in the very start of the movie. And then the whole movie is about his pursuit to get the girl back. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. pretty good. And and he fucking goes hard. Yeah, he's he's very good at his job, in spite of the fact that they did get the girl from him. And uh, and he's you know he's on a mission. I watched that shit for the first time, and uh, this is one of those things where you see something in a movie, and then it doesn't quite work out the same way in real life. There's a scene at the beginning <laughs> where he's listening. Asshole or something else? <laughs> it, it was a scene mm. asshole. Um, it, there's a scene in the beginning where he's he's real depressed. Like he's I don't remember exactly what what the source of his depression was, but he's listening to uh, Blue Bayou uh, over and over. I'm going back someday. Won't you stay on Blue Bayou? He's listening to that song over and over, drinking Jack Daniels, and he's doing this shit with his pistol where he ejects the round and then he he catches it like a fucking ninja. And he drinks until he can't catch it anymore, basically. Like like that's how hard he's drinking at night. And I was like, oh, that looks fucking cool. I want some Jack Daniels. And I went out and the, like the next day, bought myself a big bottle of Jack Daniels, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be like Denzel. And I, yeah. <laughs> oh, Oh, why do people do this? <laughs> oh, I, I can't. I can't handle Jack Daniels. That is not the beverage for me. I, I'm not quite on Woody's level. Woody won't drink. I mean, I've drank our gingerbread martinis together with Woody. I, I, I'm no stranger to sweet drinks, but I can drink something with a little bit of bite to it as well, but not Jack Daniels. That's, that's way too manly for me. It's been I, too I, long I guess... since I've had any of them. To me, Jack Daniels and Crown Royal and all of those brown syrupy whatevers are the same. But I'm probably for wrong. Me. I, I mean, look me. at it, it. It was really 15-year-old Woody sampling all these things. And so that was a lifetime ago. Yeah, I like Crown. Crown's uh, pretty tasty to me. It's, it's, it's sweet. It's, it's, uh, Crown, Crown's one of my uh, favorites. schnapps was something I, I always thought was easy to drink. It's what you give the little kids when you want to. When you want to do what, Kyle? And how what? young are they? Well, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> As young as possible, so you don't waste your snaps on them, right? Yeah, that's strong you know? thinking. I, yeah. I think Michael Jackson called that Jesus juice. Mm. Uh, that's what he was calling the wine that he's giving those young children. I actually uh, have changed my mind about uh, Jack my, uh, Michael Jackson, though. I, I honestly don't believe that he was fucking those kids. Is it Corey Feldman know? that changed your mind? 
Yeah, it was absolutely Corey. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, in his day, Corey Feldman was some prime boy. piece of ass. So that that's some tight boy ass, mm-hmm. right? So, so <laughs> you get in there early. Look at damn. Get- he looks like he just had a Five Guys. He's like, oh yeah, that Corey <laughs> Feldman. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys are right. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and Corey was like, hey, the only guy that that, that didn't try to get after my supple boy ass. Was Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. right? He let me play with his monkey, his chimp. He uh, he let me play in that big fucking carnival ride he had in his backyard. He 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 played music for me. He he danced. He went, Ee-hoo! and then he sent me home. It was cool. No issues out of Michael, and, and and that made me feel a lot better about Michael Jackson. And finally, I was able to feel sorry for him because that's a guy who was like had the talent beaten into him by his father, mm-hmm. but also you know had his childhood beaten out of him. At the same time, and, uh, and and come on, thriller, man, it's thriller. That music's great. Where do I even start like touching that? I'm not, I'm not going to. I think that one's, no, I'm I'm happy for the next topic, Kyle. <laughs> wow, <laughs> oh, filthy! You, you backing off the topic. You can't defend Michael Jackson with me. I just I just don't even want to touch that one, man. That that's what. You gotta the, say what's what? on your mind, brother. That's yeah. what. The, you don't see yeah, Dan backing not. out. Uh, I saw Dan look like he was about to throw up in his hands at one point. <laughs> oh, once y'all started talking about little kids, I was like, you white boys are crazy. We can talk about Yeah, <laughs> I heard that before. They wanted it. You don't go to Michael Jackson's house if you're not looking for that. <laughs> I hey. knocked on the door and told me I was too old, dick. <laughs> like, like everybody acts like children aren't looking for it. But I remember being in the fifth grade, you know, mm-hmm. 11 years old, thinking, man... I wish Miss Harrison would molest the fuck out of me. I want to get all in them big titties she's got. Her husband came to school one day, and I was sitting over there all mean mugging him, all jealous. Like, <laughs> bitch, she spends all day with me. <laughs> Dude, there was a there was a hot girl in my high school, a teacher. This is right. So she, but she was like fresh out of college. She taught math. She was like twenty three, and you know, like every guy wished, right? And then she started dating a hot guy. He was uh, he had played basketball at Penn's. I should I'm not maybe doxing him at this point, but he had played D1 basketball. And uh, um, it was like, yeah, I guess I can see why she picked him over me. <laughs> you know, I hadn't even hit puberty. <clears throat> I have uh, before we get step completely away from the porn thing. Mm. I have another link that I, I'm pre-screening to make sure this is all you know, shareable, but it's just a quick little like gif of a thing where they have, if you scroll down where they put, um, I think that's, um, what's that girl's name? Is that the girl from star Wars? Yeah. That's Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's just a quick like clip of Daisy Ridley on a porn star's body. And I imagine right after this portion, there was some, there was some fucking that, that went on. So yeah, this it's, it's top tier celebrity porn fakery. I, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Now, her, Daisy Ridley's head in this looks a little large to me for the body. Genetics. Otherwise, like you said, you know, as a matter of fact, if I didn't know it was fake, I probably wouldn't have caught that. Exactly, right? I, I, I think she's a terrible actress and kind of weird looking. Did you, did you see that picture of her and her sister together? Oh, my God. Now there's two of them. Yeah, I saw there's it. <laughs> oh, am I the only one that wanted to get some sort of weird incestuous threesome going on? I'm sure you were the only one, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> you're, at least, you're at least the very least first. <laughs> I, I want to be dressed as Darth Vader, though. Mm. And I want to utilize one of those toy uh, lightsabers. 
at one point. That's got to have been In done. There's no way that wasn't done. a lightsaber. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm fresh out of ideas, Kyle. Just like that scene from A Requiem of a Dream, ass to ass, ass to <laughs> ass. And they're and they're gonna get the get the uh, the big uh, lightsaber going, you know, in, in their vaginas and no chiz. You you you've seen Requiem of a Dream, haven't you, chiz? Yeah, it's dark. I watched it once. It made me feel. It, it's one of those movies that took a little bit of a, my like humanity away and made me more <laughs> the person I am today. If, if, <laughs> I love that. Never, <laughs> if you've never seen. Requiem of a Dream. I hope I'm getting the title exactly right. It, it could be a Requiem, Requiem of Four. Requiem Four. Requiem Four. A dream. Thing. Yep. That is some dark. Next time, shit. Arian Foster's on the show. You can explain to him. I've seen Requiem for a Dream twice. <laughs> this is what happened. Now I'm a walking <laughs> embodiment of the internet. It's uh, it, it's it's rough. It, it it's some rough stuff. Uh, but but it's an excellent movie. It's 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 really well done. Uh. And, uh, and, and there's, I mean, you know, once you've, once you've like put calluses on your soul, mm. you can go back, jerk off to that scene where they're, where they get out the big industrial thing, of lube, and like get it out and rub the double dildo down and, and all those weird men are throwing money at them on the stage. You know, you can, you can, you can I go back to this movie. Really? Oh? I don't think so, so. Are we, are we avoiding spoilers on this? Cause I feel like that's a pretty, I feel like that scene needs a little bit more description to really be understood. So it's a movie about. Are we avoiding spoilers or no? I, well, I want to see it. Oh, you do. Okay. Should I, I well, really... my headset off. Why don't you tell me to no, come no, back? No, 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 no. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's a, it's a really good movie. You should definitely watch it. Yeah, she doesn't. Well, I mean, want I'm to... sold so far. Yeah, she, <laughs> Dan she's and I not... are both like, how do we get this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is like just download this right off the internet. You can just get it. Um, Remember that? I did a prank phone call one time, and we called this Asian porn uh, salesman. You know, we called it like a porn store. And uh, as soon as I heard that he was Asian, for some reason, my mind went to this place where like, oh, maybe this is like some back alley San Francisco Chinatown porn star store where you could like get something kind of weird that might not be exactly street legal. And, and I asked him for like the weirdest thing I could think of. I was like, I want panda porn. He's like, panda porn? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I want a panda fucking a girl. Oh, Hmm. We don't have panda porn, which was not <laughs> the exact reaction I was expecting. I expect I expected like what? what? No, no, no. He was like, no, we don't have it in. It was like you called. <laughs> it was like you called for takeout and asked for sweet potato fries, right? Like they weren't shocked that you'd asked for it. They just don't have them right today, you know. And I was like, could you get it for me? Because I'll pay. And he's like, oh, maybe if you go to a trade show, you know, maybe they have the panda porn. <laughs> and it, it, it was beyond me that this guy was down. I, I feel like if I pressed a little harder, I could have gotten some panda porn. Like he would, he would have went in his stash box in the back and gave you his copy. Or, or like, like if I could animate <laughs> this thing, like he's sitting there with like one of those like stereotypical like, like Asian rice field <laughs> hats. And, and he's got like that, that super, uh, silly mustache that's just like two long strands of hair coming from each side and right behind him there's like a panda in a cage eating bamboo and a bunch of chicks milling around in bikinis like like he's probably shooting the shit right there he's like as soon as i hung up he's like okay shut it down they know <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm like that i'm i'm all over the 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 map on this one because on one hand 
pandas are wild animals, right? <laughs> they seem like cuddly teddy bears, and, and what we're used to them is sort of a, a caricature of them, right? And domesticated pandas. On the other hand, these things have no sex drive, right? Maybe they aren't that wild animals. Maybe they are cute, cuddly, and, and that's why they're failing. Oh, come on. It's hard to get motivated to f fuck a panda. But if you bring a hot chick in there... I see where you're going with this. Yeah, right. You're starting to make you, a I lot mean, of sense. Yeah, if I was in a panda terrarium or whatever they're in, um, I probably wouldn't have sex with any of those overweight, black and oh. white, hairy bears. But if uh, uh, if there were women in there, then I would I would have sex with them. I, I think a panda. I think you could get a panda to fuck a girl. Yeah. Oh, you, you got to try. Damn, what's new with you? <laughs> Man, uh, next month, releasing my first book, Get Eating out. Across America. Pretty much is, uh, the book follows my last eight years of this grind and working, you know, like I said, with, you know, Rachel Ray and traveling, filming for TV and all the different establishments that I went to and the people that I met along the way. Wow, that's pretty cool. So yeah, kind of excited about it. I, I sometimes daydream, I think like everybody, about having a book. How did you get started? Like, did you contact a publisher? Did a publisher talk to you? Are you doing a publisher? Uh, publisher or contacted me, actually. They uh -huh. were looking to get into the space of working with content creators and getting books out there for them. It's Mango Publishing. So I was like, well, you know, let me see what you guys are talking about first. And then we'll, we'll see if it's a good fit for the both of us. Mm -hmm. And we'll start this book. And lo and behold, the conversation went well. And I started writing last February. Had that thing done like like early June. That was just every wow, day. Four month process. Yeah. And and so this is your first book. Was first there one. an editor that kind of like taught you how to write a book? You know, did did, did you do an outline in with like a collaborative effort? Every literally every chapter that I wrote, I submitted it in. They had a full editor go over everything, send back her notes as to what needed to be changed if I wanted to change it. And so I would like just re rewrite certain things that wouldn't make the book flow a little bit better. Cause I really want you to visualize the food while you're reading. I want to treat it like, you know, my YouTube videos where it makes you hungry. So if you're going to read the book about food, I want you to go out and get something by the time you finish that particular chapter. So is it about the food or the, the or is it about you? More, more so about the food, about the food uh -huh. that I, you know, I've, I've encountered, different dishes, things that I tried for the first time, things that I never reviewed. So I, I wrote about it all. Nice, nice. And and who came up with like the outline? Like, how does that go? Me. You did. Yeah, that, that was all me. Uh huh. That was just me. I mean, I've been writing now for years to begin with, since my early twenties. Okay. So when the publishing company came to me, everything that I've done previous of writing, eating across America, was all poetry. I was into spoken word heavy. I did a lot of performances, late nights over the years, <clears throat> and so when they were like, well, you know. Is this something that you want to do was pretty much write about your life, write about your travels, different restaurants you've been to. So I was like, I can make it happen. And I just hunkered down, worked with that team, and made the magic happen. Wow. That's pretty great. But yeah. the editors, uh, I got to imagine, like, the editors who, I don't know if they've done this before, but they're reaching out to people. The amount of times that people have got to be, like, actually on the ball about that has got to be so few and far between. Do they give you feedback about, like, damn, like, that's fucking moving quick? Or is it just kind of... Taking as you're taking it as you're putting it, it out. Was, it was more so they were surprised I was able to get it out as fast yeah, as so I could make it happen because of my schedule. But literally, even when I would have to go film on the Rachel Ray show 
And when I was out there in the hotel, I would be writing. I would always bring my laptop with me. So I was forever writing just to get it done, you know. But, yeah, they, they were always shocked about that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So when is it, when's it coming out? March 13th. All right. Our third <clears throat> weeks. About six Where do we get already, it? I've been pushing the link for Amazon. Amazon been pushing it, so that, that's pretty good. What's it called again? Huh? What's the, the title of the book again? Eating Across America. Matter of fact, let's see if I gotta pop that up for you guys real quick. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Filthy. You ever daydream about making a book? I don't know what I'd write a book about, quite honestly, Woody. I, that was my next question. What would you write a book about? It could be anything with Filthy. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> an every man's expert, perhaps, we call it. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that joke. All show. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my they, best. They give me shit, damn. They, they bring me on. Uh, they bring me on uh, from time to time. And anytime a topic comes up that I have an, uh, an opinion on, they they give me shit about being an expert on it because I, you know, <laughs> don't quite know what the deal is myself. But uh, apparently, that's more of this. So I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I guess Woody, to some degree, everyone's thought about it to some degree. But I don't, I don't really think that anything I do really fits in that category. You're not gonna make a book about a, a game, I don't think, like that. So. Yeah, I, I mean, oh my God, I don't. I, I'm not even joking. You are an expert on some interesting things, right? Maybe you, like more of a paper. Didn't you do your master's degree in like S and M and bondage and stuff? I did my master's degree oh. in human sexuality. So, yep. yep. Um, but no, my wife will almost certainly be uh, part of making book, you know, book chapters to begin with, and then later on, actual books if she gets interested in doing that route. And that would have been something I would have been doing if I continued in academia, but it's not, not something I have if any plans I were, to do right now. If I were Paraxis, I would conscript you to write the, uh, the, the <laughs> you know, the, the big uh, guide for the next Civilization game, because, like, who better? Like, like you, you're excellent at that. Like, it's, it's, it's an interesting idea. I've never thought about that as a format. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the, some things are better suited to... to Text Video. like that, and some aren't. I think, uh, and I, I have a hard time believing that the best way to do a game guide is through is through text like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually I, kind of I surprised. Uh, I wanted to ask Dan a little bit more about that. Is there? Do you, do you have pictures in it? Like for yes. the food that you're doing? Okay, so yes, that yes, makes yeah, a lot of sense. To me in there. I think for for a lot of individuals, because not everybody loves reading to begin with. You know, that's why audiobooks are all over the place. People are if they're traveling, they'd rather just kind of hear it through the speakers. Reading is just not really their thing. But I was figuring. If you have at least, you know, the words that can kind of allow you to visualize what's going on, but then a picture that's just right there, nice and colorful, bright in HD, reaching out at you, I think that would make you like more inclined to actually go through the book and read more. I'd like to hear your audiobook version. Like I'd like uh, to yeah, hear yeah. about yourself. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I hope they fix your mic. I've been wanting to make it. I've been wanting to go into the. You ever been in a, a, like a, a sound studio to do anything, Woody? Like a like a real one? No, I don't think so. So I I I, uh, I did a Kickstarter one time to make that that app that that uh, FDS Russia game, mm -hmm. and uh, I had to. Part of the Kickstarter thing was you, people wanted um, voicemails from me, and so I had like a list of like forty voicemails I had to do, and so we went into a professional studio, and I always like. It was really fun to do because, like, I'm reading absurd things in the Russian accent, and there's a sound engineer in the, in the booth, and he had no idea what was coming. So I'm, I, one of them was a ransom letter. It's like, like, it's, you know, the, the, you call the guy, and he, he doesn't answer the phone, and it's, it's, it's like, you know, 
I have your friend. Unless you pay the money, we're going to cut another finger off. Stuff like that. And he's just like, what am I working on here? <laughs> what, what is this? But I, I, I've been wanting to go in the sound studio again and 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 uh, and do a music video. I I, I don't want to spoil it because mm. I may do it, I might not. You know, it's but it's just what's me. I've been kicking around for like the last couple of weeks. I really want to do a Wings of Redemption themed music video, a song parody, where I'm where, where I'm singing and and I could get my buddy Eric, um, Iraq veteran eight 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 eight. He just started a new channel called um, Guitarsenal, right? Mm. It's a mashup of the words guitar and arsenal. Um, and uh, he's been playing the guitar for twenty fucking years, and he's excellent at it. He's amazing at it. And so I'm just I just have all these images in my head of him playing the guitar and me and me singing a Wings of Redemption themed parody song. I really, really want to make it. Oh God. What'd you type here? Uh, Wings apparently has a comment on it. Uh, can I read it? A comment on what? Uh, I guess Kyle's mentioned this. <laughs> oh no. All right. Uh, oh, okay. He didn't actually oh, say I, this. I believe. Let me let me tell you. Yeah, I'll ask you, the listener. Does this sound like something Wings would say? Kyle won't do that shit. Kyle just stays at home all day. Fuck him. Make that video and pay me five thousand dollars for using my likeness. Wings, probably. I sounded like <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Is he, is he listening right now? Like, like, is I was he like, responding live. I thought he brought it up before. Yeah. I. I uh. Future response. Wings, please say that word for word. Kyle won't do that shit. Kyle stays at home all that all day. Fuck him. Make that video <laughs> pay me $5,000 for using my likeness. Make that quote true. Mm -hmm. Wings. Any, uh, any particular reason that you guys have been stirred up about Wings again don't recently? Say wow. don't say you guys. That's not fair. I, I kind of, just, I try to, really try to just, buy into the idea that you guys are, you know, the three of you or a community, you, Taylor, and, and Kyle, Kyle there, Woody, are all part of this production, I, right? I, and I, probably Chiz. You know, just uh, mostly just responding to some of the crazy things that that he says. You know, he recently said that he'd come on the show if we paid him ten thousand dollars. I think. Well, yeah, yeah, ten thousand dollars. He he was demanding. Is that to, what he wanted? To, ten grand. Ten grand. Ten thousand dollars. I want him for... on the show, but I don't want him ten grand on the show. Oh, no. Yeah, what, what you could have paid that? Cut it out. <laughs> the key to accumulating money is not to give it away to people. <laughs> like, Holy shit, I've been doing this for free. I should be right? like, how many, what is this, He's like, hold on, I'm going to send my invoice on over. <laughs> I, uh, He's like, what are you, page per pound? What? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, uh, I, uh, oh, but I lost my train of thought. I don't know what So, all right. So, what do you want? You, it's just apparently Kyle. Kyle, what has got you so stirred up recently then? Because I'm, oh, I'm quite curious. I know what I was going to say. Can um, I answer for Kyle? I, I, I guess. Yeah, no, 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 let me jump so in. Like to, the, there's been a lot not of. Not you at all. This is. Not you at all. But, yeah, all right. so listen. I, what will happen is on a scale of 10 or 1 to 10, Wings will do like a 3 something, right? And then Kyle will blast back with like an 8 or a 9. And then Wings will do another like two or three, you know, often a response. And often, like people in his live streams are just asking him, you know, about what happened, what Kyle said about PKA nonstop. And he resists for a while, but he breaks down. And then he says something, you know, oh, Kyle didn't really help me at the boot camp. All he did was help me in this way and that way and some other way. And then Kyle goes nuts on him. And this is, it's been going back and forth for a while. And it has me a little stuck 
I don't know if I used this analogy before, but I've, I've seen it in sports, right? Like, you know, Filthy and I are playing hockey. I give Filthy a little bump. Filthy knocks me to the ice and, and leaves me feeling silly. That's because I'm an expert, Woody. Yes. Well, you're allowed to be bigger and stronger than me. That's not against the rules in sports, you know? You shouldn't be penalized just because when I tried to check you, it didn't go my way, right? You know, mm. that you're allowed to be bigger and stronger, which makes me wonder, like, where Kyle is on my like morality scale on this thing, right? I think what you're saying is that Wings I have a, a fully thing. functional brain and <laughs> that can't be said for what? everyone involved in this conversation. Uh, not... and, and so, what? You, you both have fully functional brains, but Kyle's like, Kyle's not in a bad, as bad as, Kyle's not a bad spot like Wings is, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's mom is an off, I don't know where his parent parents are. Uh, his parent he, Kyle wasn't raised by a grandmother with fetal alcohol syndrome, right? Like in, in a trailer, in a room, in the dark, or whatever. Like, like, so he's in an easier place. I think this is meaner than the shit I say. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. <laughs> I just joke. <laughs> so. You know, if Wings does a little thing to Kyle and then Kyle comes back and hits him way harder, it, yeah. it, it almost in my head is ever see like a girl hit some guy on a, in a YouTube video or something. And then the guy comes back and lays her out. Right. Was that guy wrong? You know, are we in an equal rights or equal lefts type thing? Or like, you know, if the girl hits you, are you allowed to hit back? Where are we on the morality scale? It's very confusing to me. I'm not I, sure I think... what's what. To me, what it seems like is that he is fine with being pitiable and pitiful, and he plays that up a lot. And I'm the opposite of that. Like, despite what it, what adversity I might go through, mm -hmm. it's like I don't want you to feel sorry for me. Like, like we're on an equal playing field here. Don't, don't like give me, uh, you know, don't feel sorry for me. Don't, uh, you know, we're on the, we're on the same level playing field. You don't have to. Give me anything. You're choosing and, to respond anyways. I mean, it's very easy. I mean, especially as a streamer, you have mods. You can tell your mods to do whatever the hell you want in that oh, channel. Yeah, if you yeah, want to, yeah. anytime the word PKA comes up, you want that banned, that's totally doable. You can ban the entire word just automatically, first of all. And second of all, you can have your mods squash any of that conversation that comes out of it. So well, it seems a little bit weird to me that, I mean, at some level, it seems like it must be must be mutual here that they wanted, that you both are wanting to play around with that because otherwise, why wouldn't you just stop it? It's really easy to stop. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. You know, I to me, it's lighthearted banter. Um, my feelings don't get hurt. Um, people say all kinds of awful things about me. I'm, I'm thick-skinned, uh, despite what some people might think. You know, they're always, you know, mocking me and giving me, giving me shit in one way or another. And, and I, I understand that it's coming from a fun place. You know, they, I have a mean sense of humor, so it's only fitting that when you joke about me, it's a bit mean as well. I like that. That's the kind of humor that I enjoy. And, uh, and so, the, you know... People always take some low road with it. Like, how are you going to feel when he kills himself? It's like, well, that scares me. Ah, right it, now, not that he's going to oh, kill himself not, because I, guess, of I, don't, I don't know. Go I'm on. sorry, Woody. I don't mean to interrupt too much, but I, I don't really know the guy very well, and I don't. I don't want to add fuel to a fire that doesn't need to exist. But is he really? I always thought, but most of that must be a persona, and must of this be him playing up to to this because of the views or the or the coverage or there you know something from it. On that. You know, like some people feel like wings is playing a very clever long con right that um like i i i want to bring up the people who's who but there is a there's a whole group of people who feel like wings is 
playing up the pitiable thing. He's very much like understanding the meta game that he's playing. I'm not that guy. I think Wings is very real. And that, you know, when he buys bullets and posts pictures of them on Twitter and says, these are the ones I'll use to kill myself and just waiting around out of money. I think that's actually where his mind is at the time. He's not playing a game. He's not running a long con. I think that Wings is just a, a bad day where he still has like motivation away from things going horribly wrong. Uh, that yeah, uh, and that's what I. I don't think he's conning anyone, but it's people do. So filthy. There's your answer. There. Who knows? Yeah, I, only Wings. Knows. But the bottom line with, with Wings is I don't hate Wings. I don't just. Dislo- I, I don't really dislike him even. I like Wings. I like Wings content. Like I still go on there and watch his uh, his YouTube videos of uh, you know just just Call of Duty and stuff. Not the ones when he's necessarily raging and going crazy. I enjoy them. You know, uh, he's doing fine over there financially, and his channel's you know doing well. So I think the pity party is. Part of the meta game. That, that's how I see it. So when I see him trashing controllers and slinging headsets, it's like these fucking things are expensive. Like these are two hundred fifty dollars a piece, and like a controller is sixty bucks each. If he was really, you know, hard up, like he'd find something else to throw. Right? You get a stress ball or something or whatever. See, that right? implies that, that's that how I look at it. Like really on top of the meta, and, which is what you said, right? Like like oh, these are expensive. He's making a calculation when he rages and breaks his headset that you know this is going to be to his financial gain. I don't think so. I think he's raging out of control. I think that he's whatever video games take him out of his mind. And he's been doing that for 30 years. Right? Mm. He's probably hmm. 31 now. Yeah. Maybe he's yeah. 25 years then. You yeah. Know, he I, and I are the same age. I, I bet he's been raging since he was six at video games. And it's, I, I don't think it's a meta. I don't think it's a long con. I think he's had, uh, you know, it's rough. And Oh, and by the way, the finance thing, I need to see more numbers. Maybe someone will do the research. But what I see a lot is they take December, right? Now, December was a really good month from him. It's popular. There's like Christmas going on, anticipation, Call of Duty still new. And then they just multiply that by 12 and, and like estimate his annual income. It's like, no, nah, you can't take a guy's best month and multiply it by 12. We all know that's not how it works. Yeah, right. I wish every every month was as good as December. That'd be He's amazing. been doing well, though. He's got like 20 grand saved up. You, you can't save... Poor people can't save twenty grand that Doesn't fast. It? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It sounds yeah. like you do. I, I I didn't mean to like be like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Huh. Well, like, like I, I'm I'm happy for him saving Mexican that money up. Bari- you know? bariatric oh, surgery. he's way past that. So so, I think that I saved Wing's life again by by <laughs> oh, going so hard, by mm-hmm. going so hard against his silly idea to get Mexican bariatric surgery because like I think that my gentle urging uh convinced him that he was going to die uh in mexico (laughs) or be dumped on the side of the road halfway back to san diego or something like septic and and bleeding or something like that left in the back of a hot 18 wheeler by a coyote or something like that and and so he's saving up for american bariatric surgery which that's 45k am i on target with that no that's that's what taylor's teeth are gonna cost <laughs> <laughs> i thought they were 15 i'm really messed uh, yeah, up. I, i'm joking that's actually what taylor that's what um my, my buddy jeremy's like full mouth of teeth was gonna cost 40 grand or something like that for a full mouth of implants but no he's he's got 18 or 20 grand saved up and i think i could be off by five thousand dollars but i think he needs like seven eight thousand more dollars to get the thing done i think he found a place that'll do it for 25k 
Uh, that's a pretty good uh, overall scheme, though. If you're uh, if you're getting Twitch donations for a surgery, and then uh, you hit that hit that amount, and then you change what surgery you're getting for, and you're moving <laughs> towards a really big one again, and then right. who knows? Maybe since last time you caught, I could see that. Uh, that that's that's clever. It's clever. I, I don't really want to live in that kind of world, but <laughs> uh, hey, I can see it. I can see it being a strategy. Yeah. Are there any surgeries that you need, Filthy, that we should donate for? <laughs> I just said I'm not doing that to my viewers. I'm not interested in that type of relationship. Oh so. man, <sighs> but but yeah, I wish Wings the best. It's just it's it's really just replying back to like the silly stuff he says, and that you know this is kind of a comedy, sh a, a mean spirited comedy show. So the only way I'm ever going to respond to something like that is with mean spirited jokes, um, which can come off like I'm a monster or like I hate him. Has, but has in he ever got a nice shot back? Like if you're if you're giving him these pokes and. And what he's saying and normally poking you back at a two or three. You ever, we ever got like an eight or a nine from Wings? Like he tries, like, you know. I, yeah. he, he says I'm lazy or that I stay in the house all day. But how would he know? He stay, he's lazy and he stays in his house all day. <laughs> like he doesn't know what I'm up to in real life. Like, you know, I, I, I go places, I go on dates, I go to the movies. There's no like out. best of back and forth between you guys, like a highlight reel or anything <laughs> that we could have like linked. Because I feel like that would be, I, oh. I, I don't I don't really want to get involved in this, but I wouldn't mind like a, 10 minute video of like the best shots of wings versus Kyle or something. That'd be pretty cool to watch. I would love to Let's see that. like that. I, yeah, I think oh, I want someone to do this. Maybe they right? will because like, I asked for it, but I want the back and forth to be documented because without that, like that gives you the context. And I think, I think I might be looking at it through a twisted lens. You'll see what I'm talking about where wings is like, you know, you know, Kyle, he's lazy. And then like Kyle comes back and just, goes to the paint well we i mean there's a video here we could watch what he said today you know he, he had more stuff to say today he said that um i was never going to do the hot sauce for real that the only reason i drove to his house and took the promotional photos and videos for the hot sauce was because i was guilted into it by fans and uh the reality of course of that was that i ordered gallons of hot sauce i ordered 208 bottles to fill that hot sauce with, I spent. I have. I got the emails I could show you where where I, where I'm price hunting amongst like seven different hot sauce companies, uh, working on private labels. Worked on this thing for weeks and weeks, and of course, I was never going to make a dime off of it because there's such small margins. It was all to make him money and to provide the fans with a fun sort of thing. What was the thing that made you cancel the hot sauce? He said that we were pro fucking people over. That's I believe. He said that that Kyle and Woody are um, pro fucking people over business type guys. Yeah, and then he immediately rescinded it. He's like, I don't really mean that. I guess I just mean something else, which was like I attain like they're just capitalists or something. I forget what he said. And uh, a lot of people are like, well, you know, he rescinded it. Come on, we all make videos, right? You say it. You like you record it. You render it. You upload it maybe you know do whatever proofreading is called in video form and and then upload it he is very much yeah, responsible he was, for that he slip was of the tongue he was comparing us to like what had happened with the csgo lotto stuff mm, uh with yeah. t martin syndicate and he was sort of uh throwing us in on that and um and you know saying that we were pro fucking people over basically you know that's why that we were both kind of defending that sort of thing to to some extent you know there's some parts of that which if true we we both disagreed with but you know that's that's a story for what a are you drinking dan that would be my propel grape zero <laughs> that i keep in my flask of happiness 
Where can we get that flask? <laughs> oh, I don't know. One of my baby mamas oh, got this for me. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! Thought I thought it was you were... merch. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was your merch. I wanted to pimp you your merch. One of your baby mamas gave it to you. You say one of your baby mamas gave it to you? Yeah, that, that was jokes. So I only got but two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, when you do your, I, I'm totally new. I've never never encountered your channel before now. So yeah, my first on, time, man. first time meeting you, hearing you about your stuff. Do you do um, the alcohol reviews as well? So when you're going through these places trying the foods, you try like the local like craft beers or the local liquors or any of this stuff or just the food mostly? The alcohol reviews, I did do those for a while with a friend of mine named Matt of uh, Maximum Beverage, but I left that stuff on Facebook because, you know, YouTube frowns upon such things mm. for the kids. Oh, really? Even like, even if you want to like go and say this is a review of this stuff, it's still frowning on it? I didn't realize <laughs> hey, hey, that's hey. unfortunate. Yeah. So I, just, I just leave it at fast food, you know? I've been, watching these, I've been watching an alcohol review channel. Um, I'll, I'll try to find out who these guys are, but it's, it's these two guys. I think they're in Austin, Texas. And they just start pulling down bottles and bottles and to drink and they're smelling it. And I know it tastes like shit because that's not the kinds of alcohol that I enjoy. Like, <laughs> but, but I'm just like, he's like, yeah, I'm smelling. This is, this is a little charcoal. And I'm just like, oh, charcoal. And, and, right. and mesquite. And I'm like, oh, mesquite. <laughs> it's like, like all these things that I don't want in my alcohol. But still, I, I, I'm fascinated while I watch them, you know, where they're, they're sniffing this alcohol and sipping it and. It's I like those kinds of channels. It's not something that I know anything about, so it's kind of educational. That's how I hey. feel about cigarettes, right? Like, oh yeah, no, the bleach is just in there for flavor. I'm like, burning bleach is the flavor? You know, like, yeah, yeah, we only have this or that, and like uh, the ammonium in there. That's just to give it that tang. Like, really, Am <laughs> ammonia for for, for tang? <laughs> you know? Like, what you know, it's like. You know, they like the citrus to cut like some of the heavier foods. It's the same with the cigarette, I imagine, right? That heavy nicotine flavor. You want to cut that with some ammonia. That makes sense to me. <laughs> yes, that's, a, that's a strong, that's a strong light flavor. Right? <laughs> I don't know what's in cigarettes, but there are some delicious cigarettes, right? And there's some d delicious cigars and cigarillos. Like every time I, I would go to Vegas, I used to get like these little, uh, it's like a cigar wrapper. So it's brown. But they're about the size of a cigarette. I think they're called cigarillos. But I would get these really expensive ones that were like candy flavors, like vanilla and chocolate and stuff like that. I fucking love those things. And I feel like someone who's never smoked like you, Woody, even you would like, hmm, okay. The smoke tastes like candy. All right. Oh, and I'm getting a little buzz here. Yeah, you've just described a mixed drink. Yeah, but it well, I, you just he had likes like those a, too, a pear and apple martini or something, maybe or the cigarette equivalent of that. Yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, I tried a cherry cigar of some sort at a bachelor party, and I did not like it. None of us liked it. Is that the same type of cherry we we're talking about here? Uh, it was it was an honest to goodness cherry cigar. I don't know. <laughs> like talking cherry flavored here. What are you getting at, filthy? I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, like you—it's uh, not a thing. I'm just imagining that at a bachelor party or a bachelorette party, there tends to be lots of you know genitalia flavored genitalia ah. looking. In just so this was this like a cherry cigar or a cherry cigar is what I was what I was going with. In other words, did you actually have like a cherry flavored cigar? Or was this something? Yeah, something no, I've cherry not heard flavored of? cigars yeah. are a thing. Uh, there the were strippers at this party, but we were outside in the parking lot because I guess that's where you smoke the cigars. And someone broke them out, and we were all, I don't know, like, in the we were going to be in the wedding party and stuff. We were close. And uh, we all agreed it was awful. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah, cigars can either be good or 
god fucking awful. Like every cigar I've been given by someone who was like having a kid or something like that. Like I remember there was a Turkish guy that I worked with named Borat. Mm-hmm. No, Barak. Borak or something like that. Mm-hmm. It definitely ended with a K. And I remember him bringing those fucking cigars out and they just smelled like wet leather. And, <laughs> and everybody's smoking them and everybody's looking at each other like, I hope he steps away soon so we can throw these <laughs> Everybody's getting like, like we all smoke cigarettes, but we're all getting like lightheaded and dizzy from these things because it's just, it's, it's nicotine overdrive. Maybe it, high in ammonia in those ones. Lots of ammonia in those Turkish cigars. Yeah. It, it, disgusting. Not a fan. Mm. That wouldn't right. be either. Go, Let me tell the folks about Squarespace for you, Woody. Please. This episode of Painkiller Ready is sponsored by our friends over at Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. With easy-to-use tools, you can create a beautiful website with Squarespace's all-in-one platform. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade, ever. You can create a beautiful website or online store with an award-winning template. Squarespace's award-winning templates are the most beautiful way to present your ideas online. Squarespace also offers a unique domain experience that's fully transparent and simple to set up. They're trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. Squarespace is used by a wide range of creatives and people, including musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. Everybody needs their own corner of the internet today, so get started and start your free trial today at squarespace.com PKA. You'll get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com PKA. Begin the next move in your career today with Squarespace. Very cool. Yeah, if you need a website... Squarespace is how you get it, period. Squarespace.com slash PKA. So in this over, uh, over-coddled world we're in today where it seems like... <laughs> I don't know where this is heading, but... It's... It seems like everybody's just a big pussy who needs to be handheld and, and treated like... It's, there's no... I don't... It, we wouldn't make it through another Great Depression, these Americans, right? Mm. Like, like, I feel mm. like th- we are not hard... we need another Great Depression. Don't go there, okay? That shit can't happen anymore. But I'm just saying, if the if today's Americans had to stand in a bread line, wouldn't fucking work. It, it, it wouldn't work. The, they, they, there would be mass hysteria, panic in the streets. It would it would turn into Fallout Five. Look at here, here's an example. All right, this lady tried to bring her, her emotional support peacock onto a plane. The, what? I, what the fuck is an emotional support peacock? I don't know. Look at the image there. She's got a god. How did she get into an airport with a peacock? Is what it's I on the know. luggage cart. When did these emotional support animals start coming into play? I've been taking flights now for a few years. I never see them on any of the flights, but I'm always on Delta. Is it on? A whole different airline. I love I emotional can... support animals. I, I, I like if someone brought their emotional support dog on the plane with them, mm-hmm. I'd be happy to have that dog around. I, 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 they're mostly supporting all of us, isn't it? Yeah, a dog is great. Everybody likes dogs. Peacocks are assholes. They this all birds adorable. are assholes. All birds are assholes, but the peacock is especially flamboyant. I didn't. He is oh, the scum of all yeah. the birds. Yes, you. he's the worst of them all. I feel like you're he... somehow homophobic birdist. No, no, sound like one. Fuck, or there would be more peacocks, right? They're not, they're not they're not blowing each other in oh the park. Oh my god! Or... If there's a gay bird out there, it's got to be a peacock. The flamingo. 
Okay, I stand corrected. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh goodness. This <laughs> All right, but I'm, is there like a weight capacity for your emotional support animal that you could bring on a plane? I have no idea. How does that work? No, you can bring a big ass dog as long as you can get that thing under the seat. I think it's good. Maybe you buy a seat for your dog. That'd be nice. They paid for that shit because uh, I've sat next to a girl who had a dog on the plane with her, just underneath the, just underneath her chair in front of her. I'm kind of like, what the fuck? I didn't think mm. this was a thing. Did she take more room than she otherwise would have? Uh, the dog, uh, the dog stayed fairly well at her feet. It was a not particularly large dog. It was relatively quiet, but it did bark a little bit from time to time. It's kind of like a, you know, a particularly loud child, I guess. It's a yeah, dog barking well, in a confined space, and I don't quite understand why it was on the plane to begin with, but. Hmm. Ah, so we were just talking about this. It seems, here's an article, that Delta is tightening its rules around bringing emotional support animals onto flights. Uh, Good. Yeah. It's, They've tightened uh, everything of, else in their fucking planes. I can barely fit in them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of, quote, serious safety risks. According <clears> to the airline, beginning uh, March 1st, passengers flying with a trained service animal will have to submit a veterinary health form and or immunization. Immun immunization records 48 hours before departure so uh, in, in addition uh they require a letter signed by a doctor or a licensed mental health professional uh passengers flying with psych psychiatric or emotional support animals will need to submit an emotional support psychiatric service animal request form along with a confirmation of the animal's training form uh 48 hours before departure see this is important and key to this whole thing because i learned when i bought my dog dak uh, that there is no sort of certification for a service animal. You don't have to show any documentation of any kind. At least that was the case then. All you have to do is slap a sticker on that motherfucker that says service animal, and now you can take him wherever you want. And and mm. people can't even ask, like, why do you need a service animal? Be because very impolite. Right? It, it, you know, it's discriminatory. You, you can't ask what's wrong with me. Do I look normal to you? <laughs> 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 Delta says uh, that it has an 84% increase in reported animal incidents since 2016, including urination, defecation, with passengers attempting to fly with comfort turkeys, spiders, <laughs> snakes, a gliding possum, and last year, a passenger was bit in the face by a 70-pound emotional support dog on a Delta flight. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, Dude, wow. the emotional <laughs> gliding possum was my favorite. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, huh? Can you imagine, like, you got your neck pillow... You got your Beats by Dre on. You're, you're, you're about to put on those blinders and just kind of lean back the six inches that your coach chair will lean back. And all of a sudden, <laughs> there's a fucking gliding possum crawling around on you, coming over the seat. Now the lady's trying to corral it, but she's all fucked up. That's why she has an emotional support possum. <laughs> I mean, there are no normal, normal people who have emotional support gliding possums okay that, that that doesn't exist that's by by definition if you have an emotional sport support gliding possum you're fucked up yeah you can't corral that thing I, just, I mean forget even all that like forget the reason why they have it i just think it's ridiculous i mean i'm paying however much extra i am to bring baggage on planes these days right to have like a fucking you know forget checked bag this is now they've now started charging you for carry-on bags so i'm yeah. in a little tiny yeah yeah you don't do not fly very often woody uh, I flew first class last time. Oh, like I see. Jackass. But so get, first world problems for you, you not, get, not quite you the same. You get bags in first class. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I fly a fair amount, and uh, we tend to go pretty cheap with that, especially uh, traveling a lot. And it's, no, you don't get a, um, uh, check bag anymore. Don't get uh, a uh, carry-on bag anymore. Uh, and there's no friggin' room in there. So, like, for me, it's like, I hate, I hate air travel entirely. It's so tiny for me. And it's You're, so... Have you ever had to sit next to a fat person? Yeah, that, that happens from time to time. That's uh, I guess I'm a little bothered by that, but I'm more bothered by the kind of animal uh, tagged along. If they're going to get to bring their dog and I can't bring my fucking, you know, backpack, it seems a little unreasonable to me. Fat so. person's no joy, but the worst person I have found is the, like, 30-year-old guy used to getting his way. Like, that's my least favorite because they only... What's your problem with us? I was going to say, you're not this sharing a... or using the armrest appropriately. Like, oh, I... if, if you fucking muscle the armrest, you know, like if you take the back oh, and I use so the front. I'm, I'm have... complaining about I can't bring the stuff I need to be on this flight whatsoever, let, let alone do something on the other side. You're uh, the problem in first class is your arm, your armrest no, isn't quite no. large enough. In first class, you get your own armrests. <laughs> mm. Yeah, there's no problem there. But if you are in coach class, the worst is the guy who just like <clears throat> locks it in. You know, and look, if you're there first, you're there first. I get it. You know, we, we live in a society. But if if you like try to muscle me off, it's on. I will fight for what I had. You know, I you, you can't just you can't just go nuts with it. It's not fair. You can't I've never really played arm somebody. footsies with my with my neighbor over an armrest. Is that something that's happened to you? Happened to you a lot. It, sounds like. it might be me. It's happened twice. But yeah, yeah, two times I've added like a, a conversation with the guy about it. You know, where like, how does that go? What what, what does that conversation look like? Because I'm now really curious. <laughs> I talked about it on the show before, but like you know, like uh, I remember one time the guy had his arm and he was taking most of the armrest. All right, fair enough. So I, I I found a way to be comfortable using like the front tip of it, but he had both armrests taking both sides for him, and I just felt like. He was, I don't know, really claiming his space in two alpha away, right? I am happy to share. I'm not happy to be your beta. That, that, that's, that's my mindset in this thing. And uh, at one point, he, he was like pushing me off. So I waited. I bided my time. And when he was gone, <laughs> I took the spot that he had vacated, right? So he comes back and starts like pushing on me hard. And I didn't budge in the slightest, you know, like I was, I did, I stood my ground and we go, and at one point he's like, what's wrong with you? You know, like, why are you, what are you doing? And I was like, the same thing you are. Why is this yours? You're more yours than mine. And, uh, and just, just, just as us was a clarification, I think this is important to the story too. Where, what this, I assume this is one of these like three seats. Where are you? Aisle, aisle window or, or center. So I'm window and look, I'm well aware of the Jeff, Jeff, so he's Jim Jeffries he's thing, yeah, where he says, you know, the center gets the two armrests or whatever. This is, I think, this predates that. And uh, uh, also, I'm not sure. I completely agree. I think that you can split an armrest. That one guy can have like the front or whatever. Um, and that have you ever considered putting your arm on top of his and mm -hmm. and, and, mm -hmm. and interlacing your fingers? Interlace might my, my no, but I like where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah. That's like alpha, the alpha, right? Mm -hmm. Put your right on top of his, and maybe like 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 like. Just so use his, his, Forget like, the armrest. Just put it up and use his thigh. It. Reach around under it like you would your wife's hand, and take. Mm. take it. <laughs> <laughs> be like, you, you'll get the armrest. Also, look uh, over and be like, 
I don't fly much. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> this guy had also manspreaded well into my area. And um and again, like it, it wasn't even wasn't even about the space, right? Because I think I would be inclined to sort of lean on the window, uh, which was my side. It was more about getting alpha. You know, that this guy was taking the armrest. This guy was taking my leg space. This guy was taking everything he wanted. Fuck that guy. You know, like I'm more than happy to share with you, but I'm not your beta. That those That's how this goes down. And um, I'm such an asshole because I, I think I was actually willing to fight. You know, like it, he, when, he had a, when he started talking to me about it, I was like... You know, oh, are you three and me? I'll five you. You know, like, and there's no limit to this. I'm more than willing to choke your ass out on this plane if that's where we head. <laughs> that was my mindset at the time. I'm going to fly list in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was I know right? I'd regret it. I know that, but I would not what be. Was it beta. right after this that you took up uh, paramotoring? <laughs> <laughs> I get my own goddamn secrets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it, like I said. It, it's so many things. Like I'm more than willing to go even on, on like all topics all over the place. You know, and, uh, in business, I, I really like to be the guy that provides 51% of the value. I feel like that's my happy place. You know, that this is a fair deal, but you know, there we are. But you know, for some guy who wants to take over my sp and more than that, like wants to take my elbow and push it off so that he can have that. No, what, I, make, I, what makes it your, more yours than mine? I do, I do kind of agree with that. I feel like the type, the type, type of what you're talking about is what really triggers my wife as well. Like my wife is a super sweet girl, like very, very, you know, she's a people pleaser, so she's very good about interacting with people and communicating and whatnot. But things that set her off are like the social norm violations. And I think this is exactly that. We're all in the same shitty plane and the same shitty air travel. And the goal of it is not to make it worse on anybody else. And it certainly isn't to take, you know, 10 things that aren't yours and now make them yours, right? Like it's it's shared space. You have to you have to give and take on that. So I totally understand that that sense of like, you know, of it's almost um, what's the word I'm looking for? Entitlement. Like they feel entitled somehow to a to a neutral space, and that that pisses me off too. I felt like sound... I was standing up to a bully. Like that that's yeah. what's what's, what's yeah. happening between my ears. I think the worst thing as far as flights, uh, I take quite a few of them. Uh, as you are, Woody, I'm also in first class. The individuals that <laughs> feel the need to take their shoes off and not have socks on and their feet start leaning towards my leg, I always shut that down as soon as the, the individual you? gets comfortable. You'll say oh, something? Oh, I shut it down. You say, put yeah. your shoes back on. This is outrageous. I, I, I'm like, my man, you got to move back over to your side. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. You can keep your, feet, your, your shoes off, but keep them over there to your side because everybody has a sense of like leaning towards me they won't take the armrest i haven't had that issue yet but they will lean towards me so that foot is coming closer now we're gonna we're gonna shut that down what would you do if he smelled like, like if this guy smelled so bad that every breath you took you could smell him and it was repugnant that's not that's a rough space i mean you know usually yeah. that, that flight is full seats capacity maxed out mm -hmm. what if you, you notice it as soon as you might, as he you sits might take down. that out you might take the l you would never bring it to the flight crew's attention I they smell it too he's that bad this is a hypothetical but in first class we smell like roses this <laughs> 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 smells slightly of lavender up there <laughs> I, I only bring it up because i was at walmart today i was at walmart today and the lady in front of me she was about 40 years old heavy set gal notice she had a she was buying an enormous bag box crate if you will of maxi pads and 20 pounds of bird seed and my first thought was i swear i bet she stinks mm. i bet this lady smells bad so 
I sidled up right behind her, right? Because I'm behind her in line anyway. I, 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 I motioned, leaned in so I could get that thing that separates your shit from their shit. Use that to kind of throw her off my trail. I didn't want to be, be caught, mm, like, sniffing her. Very slick. She smelled like a pet store. She smelled like bird shit. She had bird shit stink all about her. I, I nailed it. I was so proud of myself <laughs> by because I had I had be just, an FBI profile. I gave her an ocular <laughs> pat down, Woody. I gave her an ocular pat down, and I detected stink just I, I with your tell. eyes. Just yeah, yeah. That's all it took. Mm-hmm. I, I I could I, I immediately knew. This is going to be a smelly old lady right here. Not yeah, old lady. That's just a lack of confidence, Kyle. If you had been really confident, you wouldn't have gone in for that scent. You would have known. You would have eyeballed her, been like, fuck that, and you would have taken two steps backwards, not I'm one still forward. Tra- I'm still yeah. in- I'm, yeah. I'm tuning my, 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 uh, my skills in day by day at, at the Walmart. This is making a lot of sense <laughs> to me. It smells yeah. so fucking And bad, you know, I can't I think of a better training ground for stinky people than Walmart. I think I smell good. Like I think I, I, I have cultivated a good smell for myself. Like I use a deodorant that smells nice when it's activated, you know. So that means if I do start sweating, I only begin to smell better, right? That's the whole point of a nice smelling deodorant. And I use uh I've st- I used to use CK one, that the cologne. It's it comes in sort of an opaque clear bottle. Um but Wings of Redemption left his bottle of polo at my house years ago. And I've been using that ever since. Smells good. He I brought like enough it. polo that several years later you still have it? Yes. Hmm. Well, you know, this is a man who needs some polo in his life. So, I, I, yeah, he, he left go. a big bottle of it. My, I'm just, you, you're like, he brought an enormous <laughs> bottle of polo to your house? <laughs> Why? You set him up, I knock him down. I'm going to call him stinky. That's what's coming. I thought you knew that was what was coming. You can't set me up to call him stinky and I then not... It just part of- I thought it was expensive is actually where I was headed. Like, you know, who brings a gallon of polo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't have the squirter, it's just got a brush. <laughs> <laughs> uh I had a thing. Polo. Oh oh, Walmart. It's, it's like the joke, right? You go to Walmart to feel better about yourself or whatever. I I don't go to Walmart very often. There and it's not that I look down on Walmart, it's just that it does, it's not by me. There's a Target by me. So uh, you're right. Um, but I, when I do go to Walmart, it's usually on vacation. Like I, I was there last month because I was on that paramotor flying thing. Yep. And I, I almost want to be like, you guys know I don't come here all the time, right? <laughs> I am I am a tourist in this Walmart world of yours. I am not one of you. Such a dick. Wow. That that these are the thoughts that exist between my ears. Gumbag Woody. Yeah, I know, I, right? Like you in the pajamas in the afternoon. Or you over here who buys way more sweatpants per capita than somebody should. <laughs> I I'm only visiting in this strange foreign Walmart of yours. I got to admit, it's a it, So here you go to Target. Mm-hmm. There's a Starbucks in there, right? Mm-hmm. You go to Walmart, there's a Subway. All right? Yes. Big fucking difference, okay? There's a big fucking difference between the clientele of Target and Walmart. The, the the prices are just a little bit more expensive. I would say five to eight percent more expensive at Target. That's significant. But but the class of people goes down by thirty to forty percent <laughs> to take advantage of that eight percent savings. It's rough in there. There's not a Target near me currently. Uh, I went to I've been to Walmart the last couple days in a row, getting little odds and ends. 
getting some cables to like work on my setup and stuff. And but do you think each of them are like think they're the exception, Kyle? Because you go to Walmart, you're there. You hypothetically are in your own little realm of the lower lower percentage here. Do you think uh, Bird Lady kind of turned around and been like internally she was thinking? You know, that guy looks down on his luck. I know he's gonna come smell me. It's probably his thing. I'm just gonna let him go with it. I'm not gonna call him out on it. He's probably he probably goes home all alone, sits in there all fucking day. It's probably Walmart's highlight of his week. To my smell. Masturbates to fucking fake celebrity photos on the internet. Like no, <laughs> no, no. I I go in there looking nice. I never go like 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 looking rough. I go ahead. If I'm going you dress out, up on your trips to Walmart. I dress up when I leave the house, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like I, I, I put on a nice jacket. I put on a nice shirt. I, I, I put on my best pajama pants. Mm-hmm. I put on my, 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 my nice sneakers. You know, I, I, I'm not rolling in there trying to fit in, right? I want them to know, like Woody said, I'm just a tourist here. I'm but just. You visiting. are wearing pajamas in this scenario. Look, nobody knows these are pajamas, <laughs> right? Look, I, <laughs> like pajamas to you? I don't fucking think so. They got pockets. Look at that. And those from the QVC commercial? Yeah. I get them off Amazon. <laughs> they have no, no belt buckle. No belt. No belt. <laughs> oh, the camera reverse. For that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, let me, so, you're at the, so this is just like, were you wearing those when you sniffed this woman down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there you are in your pajama pants sniffing this poor lady down. She's just trying to buy some shit for her bird. Oh, you're like, that's amazing, Kyle. This is amazing. Kyle, you're out of control. <laughs> Look, I've converted. Pajama pants are all I wear anymore. Like, like, there's no reason to wear jeans. These are comfy. They're stretchy. They're elastic. That's supposed to be a leather jacket or more pajamas? Both. I wear both. I wear the leather jacket with the pajama pants. But it oh, is actually leather. It's, it's, not, actually, yes, it's, it's not like some clingy, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's lambskin, actually. Yes, yes. Very soft. Supple. It's not a cheap jacket. Kyle, you're all. a perfect candidate to, like, do fashion on YouTube right now, bro. That's a good idea. I'm just saying. <laughs> Looking for a transition. Yeah. <laughs> Not the kind you're thinking of. Although, I, I, I feel like I'm, I, my hands are way too big to become a woman, hmm. and the surgery is far too invasive. But if they had like some sort of, if it was as easy as fallout, I'd definitely try it on for a few weeks, right? You could like, just wouldn't we all? Take the pills and shave, and you'd be a trap. You could be a trap. Trapping. Do you, do you remember that uh, app that took you and made you a girl? You'd be a great yeah. trap, Kyle. Trap is highly offensive. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> this would be like if I said that I, I, I maybe, you know, if I could change my race and become a black guy for a few weeks, I'd like to try that. And you're like, you'd be a great nigger, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, that'd be real good. Yeah, you should try that on. And we're all just like cringing. Like, like I don't think yeah, it's yeah, any chance, are you just mentally thinking, maybe I shouldn't have mentioned the book at all? Like, maybe I don't want these two <laughs> things associated. Like, perhaps I'll just, you know, maybe Wait, the rest of the I didn't know trap was offensive. The camera There's a little all bit. these people who <laughs> self-identify as traps on our traps, the subreddit. Look, I, I, I'm not going to... Holy shit. I don't know anything about that. I don't spend wait, too much wait, time on Lucky for traps. us. Filthy, is traps offensive? I, I have no fucking deal. No idea whatsoever. You would know what this just, kind of thing. You, you, you have a master's degree in, like, sexual deviance, yes no. right? Yes and no. 
I'm sitting here right now and I'm thinking internally how my wife, I think for the first time I was on PK, PKA, went and listened to it. She wanted to hear what it was about. And then she was so angry afterwards and she basically does not touch the show anymore. Get she her on the show. Was, Doesn't she also I was, have I was, an advanced schooling? I was thinking of her just cringing right now through the talk that's going on. Hey. Is she there? <laughs> ask her. Ask her. Ask her if Trap is offensive. I feel like she'd know. What do you, what do you would like to know is Trap as a, as a, uh, a, a way to refer to. For a transgender person, offensive. <laughs> I've never heard of it before. You've never heard trap? Yeah. I bet the you uh, trap is the... just, it's literally like the trap is in you're looking at an attractive girl, it's a trap style. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Offensive? What do you want to wager a guess? I would wager offensive. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, what he was surprised. Kyle was like, that's an offensive and he got he got a little surprised. I'm kind of confused by that. And, and what I was suggesting was that you know I wouldn't want to become a transsexual. I would want to become a woman. Wait, what? Well, I was only I what was only you, offering. What do you up... think it is when a male becomes a female if it's not a transsexual? You're like I don't um, want to become a transsexual. A I'll become illness? a woman. What? Oh, what, sir? A mental illness? Oh Jesus! Now I'm <laughs> offensive. Because uh, the, the, oh, just they self-identified as traps. They said, "Look at me. Can I pass? Can, did I fool you?" It's like, yeah, you're like a C cup. I was fooled. It, I think it's like the N word. It's okay for them to say it. I'm dropping N bombs this whole. Oh, but, I, I see where you're but, headed. But but you can't say that. You might want to to get it out of your system. <laughs> go, go for it. Woody, you're on the edge. Go which, for it. Which word are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Woody, even. Woody. Both. Combine them. Trap. Say it. Trigger. <laughs> I said both. <laughs> oh, God. I was clever. I'm when, so proud when, of myself. We get beyond. I don't. I don't know how we got here. I, I. I. think I said something about like willing to become a woman for for like a, a week or two at a time. But I, I don't know how I got to that. Or I was where I was. You got us here, Kyle. I had I some. Where I, was I thought this was a transition from you, Dan. I thought you were talking about Kyle becoming a oh, fashion model on YouTube. Isn't that the transition? Oh, yeah, Dan I took know. us here. Dan is the reason yeah. we're talking about traps and bringing in yep. Filthy's wife, who seems lovely by voice on the yeah. side. Yeah, I, I would. Oh, I would love game to his wife. I think he's got a lot of smoothing over to do with her. He doesn't know this. There's no reason you should feel obligated to do this, Woody. But uh, she doesn't love the PKA podcast. So, um, yeah, I think that would – I'll tell her you said nice things. I, I, yeah. I, was, I was In all sincerity, I, I heard her from the side, and she seemed cheery and upbeat and very nice. That's all those things. Yeah. That's all the – that's everything I got to do it. <laughs> Everyone, are you blinking like you're in distress? Is this like 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 the Vietnam veterans? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like switch the topic. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! Someone get me out of here! <laughs> like when the POWs come on camera, they're just like yeah. blinking Morse code. Yeah, yeah, that was dark. Was that Korea or Nam? I thought it was Nam, but I could be wrong. It doesn't matter. It, 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 yeah, they're all the same. Huh. Okay, I did have one question before we change topic, and hopefully we won't go back, devolve back to what we were just chatting about. But um, so I don't know anything about concealed uh, carry, but I know a number of you guys have concealed carry permits, right? How does that? Wh where do you where do you normally carry a concealed carry weapon? Because it feels like your pajama pants might not really be up to that task. But does it come with it? Oh, in there only. Okay. Um, so it's not like some like special model you got that's like. 
or the you know the fake pajama pants that also like facilitate the concealed carry in some way? Well, when I concealed carried, I would always carry a small pistol. Like like Woody and I have the same like L- Ruger LCP pistols. They're very very tiny, and you can put that thing in a jeans pocket or a jacket pocket or anything like that. I, I've never. Are the elastic strong enough to deal with that on your pajama pants? Oh, I, I well, I I don't put. Yes, yes. It, these are these are high quality pajamas. Okay, these are these are these are top notch. All right, these <laughs> these are not these are not white trash jammies. Okay, <laughs> I, I know that's what you're thinking. You're thinking I got some white trash jammies. These are. I, I don't want to stereotype you. You I'll have keep you talking know. about Walmart pajamas and we'll. <laughs> These were fifty dollars. I'll have you know, they are high quality. That's like what my jeans cost. Exactly. And and the, and hey, I don't have to take mine on when I when I go to bed at night. Off when I go to bed at night, I just I like, leave them on. I, I wake like up the next day. I wear them consecutively until they wear out, and then I throw them <laughs> and get a new. Oh god! It's my third pair. I don't wash these bitches. Fair. It's fair. Let's get a new color. <laughs> Wait, they look like the same color as the old pair. He's probably got like it's black. Okay. I you got him in red? No, I don't I, Oh, they've got khaki. I saw khaki. And they got like a like an indigo blue and they got regular, you know, blue. And now, they where do black. you get them? I I don't picture you as a QVC shopper. I order them off of Amazon. Uh, almost everything right. that uh, I get is off of Amazon. Every yeah. day the UPS lady brings a big bundle of amazon shit all my shit comes from amazon i i that way i don't have to rub elbows with the bird shit lady on a daily basis mm. you know, did you see cal this amazon related that uh amazon is now carrying like sex toys like basically the almost the same fucking uh like stock as like extreme restraints have you seen this i, I didn't know that amazon Absolutely. was I, that's i i got a shipment of of sex toys today yeah, I feel like that's off Amazon. That's so strange. That's yeah. I, I I know, but I don't. I guess I don't shop for sex toys all that often. But it just seems strange that Amazon has jumped on that wagon. I never. Yeah. You know, like, so hey, pro, pro tip for you guys out there: after your order comes, you can click archive order, and then if anyone else uses your Amazon account, they don't really see all the things you've ordered. It's not on the list. Ah, hmm. uh-uh, good one there, Woody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. I like that. I uh Doing yeah that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I get virtually all my sex toys from Amazon unless it's something that Amazon doesn't have. I go to Extreme Restraints. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Like like most of the bondage stuff and attachments and and uh you know, electro prods and that sort of thing, e-stem devices and electro ejaculators. Uh, you have to go to a, a farm supply store to get those usually though cuz I I <laughs> I want high voltage. Mm. Uh, you know, so, Plus, so usually human-sized penis devices don't fit. Back me up, Kyle. Absolutely. Well, it, it Dan doesn't would have know any... because yes, you know. It, never mind. It's actually, well, if, if I was serious <laughs> about electro-rectal ejaculation, you'll be sure to pay attention to the rectal part because that thing's going up your ass on your prostate and <laughs> tasing that bitch to forcibly make you ejaculate. Damn, now, you want to plug your book again? <laughs> Uh, That would be Eating Across America. You can now pre-order that on Amazon. Awesome. Nice. (laughs) Hey, you can add lots of things into that cart. (laughs) Dan doesn't judge you by what else is in your cart. (laughs) I don't judge you at all. And remember, you can archive your orders once they're delivered. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. Oh, so I, I feel I, I think the audio quality on the show is fine, but every so often people tick or whatever. I am building a new PC. I'm almost done. I did it on the Hangout. I had to wait for my video card to arrive. It came today. And I think for the next show, I'll have a new computer, which I hope does this kind of thing, you know, on one CPU. Mm-hmm. So that should be cool. Yeah, I'll, I will also have a new computer by next show. Uh, it's been a real hassle this week with my bank. My daily limit on my debit card is like $3,000. And the computer that I purchased is a good bit more than that. And so it's it, the, the computer was $4,000. And so I call the bank. I raise the thing to 5000 Call I buy power. All right, hit it. Day goes through. Get an email late that night after I buy power is closed. Declined. And that happened four days in a row until mm-hmm. yesterday. I had my bank on one line and I buy power on the other. <laughs> I'm like, you guys can't blame each other now. I've got you both. You're both here. Say hi to Gene. Sarah? Sarah, are you there? All right. Now we're going to make this work. That was the only way I could make it happen because every time one of them would blame the other, the bank kept saying that they were putting in the wrong number and they kept saying that the bank wasn't providing the funds. I literally had to get them both on separate phones to like make them like not lie to me anymore and, and fucking it sucks complete you my so transaction. I, I had a similar experience, but it went so I was buying a lawnmower and uh, it was also over the limit and uh I just called the bank and I'm like, oh, you know that one that you didn't approve? Would you approve it now? And they're like, yes. Mm. <laughs> it's not much of a story. So. I, I, I wish that it had been that easy for me. It was a real fucking hassle. But yeah, I, I got it all going on now. Uh, I'm really excited to get my new computer to see what kind of frame rates I can get when I play my modded, modded to the gills Fallout and uh, PUBG and stuff. I may even get a new monitor that, that goes, that, you know, has a higher. Uh, uh, refresh rate because this is 100 frames per second is the max that I can do with this one and huh. I kind of like to see what PUBG looked like in 200 frames per second or something like that. I didn't know mine. But, did uh, I notice that. any difference? 240, I think. Hmm, that's high. Yeah. Do you think you? I, w- I would love to see a video of you doing a, a blind test between the two. Like I don't know, put you in something like your eyes and just like move you or something. Like eyes closed, move to a monitor. See eyes closed, move to another one. I want to see if you can tell any difference between that. That seems oh, man. you mm. so, totally can. So like, this monitor tops out at 100 frames per second, and I can I'll, I'll be playing and I'll be like, oh oh, this is no good, this is no good. And I, I have a frame rate monitor and a, a very tiny uh-huh. up at the top right. Yeah yeah. Look and it's like oh yeah, it's dropped to fucking 60, 50 frames or something like that because. I went into like the the city of Boston mm. and Fallout 4. Whereas if you're out like in a building or uh, in the country or something like that, I'm getting 110, 120 frames or something like that. So I could definitely see the difference. It's it's sort of a jittery, stuttery kind of thing that goes on even with a G-Sync monitor. For me, I can very much tell the difference between 30 and 60. Oh yeah. I think I I, I can usually see 60 to 120. Like I can notice that improvement. I don't think I would catch 120 to 240. I think that would be pretty subtle. I so rarely play FPSs, so it's just I don't I don't know like most of the stuff I need I don't tend to need that for. But maybe maybe one day yeah. I'm kind of curious. No. Got Civ Five maxed out. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it does look good though. Like 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 I I I've got my monitors 34, 3440 by 1440, and man, Civ looks amazing in the, in that aspect ratio. That's that's one of the like. It, as soon when I first bought this monitor, Civ was what I was playing. So it was like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, look, look at the trees, you know, look at the, <laughs> look, look at the wheat fields. They look great. So like, 
I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this new computer, though. It's, uh, it's quite a bit better than the one I've got now. I'm gifting this one over to my friend Kitty, so she'll have a nice PC. And, uh, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. You know what I want that's hard to get, I think, from the specs? I would like... I, I really like having a lot of screen real estate. It's something I value highly. But it kicks off heat. And in the summer, it can be too much. So I would love a better screen real estate to heat ratio. Hmm. I'm touching mine. I could definitely, like, I'm putting the back of my hand against it. I can definitely feel, like, mm-hmm. slight warmth. It's, it's not hot, though. My PC put, is the thing that puts off a good bit of heat. Like, it, it heats the bedroom. Like, like I, I wouldn't need a heater in the winter. I could just leave my PC on at night. It gets fucking hot. We have one of those uh, laser thermometers. You know, you can point it and see where the heat's mm. coming from. And the PC was not nearly as bad as the monitors. Now, it might be if I was work. Like, if I was actively gaming and it was really fired up, that might change. But yeah. for something like PKA, it's just all this monitor lights up the, heats up the room. Yeah. I, I love the, the, this widescreen monitor. You, I, I don't know. I, what, what do you, you have? Do you have an ultra wide, a 2560? It's the same uh, as yours, but not curved. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's a great monitor. Yeah. I have that in the middle and then I have two 1440s on the side, which is mm. not, if you ever have like a triple monitor or even a double monitor set up, you really want them to have the same pixel density. Like that's the big thing. So you can drag windows from one to the other and they don't get big and small and stop fitting. Yep. So the fact that the middle one's ultra-wide is not a problem because when I drag it in from the sides, it's the same pixel density. Everything works. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I've got uh, a 4K monitor like up here. I'm kind of thinking about I don't yeah. need it. So when you drag something to the 4K, it gets small, right? Or no? Um, I don't have a lot. I, I just watch videos up there, so I drag mm-hmm. YouTube up there. Um, I'm not like doing anything else up there or watching TV on it. You know, I'll have it like playing tv and while i'm you know yeah. working on my computer working and uh, <laughs> working hard on my fallout character she's top notch <laughs> dude and, I, uh, I i'm like i got this 1080 ti gpu sitting over here yeah i'm like yeah i can't wait to do my taxes this year <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is gonna you know it's gonna be great but. Yeah, I, I wish you. Uh, I, 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 you're really not taking advantage of that of that GPU. That is true. You, you <laughs> that need is a ga- true. You need a game that you're into. I, I, and you know, I like games, but for whatever reason, I, they can't get that initial hook. You know, like it, if if a game would just get me to bite, I'm sure it would reel me all the way in, right? Because it's not like I haven't enjoyed games or I look down on games or anything. It's just that. I don't know. I never get so psyched about one that I install it and give it a chance. Come play PUBG with us, man. It's a real hoot. That and might be I, the I, one. I, I, I got. I easily get. I, I'm sure Chiz would play, but Chiz is shit at the game, so maybe we won't start out with him. Um, but but so you know, we'll get one some. of my. We'll get we'll get two of my other friends that are actually good at the game. Uh, we'll get class of class above or uh, or or Mitty Smitty, one of those guys. I know Mitty Smitty. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I know from his videos. Yeah. Yeah. He's a um, child. He's 18 years old. But he's the, those are the people that are good at PUBG. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, the I guy like you it. want I, on your team. Yeah, I, 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 you never know when you're playing with these guys online, right? Like, like I've, got, I've got a full friends list. Uh, I, I need to do something to my Steam account to open it up to more than 100 friends, but I currently got 100 friends. Um, and uh, and I'm, I play with these guys regularly. I, I kind of know them. I know their screen names any, any, anyway and where they're from. Like one guy's from New Zealand and... Uh, you know, from, I, I know what states they're in and everything. And someone asked one of the guys the other day how old he is. He's like, 
He's like, oh, I'm about to be 17. I'm like, oh, shit. I thought you were a grown-ass man. Like, I've, I've been playing games with you for months. I didn't know you were a child. You child. Uh, it's, it's, it's weird when I find out I'm, I'm playing with literal children sometimes. Like, you know, I used to have a Minecraft server, and I'd play with people. And, you know, like, I only knew them, like, from their avatar and, like, the actions in-game, maybe things they'd type. And then later on, we'd get in TeamSpeak. And all of a sudden, like, what I know about them is so different. Like, like he's such an industrious, hardworking guy. Like, when, when tons of dirt needs to be moved, this guy <laughs> will do it, you know, relentlessly. And then I meet him, and it's like, does he have a drinking problem? <laughs> you know, like, this guy, holy fuck, he drinks a lot, you know? And he's 30, and he's playing this game. And, you know, and it's just like, like, all kinds of characters. Like, this guy... You know, like, uh, particularly good at what they call PvP, player versus player. And uh, wins every fight, is amazing, he's whatever. So in my head, uh, probably in real life, maybe he's captain of the football team, probably well-developed, strong, uh, you know, very cool. <laughs> right? The kind of guy that would win a lot of fights, that right? That totally follows, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he's 12, you know, he's 12 and probably, although I can't prove it, uses some sort of cheating client. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, like you, you hear him on TeamSpeak squeaking at you and you're like, oh my God, you're the baddest motherfucker on this server. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was always fun when that happened. Yeah, man. You should download PUBG. It, it's fucking, it's, it's so much fun. It's very addictive. And the thing about it is, like, once you die, it's so rinse and repeat. Like, there's, there's like, no down. There's, like, one minute of downtime between matches maximum. So you just go and go and go Cod and go. Cod has more than that. Yeah, oh, absolutely Cod has more than that. Like, like and the servers are... I, I see so many people complaining. But, mm -hmm. like, I've been playing the game since it was in, like, early alpha. Right. When there were actual bugs and actual issues with the game. And to me, that, that shit just adds character to the game. When you, you just... Sometimes you just randomly explode. And that it just adds happens. character to you? That would be very frustrating yes. to me. Oh, it, it, it's it's. They're so, selling you this game right now. You, get you know that, revived? right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of reviving. Bug, bug explode. Yeah, you know, like like sometimes you'll you'll all be in a when when the game first came out, like uh, the motorcycles would just randomly flip and kill you. Uh, but they 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 fixed all that stuff now. So like now though, like when vehicles collide, I don't know anything about coding, but for some reason they. They don't like that, and so like if somebody rams your car with a motorcycle, like your your buddy could do it even, and one of you might just go to space. You'll just get <laughs> that does add character to a game, and, and you're just riding the motorcycle like, <laughs> ah! and you, your friend is traveling hundreds and hundreds of yards away at like a thousand feet of altitude, and if he lands it just right, he'll live and, and just pull the most sick evil can evil move of all time. But the the highs are super high, and the lows are actually comical. Right when 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 shit goes silly or you fuck up, it it can be really funny if two guys are dancing around missing each other continuously. And I my my friends are pretty good. Like that cla that that above uh, class above guy. Uh, sometimes we'll all die, and it's just him left in the four four versus it's squad mode, so it's four man teams, and he'll clutch the shit out of it and and take out like the last eight nine guys, like two full teams by himself. It's so fun it we're, we're all cheering and and just so pumped when you know you see winner winner chicken dinner pop up on the screen it's isn't that a funny thing it, it it's perfect it's somehow silly and lighthearted yet prized and valued you mm -hmm. know it they i don't know how where that came from but somehow they nailed it and yeah it, I, I don't know if it's maybe it's because i'm a shooter guy and i understand a little better i would watch highlights 
of League of Legends and be like, I don't even get this. Like, why was yeah. that good? I watch highlights of Rocket League, and having played it a little, I understand it's amazing, but I've seen so many of them. This I mean, seems random, honestly, yeah, sometimes. And, or amazing just seems like the standard. But when I see fun or cool things happen in PUBG, I get it. Some guy with no bullets in his gun hop in a car and win it by running over someone. Or, or they hop in a car and jump out while it's going slow at the top of a hill and have it roll down while they're safe and kill a guy. And I'm yeah. just like, I get the magnificence of that. You know, from yeah. my limited, not limited, from my shooting game experience, I, I see why that's good. Dr. Disrespect had an amazing clip one time. He, um, we remember he had like one bullet in his gun mm -hmm. and like, there's, there's a guy shooting at him. Maybe he had two. He, he got, he hop, he's like, I got this. He hops in the car, drives over to the guys, jumps out and uses the only bullet he has to kill the guy. It was just, and in that game, it's like, you, you just don't do that shit. You know, you get fucked up. If, I know I'd get fucked up if I tried that. He's I, I think he's coming games. back. Yeah. I think he's coming this back. Month. Um, yeah, he, he sort of rebranded. I, I noticed a few little details. Like he uh, instead of the Slick Daddy Club, I think they're now he's now like the Champions Club or something like that. Um, I, I don't know if Slick Dad, I, I, you know, I, I I think I'm reading into things a little bit, but like <laughs> I, so I think maybe, I know where you're going with this. I'm gonna yeah, this. right. Like like the Slick Daddy thing seems kind of like I saw something them do that's, a an announcement comeback video. It got to the Reddit front page, I think. And maybe, a, I guess what I'm saying is maybe a married man shouldn't refer to himself as Slick Daddy. Yes. That's what I thought you might be going to. Yeah, no, with his infidelity background. No. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, you know, I, I won't throw any stones at the doc. Um, he is not Wings of Redemption. He throws he's them not, at me, you know, so it's like a dick doc. <laughs> uh I haven't the hate is real this evening. <laughs> Look, there is a there were years where he would throw stones at me and I would look the other As way. He never forgave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If Doc if this somehow gets to Doc, he's gonna be like, Woody's an asshole. But yeah, I do remember talking tons of shit about him. So yeah, suck a dick, Doc. Oh, I gotta say quite the opposite. I like his stuff, man. Oh, I like I like uh, that he the does opposite, you're right. Eat a pussy, Doc. Ah, uh, <laughs> see what I did there? You do. That was cute. That was cute. That was cute man. <laughs> yeah, that's what got you into this. So mess. you're 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 about bygones be bygones, right? Uh, so I, I, no, I remember. <laughs> I remember. Um, but I didn't start yeah. it. I got that going for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fellas, break down Reddit for me. The craziest thing is the only interaction I ever had with Reddit was back in 2012. When my five guys video went viral, it was because of Reddit. Mm -hmm. I didn't sign up to Reddit till like two days ago. Oh really? Man. How does that like I know Reddit is its own world, its right. own space. You just can't walk up in Reddit, sign up, and just run. Yeah. So the thing about Reddit is no matter what you're into, what your thing is, your interest, your your really niche passion, there is a subreddit for you full of people tens of thousands of them that are just as into that niche thing as you if you're into knitting our knitting i bet it's a thing i'm guessing if you're into fallout 4 like i am right now i got to rfo4 and it's just thousands of people talking about it talking about bugs talking about how to mod it talking about how to edit it if you're into photography our photography right like if you're into porn oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well, this goes on and on tell what me more about what kind of porn you like what's your what 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 are your vagina aesthetics 
at? Like, like, like do you want <laughs> do you want you do you want our labia gone wild? That's big flabbery roast beef pussies. Do you want our any? That's yeah. See, this is, a, this is an any man right here. I can see by his reaction. You want the R I N N I E R any? All right. So that's the beauty of Reddit is that they. They bring together this huge, massive, diverse group of people who all have varied passions. And, of course, there's the front page, which is all of those subreddits aggregated into, into one list, right? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever's most popular at that time. And it's, there's, it, Reddit has its own algorithms for weighting these things, and, and that's been highly— that's been, Politicized. Scrutinized. Yeah, scrutinized. Uh, but, but still, the front page of Reddit, are all, as it's known, is, is, is what I do in my spare time. Like, if I'm just killing time, if I'm sitting waiting on a haircut, if I'm sitting waiting on an oil change, I'm on R-All just scrolling for, for page after page because so, it's just such high-quality content from so many varied sources. People submit mm. – so the, the Kyle was laying it out. There's subreddits, which is different areas of interests, right? You know, there's one for this podcast. And then – people upvote it right so hey you know i like this video i'll click upvote and then whatever's hottest right there's some algorithm having to do with like how many upvotes it has and how long it took to get them that that make things go hot so your video surely got submitted to somewhere people upvoted it because they loved it and then it got to the front page and then things just go ballistic from there Mm -hmm. so it's fun there's like kyle said whatever is interesting a lot of times political stories get upvoted a lot sure Share just a couple like weird ones. Well, not like necessarily strange, but like ones that wouldn't be ones that you would normally think of, Woody. So give them some some example of like the very fo- focused interest group ones that you might be as part of. Oh, like subreddits that there's a parameter yeah, yeah. one. There's yeah, exactly. Uh, um, there's one for everything. Kyle was nailing it. Uh, I'm into the, I, I go to the one for our podcast a lot. Um, there's our I... birds with arms. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's 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 two. So little background if you're into motorcycles and if you tend to ride motorcycles what people would call irresponsibly right you're not wearing any protective equipment and you do wheelies all the time you're called a squid well people have embraced this irresponsibility and they call themselves the calamari race team and uh they just post pictures of themselves doing two things pretty much insane stunts and ER photos, <laughs> which is the fucking <laughs> greatest thing, yeah. And there's the concept of squid marks, which are like stitches, you know, the 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 scar with the things on either side. And they'll share they'll share their squid or ink ink marks, I think they're called something like that, ink stains. And uh, and yeah, it's just wild wheelies, like uh, lane splitting. In some states, it's it's legal to drive in between the cars, and usually you do that you know, slightly faster than the cars. And Calamari Race Team, they are going between cars at ridiculous speeds, swerving in and out. It's just fun hooliganism. And I'm, I'm over here looking for sca- for creepy subreddits, and I saw something I didn't want to see. <laughs> What'd you see? I'm afraid of... Uh, so I only have one fear. Do you, do you remember what my fear is? Glassophobia. Like the only thing that I... Well, everybody's afraid of the the unknown deep of the of the ocean, right? It's it's really the fear of the unknown, I suppose, to some extent. But as far as like classical monsters, if you will, uh, Frankenstein bullshit, right? You mm-hmm. know, uh, werewolves bullshit. Bring it. I, I'm not afraid of any of these things. Aliens. Aliens. I'm afraid of aliens. Uh huh. Because because you can't fight an alien, you can't shoot an alien, you can't argue with an alien. He sees you as a lower life form. He's got higher technology, higher intelligence. Sorry, sorry, he like... sees you as a farm animal. So He's not gonna, like the not like the specific movie 
aliens. Not like that type of. Oh no, Sergeant, not no, not. Just, those are called xenomorphs. General. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I'm not afraid of xenomorphs because they are <laughs> fictional, and uh, and and they live on uh, uh, another planet far from here. So okay. so not no need to fear them. I'm afraid of the uh, the the the. You know the large-eyed gray aliens specifically. Uh, if you ever watch um, the Fifth Kind, um, uh, or the um, Fifth Element, no, the Fifth Kind. Okay. Let me let me let me let me try to find a thing of it's about <laughs> alien abduction. Fire in the sky. Um, uh, these are some of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Um, and they, they, they really, really terrify me. Let's, let's, let's watch this trailer for I a minute. Can't. And no, I, it, my computer has been, for whatever reason, it's not running well tonight. I, I thought things were great. We really got to get the new one cooking. But if I watch a video, I'm positive. The audio, it's going to be jumpy and uh, crackly. So that was the wrong trailer anyway. That was something else that, that, that was also scary. I don't, I don't know what the really? fuck that it is. It's the fifth kind trailer. I can see why you yeah. thought it yeah. was right. I was, I, I, because I, I was wrong, it's the fourth kind. Oh. That's the movie. <laughs> oh. With Mila fifth Jovovich. kind's fine. Yeah, the fifth kind looks scary too, but, but fuck that. It's probably not nearly as scary as the fourth kind. Okay? Like, like, like I watched this movie and I, I couldn't sleep. I was afraid. I, I, I watched this shit when I was like 27. Like this, this isn't. This is like, like yeah, I was a little kid, and I watched, I watched Fire in the Sky when I was like twelve years old. Fucked me up, fucked me up. Both in both of these cases, both these movies are about alien abduction, and they are loosely based on, I'm using air quotes, true stories, stories that it, that have well documented like police records and eyewitness testimony and stuff like that. Like basically, something went on, and there are people who say that aliens were involved. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that they're true stories, uh, but but they are based. There, there's some sort of structure there that seems true enough that it adds a realistic sort of tone to what you're watching, and that makes it even more horrifying. Yeah, I'm afraid of aliens. And and what I saw was when I was looking for weird subreddits was this gif of a a gray alien with those big fucking eyes coming out of somebody's closet, and that horrifies me. That scares me so goddamn bad. Did you watch that video, Chiz linked? Um, about finding aliens and why that would be so terrible for us. I've watched a lot of those. Um, I, I really find that stuff interesting. There's a lot of cool YouTube channels um, that talk. I, what's it called? There's some sort of filter about. Um, this. I, I watch a lot about alien life and the possibility of it, and why or why we may have not contacted or come into contact with it yet. It's it's really interesting to me. Yeah, he had it. I had never seen anyone describe what he described. He was like. We have telescopes and we have satellites and we can see really far and we look out into the vast, vast, vast universe and we found nothing, nothing, no hints of any life whatsoever as far as we can look. So he's like, why is that? You know, is it that he says there has to be some sort of filter? It could be that the filter is one we already passed where it's really hard to create life from no life period, mm. right? That, that could be it. It could be that the filter was somewhere along the way where it's really hard to go from a single cell to a multi-cell organism, right? It could be that the, the filter is in front of us, something we haven't hit yet, right? Because the universe is very old, right? Practically endlessly old, you know, from, from our perspective. It would be weird that we're the most advanced to have ever advanced 
if there's a filter in front of us, like, hey, once people figure out how to go from planet to planet quickly, something obliterates, ob obliterates their world. And uh, he's like, if the filter is in front of us, that means that there's probably something that people are repeatedly learning that gets themselves killed. It could be yeah. AI, it could be nanotechnology or something that just ends Thermonuclear there. weapons. Sure. And uh, I don't know, he, he's like, so if we meet someone who's on the other side of that filter, it is really bad news. I wish I could lay it out quite like he did. But it was yeah. interesting. It's like, yeah, we can see pretty far at this point, right? I, we're pretty confident that there's no life nearby. And by nearby, that I don't know what that even means. Ten light years, you know, they, like. Well, right, we haven't we haven't seen we haven't got any radio signals, but we don't know that they would use radio signals. And like we we have no what, you know, we, we we can't see them, but but would would be able to see them. But I was I was watching a video about these things called um, von Neumann probes, and the idea is that you have this self-replicating space von von Neumann. Is that V O N N E U M A N N something like that, uh, and it's these self-replicating space probes that they 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 say that you know if it, it, it would be how an advanced uh, civilization would yeah you build a robot it shoots it off lands somewhere the robot's whole command is basically build another copy do two copies of yourself shoot off to two more and that any any space-faring civilization of a further enough technological you'd see relevance remnants of them from this remnants yes. rather. Yeah. And, and and the thing is we haven't found <coughs> one yet one hasn't contacted us yet so there were there's all these theories about why haven't we so either there are none because there's never been intelligent life intelligent enough to create one even though it's sort of a it's, it's go, it would happen if there were intelligent life it's 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 sort of a an obvious step to it seems to like we're 300 explore. years from that you know I, the video suggested we're very close to it i okay. I, I don't know um or maybe there's one in our solar system right now sitting asleep waiting you know to maybe every 10 million years it scans us right 10 million years ago there, there wasn't anything to, to know about one million years ago there wasn't anything to report back right so there's that possibility or maybe it's sitting there waiting watching until we do get to a certain point in technology and then it it messages maybe it just zaps us with gamma radiation and sets us back I feel you know, like you can see human life on Earth from really far away. You know, the way yeah, our cities we, light things up. It's not even that. We've been actively broadcasting into everywhere forever. We if, do this with radio waves. We do this actively. We send out probes that are, you know, broadcasting this information, attempting to look for life. And it's, you know, I'm a big science fiction guy. I read a lot of science fiction. And that, that is a questionable strategy on some on some way of looking at that because you're essentially announcing to yourself and who's going to find you anyone with better technology than you are the people who are actually going to be able to follow up on that the people who can if they can do it if it's ever something that is something they do in this world who can move faster than light who can move who can hear your radio signal backtrack and then follow find you and it's like the that's a pretty stupid stupid technique on some level the little bit i know about civ compared to you has actually impacted my line of thinking about how to run a country how to lead a nation how to run a planet you know like it, i feel like you send out scouts great now that that place knows you're nearby yeah it, it's a risky thing to do i uh, you know and in guns versus butter you know where you invest your you know your economic resources uh, a lot of my thinking around that is influenced by civilizations yeah <laughs> it, it, yeah. it what would a you know and and if they did find us, 
and they were interested in us, if they replied back with a message, what would that message be? You know, what would they reply back? We're coming. Submit. <laughs> would, would, would the message say, hello, I, greetings? Another, I mean, I love Would it Jesus. say, help us, please? You know, like, like what, what would it say? Would it be a warning? Would it be uh, a, a, never, a, a long data stream and a, 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 a binary code that, that needed to be uh, compiled and it's, it's secret technologies? Uh, you know, maybe it's like contact. natural resources. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I don't We're think that would We're thinking about coming. It. We don't have much water. What you got? But water is so prevalent in the universe, and it's so easy to make, right? Like, like th that's the, that, that's one thing I don't think it would be. You know, in, in Independence Day, the Will Smith movie, they mm. wanted our planet. They wanted to gobble up our resources. But the, 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 the universe is just full of resources. And if they're advanced enough to get here, then they're advanced enough to, to make water from hydrogen and oxygen. You know, they, it, that, so that, I don't think that would be it. So th I think the only – I think they would either see us as pets or, or, uh, or, or maybe, you know, someone they could teach – or, may, or what if it's some sort of artificial intelligence that was created long ago by an advanced race that has decided that all sentient biological life is a plague upon the universe and needs to be stamped out? That would be because the scariest thing. That's what we do, right? If Red we went does. to another planet and we were like, oh, yeah, the only thing here is robots. We can do anything. You know, fuck it. They're not even life, right? Or if we said, yeah, we went here, but there's no intelligent lives. There's just a bunch of like koala type things. Uh, we can do anything we want. That's what we do. They'd have to be as smart as us to get our respect and if they found us then you know of course we're probably not the smart ones yeah yeah it's it's, it's, it's a really scary uh, proposition you know everybody wants it to be star trek where everybody's pretty much on the same yeah. level of uh, of evolution you know but I, I don't think that's that that's the least likely uh event and of course star trek explains why everybody's virtually on the same level I, i'm not going to go to i remember that yeah so they actually no, have an explanation that's good because it's totally absolutely it's, it's so a big hole if they don't they they discover uh genetic parallels between all of the major races in the star trek um oh, okay it's like universe a it, title. exactly yeah. someone yeah. had seeded the 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 universe the galaxy <laughs> actually with uh with their own genetic platform it had evolved into these bipedal life forms that became Vulcans or Cardassians or Klingons or humans. And, and so but they all had a common ancestor, basically. And that's why everybody was virtually on the same tech scale, basically looked alike, you know, two eyes, two ears, one mouth, uh, you know, bipedal, all that stuff. It's crazy. I think as much of aliens as I do when I think of the zombie apocalypse. Really? Always well, a great story, makes great for a movie. But the reality is like slim to none. And over the years, it's just been so many individuals that everybody stops long enough to look into outer space, whether it's late at night, whatever the case may be, might be high, might be drunk. It really doesn't matter to think what is actually beyond. And then and, and, and is there more? And the more you begin to think about this, the more you start to believe that there is. And once you share your story with other individuals, they too will begin to believe. If another individual starts to believe on something that may or may not exist, it becomes the world's biggest story. But the reality is, we'll all be dead well before anything ever happens. I, I've been working on zombies for, for about eight months now. I have 18 homeless men in a shipping container that I've dosed that I've, that I've dosed with rabies and uh, that I've been abusing and leaving in the hot sun uh, every oh, day. Back they, on your sex life again. They've gone, they've <laughs> gone insane. They are just filled with nothing but bloodlust. Uh, I feed them roadkill. They're ready to unleash themselves upon the populace. 
I hear that. I can respect that, Kyle. I think if you release it in Florida, then you'll get away with it. They won't Nobody would it. notice. Yeah, exactly. They'll just blend in with the population. Yeah. You know what I'm <sighs> now, being the fact they're homeless, have you at least offered these gentlemen those quality jeans that you're wearing? The pajama <laughs> jeans. Are they all rocking pajama jeans? They turned me on to the pajama jeans. I mean, they, they got some good ideas. I mean, you know, I, you don't live on the streets and not understand comfort. It's 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 gonna happen. I hate you, man. Yeah, you, you, you're gonna want some of these pajama jeans. I know you already bought them. I'm, I'm I need to get an, I need an affiliate link for these bitches. Like, 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 like. like I, you know, I, I know. I had an affiliate link and it got like taken away. I got it renewed and fixed or something, and it doesn't work anymore. And I don't oh. know what the scoop is. Amazon just periodically invalidates my link. Oh, maybe it's maybe, maybe it's maybe all the Amazon child. from time to time listens to the podcast. Yeah, oh, maybe it's it. all the talk of supple boy ass that <laughs> runs them away. Oh. Bad breath is nasty, embarrassing, <laughs> and a major problem in both the boardroom and the bedroom. Most people still don't know the true cause of bad breath, instead relying on ineffective low-tech methods like gum or mints to simply mask that odor. You see, when you smell bad breath, you're actually smelling volatile sulfur compounds, also called sulfur gas. Germs in your mouth consume protein and produce these foul-smelling gases as a form of waste. Smart Mouth is the only activated oral rinse clinically proven to eliminate existing bad breath and prevent the return of sulfur gas for a full 12 hours per rinse. Smart Mouth comes in a two-chamber bottle. One side contains a clear zinc, or a, excuse me, a clear sulfur eliminator, and the other contains a green zinc ion activator. The eliminator and activator are kept separate until you pour, at which point the two liquids combine and activate. The sulfur eliminator gets rid of existing bad breath, and the activator releases billions of zinc ions, which bind to germs and block those germs' ability to consume protein and therefore produce that smelly sulfur gas for 12 hours. No sulfur gas, no bad breath. If you want to solve a real problem, you need real science, not minty cover-up. Nobody wants to be that guy with bad breath, and now you never will be. Find Smart Mouth at Walmart, Walgreens, CBS, Target, Amazon, or wherever you shop. Or visit them online at smartmouth.com to get an in-depth analysis of how Smart Mouth is able to deliver such an incredible result. Remember to use code PAINKILLER when you visit smartmouth.com for free shipping today. Smart Mouth, promo code PAINKILLER, it gets you laid. Yes. <laughs> I was always thinking with the growth of Facebook and, and being the fact that I still do my thing on YouTube. Fellas, mm. and this could come from either one of you. Do you ever think Facebook will get to a point? Are you familiar with their watch program? Their, their, their answer to Netflix? <laughs> to oh. Netflix or to YouTube? It is Maybe more they're... so toward, towards Netflix. They, they try to get those the, the quality shows mm. going on with their watch program. I mean, it could also, I guess, come back. YouTube Red, but YouTube Red is more mm, creator-specific, whereas with Facebook Watch, it goes out a little bit beyond just the Facebook creators. Mm -hmm. They started reaching out to a lot of celebrities, this, that, and a third. So do you think that Facebook video in general actually gets to the point of being that true competition for YouTube? I, I, don't, I wonder. I wonder about that a bunch. You know, like, Facebook has the eyeballs, so it seems like it wouldn't be hard for them to branch out into video. I, maybe I'm looking in the wrong spot. Maybe I'm not seeing Facebook Watch. But the video I see on Facebook is horrible. You know, they, I've uploaded a bunch of things to Facebook. I have my little paramotor friends. And they take my perfectly quality videos and turn it into garbage. Just the, the mm -hmm. lowest bit rate garbage that you could possibly imagine. And it, I, I'm, I'm almost mad at Facebook. Because I know I'm not uploading garbage to it. But 
there it is. You know, it just it makes it tar- makes it terrible. Makes it terrible. Did they did they contact you yet within the last past few months to offer you your own actual entertainment page? No, no, yeah, no, no, not really that big a deal. <laughs> no, but it you, sounds like they, you've worked with them. Yes, yes. It, it, so I have my regular fan page on Facebook, but then I have the Dame Drops Entertainment page. Mm-hmm. What happens, um, even with as you guys still remember Ray William Johnson? I know he was one of sure. the first creators to be part of Facebook Watch before it actually started growing. So literally, when you go to Facebook Watch, say if you have your mobile phone right now, you open your your app. Look for the Facebook play button. It's very similar to the YouTube play button. It's going to bring you to the new section of Facebook where everything is laid out like an actual TV show and or a movie. Everything goes into seasons, season one, season two, season three. And everything, of course, is probably shot with the the red camera, the, the $50,000 monster or better mm-hmm. with the whole entire production team. So they, they've definitely taken the quality up a notch just off of their watch program alone. We'll hmm. see. I don't know. I, maybe my mind is closed. I, I get a little irritated that it seems like companies like YouTube and everybody really, really values that house of cards, you know, the 10 episodes a year. And they don't value the like PewDiePie, you know, who makes mm. a video or two every day, gets millions yeah. of views. It's personality driven. And somehow they're just like, ah, eh, this content's garbage. Well, that just means you're not the right demo, you know? I only watch YouTube videos every once in a while, but I'm a 44-year-old dad, right? I'm, I'm, the fact that I watch any at all is amazing, you know, for a gaming channel like that. Somehow, like, like you know, when you said the red camera, it kind of turned me off. Like, dude, <laughs> you can make great videos with a $1,000 camera for sure. You know, mm-hmm. Most people probably can't even tell the difference. And, uh, like... Stop devaluing people who make videos that are, I don't know, more personality driven, more connected to the viewers. You know, no one connects to Kevin Spacey in, um, <laughs> no one willingly connects to Kevin well, Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> but like in, in House of Cards, like, you know, it's just a show you watch, you binge it over two days, and then you put it down until next year. Why is that so much better than what PewDiePie offers? And they pay more for it. Right, I bet PewDiePie would work for way less than House of Cards annual budget, but oh, indeed, indeed, uh, we we lost. Well, I can't even say we. I mean, I would just say with YouTube and with Facebook, they lost the the vision of what the creator once was. We were all in that space where you can shoot with you know your your cell phone or you know your your vlog cam, whatever the case may have been. You didn't. Mm-hmm. You're right. Well, you never had to spend a lot to make great content. You had to have the talent. You had to have that creativity. You had to have a plan going into it. Sometimes you didn't need a plan and it just came together but once netflix came out and netflix became that big thing it seemed that youtube and everybody else under the sun wanted to attack netflix and say hey listen we can do it too over here bring your your big company dollars onto our platform and we can show you that we could put out netflix type quality so it seems that's that's when youtube red was born facebook watch was born and then so i just wonder why I don't know. The, the eyeballs that saw House of Cards for an hour are worth so much more than the eyeballs that watch an hour worth of PewDiePie. Like, I don't get it. It seems the same to me. Why, why is the advertising so much cheaper over there? If anything, the demo is probably better on a PewDiePie video, right? Do, doesn't everybody want, you know, the kids and the young adults and stuff? You know, there's I think it's because... citizens watching the other. I, I mean, I, I, 
House of Cards wins Emmys, right? House of Card House of Cards makes people come and pay ten dollars a month just to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know that Pootie Pie could do that. If, if Pootie Pie immediately switched to Netflix, how many people would come and sign up for Netflix that aren't already on there to 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 get his catalog of videos? It's just a different. It's just a different format. It's different stuff. Uh, it's I a different demographic. I, really, I feel like mm-hmm. a fair number probably would. I mean, he's probably a huge following. Yeah, he's probably making ten or fifteen million dollars a year. He should he should be looking into some making his own fucking platform. And I'm and surprised he hasn't. I'm he surprised should, he hasn't. He should, he should have his own platform, and then he he would have some negotiation power with YouTube. Be like, hey, I could go over here to Pootie Tube. By the way, I'm taking this creator, that creator, this creator. We we account for 190 million subscribers. Uh, or you could pay us. <laughs> Maybe, or, or you could buy, you know, uh, you, you want to buy this platform that I just built and you could do with it what you want or should if, we just leave? Does PewDiePie still get the most views? Like we look at his sub count and on YouTube, you know, the no. creators care about sub counts. Okay. Is Logan Paul no. the view guy? Um, I think last, last I checked, I believe it was a, a Ryan, <clears throat> Ryan's toy reviews that was actually accumulating all the views on, on a daily basis, which was crazy for, for a while. And of course, the Paul brothers are getting their views as well. But Ryan Toy reviews had passed PewDiePie a while ago. Damn. And I don't know, know if that's still the case, but I knew even PewDiePie had made he did a video about Ryan's Toy reviews passing him. Really? <laughs> I don't like that. I, I, that's I, 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 this is a it's just me hating on something I don't understand. I guess <laughs> fucking toy reviews. Fuck toy you, reviews, bro. Fuck you with your toy reviews. That's but stupid. you know how what YouTube was doing? YouTube, of course, is trying to capture the youth. And so that's what they're going to promote. They're going to promote Ryan's toy review. That's too young. That's, that's the audience they want. They want the kids. I don't, I, I don't like that. What's T-Series? Like Do you know what that is? What was that? What T-Series? I don't know. I'm just looking at uh, the old school VidStats X because they do a good job of showing who's getting, you know, who the top guys are. And they're the top guy. Um, WWE is second right now. Net D Muzak, I, I don't know what that is. Never heard. And then it goes Ryan. And then comes Ryan. And then comes PewDiePie. Then comes yep. Justin Bieber. I wouldn't have expected him to be so high right now. He's still baby, on the run. Baby. Yeah. Little He's baby. Does that say bum? It does. Little baby bum. What is that? I don't oh, know. That's have, your we cir- have we circled that's back to, to Kevin Spacey? On the dark web. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Katy Perry, Get Movies, uh, Something in a Different Language, Taylor Swift, Set India. Most of these guys I don't know. And I thought... It's, um, it's Vivo stuff. It's, you know, it's, it's their collection mm-hmm. of... It's all their music videos. And, you know, that, that shit gets played over and over and over. I, like, like, I don't know how many times... There, there's certain albums that I like to listen to or songs that I like mm-hmm. to listen to when I'm playing games and stuff. Like, I like Marty Robbins. I like that old-timey Western shit. And uh, like, especially if I'm playing like a video game or something, a lot of them are about guns and like riding into town and shooting people, which is what you're doing in Fallout. So like, I- I'll play that Marty Robbins album from beginning to end like twice. Like, how many? V- I'm giving him a ton of views, and I'm sure there's millions of people doing the exact same shit. Not with Marty Robbins, but with just Our artists in general. Yeah, yeah, artists in yeah. general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made a mistake. I was looking at most viewed, not most viewed over the last thirty days. Mm. Uh, and Ryan's tour reviews is up there. The list has a lot of duplicates. Did you see? Ron- I'm sorry to change the subject. Mm. I, I don't know if we still got more. Did you see Rhonda Rousey? <sighs> did she say anything? I, yeah, I did. I saw her with the Roddy Piper thing. I saw her with the Roddy Piper jacket on. Um, did she talk? 
Did I miss uh, part of it? I saw her do an interview uh, with uh, with a WWE, or WWE uh, interviewer uh, out there, and she talked about what she's doing and stuff. I think uh, the rumor is that that she and The Rock will be taking on Triple H and uh, Vanessa McMahon. I think that's her name, Stephanie McMahon, uh, at at, uh, at the next big event. So uh, I bet she's getting a ton of money. Nobody's yeah. bashing her mouth in. No, there's no there's no Brazilian badass that's gonna beat her up. I'm sure she can take Stephanie McMahon if it comes to it. <laughs> yeah, everyone uh, else is a model that's like a female wrestler. That's, that's I crazy. That's, I don't I, know. I, I, I like that she was wearing uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper's uh, jacket. If you don't know who, who he is, if you've ever seen the movie They Live, uh, excellent movie star, starring uh, Rowdy Roddy oh, Piper. Very good movie. Very... Um, I wish you could play clips. I want to play the bank scene where he, he uh, walks in wearing the that's basically the, the premise. The premise is that the earth that you know the the planet has been taken over by aliens and they've just kind of slid in. They didn't do some sort of come down from the sky and nuke us from orbit kind of thing. They just slid in and they and they and they've got us all brainwashed and uh, and, and tricked into being their slaves. And all the people who are in sort of high society are actually aliens. They. And you have to put on these special glasses to be able to see who's an alien and who's not. And somebody gets uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper the glasses, and he's just his his eyes are open. He looks at money, and it's uh, I don't remember exactly. This it, is your money god. says like, this is your god. That's what money really says when you look at it. All the billboards say obey, and and stuff like that. And everywhere he looks, he sees that everyone's being brainwashed, and they can't even see it. And he walks into the bank. He's got a fucking 12 gauge shotgun and the sunglasses on. He looks around and there's just fucking aliens everywhere because, you know, it's the bank. And he's like, I have come here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And everybody's like, what? Huh? And I'm all out of bubble gum. And he just starts blowing motherfuckers away with a 12 gauge. It's it's a it's a good movie. I, I, I like that. John Carpenter movie. So nice and violent. John Carpenter. Yeah. No happy ending to that shit either. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's a good ending. movie. There's no happy ending. Oh, man. No happy ending. I need to see it again. Um, yeah, it was in a good movie. It was a good premise. And, and Kyle said it right, but quickly. It, all the high society, right? So all the millionaires, all the, all the people who you know, drink with their pinky out, those were the aliens. And no one else knew. And yeah, yeah they just sort of slipped in there. It was a cool idea. It's, it's not far from what Alex Jones has come up with. You know, with this what you've got to understand. All you have to do is buy my neck thickening salve, <laughs> and you too will be able to see the aliens who have taken over this country. Yeah, he, you know the, the reptiles and the lizard people that he goes on about. You know, yes, I, 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 politics, politics, but I mean, politics has been interesting lately. Have you? Has anyone been following it? Mm, I, I, I saw. About. I saw the train derailment. The literal one, not the not a metaphor. <laughs> 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 that is the Trump administration. No, I, I saw the literal train derailment. Uh, with the Republicans, so that was interesting. I tried to throw undeserved stones at Trump, but it, I, but uh, like twofold is going on there. On one hand, the Mueller investigation is kind of heating up, and you know we're, we're getting some insight into where they're going on this and what they like, where the obstruction may or may not have happened. Like they're they're zeroing in, and it, we're certainly towards the end, I think, before they collect the results and release them. And on the other hand. The Trump administration and you know his allies in in pieces, places of power are working to discredit 
the FBI and the CIA so that when they do come up with their findings, people are like, ah, you know, well, the FBI is clearly a leftist organization. We can't trust them any more than MSNBC. And uh, if interesting long term implications, go on. <laughs> but if you watch it as I aspire to, I'm not perfect, more of like observing people playing chess and not rooting for your favorite team or like getting you know into it, then uh, it's it's really fun to watch the moves, you know, it, it, they're they're playing a really high stakes game here. And like like Filthy pointed out, they're trying to discredit the FBI and the CIA, you know, institutions that are historically very important to America. And they're doing that wow. so that when they come up with something, you know, they don't get tarnished by it. They're like, yeah, just, a, you know, the FBI coming out with findings that Trump tr met with the Russians and tried to get dirt on Hillary Clinton is no different than MSNBC coming out of it you know, with the same information that can be ignored. And it's, it's you know, and, and then he's firing people. Not necessarily him, but there's been, there's some people look at this and they see it as a uh, Saturday Night Massacre. If you don't know what got Nixon in a bunch of trouble is overnight, he just fired like all the people who were kind of getting at him. You know, anyone who's investigating Nixon, you're fired. And they fired five or six people. Well, what Trump is doing, if he's doing it, looks much more clever in that it's a slow motion Saturday Night Massacre. You know, it's been a year where he's just one after another after another sort of dropping off from positions of power uh, who were not on his team. And uh, by doing the Saturday Night Massacre in slow motion, it's a much more clever thing if you're watching him play chess than what Nixon did. And I, I don't know. I, it's, it's been heating up recently. So is he a buffoon or a chess master? Oh, that Which is the question. Whichever fits the narrative best. I hear you. I hear you. Um, you know, or, or it, it almost ties back to the wings thing, right? Like, is he playing a very clever meta game? You know, with all his rage and sympathy and pity and whatever. <laughs> or seem a little different. <laughs> or you know, is he just flying Not by the me. seat of his pants? And it's like in the result is a very clever meta game, but we don't know that he's doing it on purpose. Like that—that that describes both Wings and Trump, perhaps. And uh, I've just been—I've just been watching the show. I, I consume it all. I watch Fox News and and their side. And Hannity did something very silly recently. I, what did they do? They um, someone help me here. Did you, did you watch it? The Trump admitted something or tried, oh, Trump tried to fire um, Mueller. He tried to fire Mueller. And the, the guy who was actually like, you know, right above him who would have the power to fire him said, no, I won't do it. Uh, I would sooner resign than me doing it. And they talked him out of it. So Hannity reports the story and says, this isn't true. This is a bunch of horse pucky. Uh, forget about all of that. It's fake news. And then they like go to commercial break, come back, and he's like, "Well, it turns out that was true. Uh, there's a car chase over here, and then the, the car like crashes into something. Like, look at this shiny thing." And all the or all the news stations that weren't Fox had a blast with him, like totally defending it and denying it when it was in fact a true story, and then saying, "All right, it's true," and flipping to a car chase, which couldn't be more like shiny object, look away, and. Uh, just watching it all play out it's there is an amazing world politics story happening right now and you know it's a slow motion thing maybe not a good show topic i'm the only one talking but 
it's it's gigantic. It's enormous. It has ramifications that will exist long before this. This could become the new standard, you know, that every president is just going to be attacked by the other party and discredit longstanding institutions. And, you know, news is now going to be more pro and con and less down the middle than it's ever been. It, there's great things happening right now. Great as in magnificent, also as positive, just huge, grande things going on right now. And, uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel it, it's it's super fascinating to me. I, I'll be kind of curious to see the end results of things like the, the you know the report you're just talking about coming out at the end of all this. Like all of this, when all of the evidence is out there, is it going to make one bit of fucking difference for the outcome of what's going on? And I think that's. I mean, if, if I were forced to compliment Trump, which I really would prefer not to be forced to, mm. I would be. I am I am very complimentary of his ability to just totally neuter all the regular checks and balances for dealing with this shit. He's immune. I've said this before. I think on this show, he's immune to the backlash that everyone else would be in the same situations, and it's just incredible how that has done. I, I've been saying this for over a year now, more than a year and year since this has happened since he's been it's elected. Right? Amazing. What, is Stormy Daniels? Is that her name, or is it Daniel mm-hmm. Storm? Stormy Daniels. You got it first time. Thank you. So, uh, what's been proven? is that Trump took political dollars, started a LLC, and paid Stormy Daniels $130,000. The theory is that this is hush money because she slept with him. Now, it's been talked about in the past. She told her friends. Her friends came on. To, like it, This is a story from like 2008 or something. But only recently, oh, and it was just before the election that he paid her and put her seemingly under a non-disclosure agreement. She went on Jimmy Kimmel. And Jimmy Kimmel said something along the effect of, if you didn't have a non-disclosure agreement, you would tell us that. But if you do have one, then you can't say anything, right? And she goes, Jimmy, you're so smart, right? <laughs> so uh, that it's just true. It's just true. He paid her $130,000 so that she wouldn't talk about the fact that she had sex with him. That's just the deal. And... Any other president would have a huge backlash over this, right? right? And since the story came out, Melania Trump has moved out of the White House. She, you know, didn't walk into the State of the Union with him like that. She didn't go to Davos with him. You know, she canceled her plans. And, and there appears to be real marital stress in this thing. Uh, it may be, you know, that she's mad at him for the reason his first two wives got mad at him. <laughs> That's what it looks like. But it's not a story. There's no backlash, right? Everyone just says, ah, Trump fucks around, you know? Like, yeah. You fuck around, right? You know? And, uh, you know, but any other president that, not any, uh, JFK fucked around. Um, but for Bill Clinton, this was a major story. For well, it was a lie. It was a lie. Well, that, that clearly hasn't been a major story here either. <laughs> like, I mean, that's how a, many lies are that's a is good he point. being caught in regularly? Trump like, is that safe no because he tells the truth so consistently. <laughs> um, Inconsistent, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. It's, it's, it, and it's fascinating how Teflon he has been over this whole thing, right? Like, but he lied under oath. That was the thing, right? It With is. That is what nailed him. Uh, that, that, yeah. that was where he broke a law. He lied under oath. But... Yeah. Um, you know, I don't see them interviewing Trump about this thing. Like, it's not become a story, right? Like, Just, Trump hasn't been called to t- testify about what happened with the Monica Lewinsky thing, right? Why, why would he be? Well, okay, I said it funny, but, you know, under his Monica Lewinsky parallel. Right, no, I understood. I understood. Uh, 
I have, I, I linked it here. This is a patent that was actually filed November 9th, 1965. This is G.B. Blonsky's ETAL. Uh, it's an apparatus for facilitating the birth of a child. <laughs> to eject womb. Now there's a wonderful diagram here. It is safe for work, and you uh, must look at it. It's. it's can it's, I ask you to repeat what you? I'm so sorry. I closed my browser so that my computer would devote all its resources to all of its gerbil on a wheel resources towards producing the show. And as I open the browser, which takes like a minute, you were nothing but cracking and... Crickety crackety. Well, I'll start from the beginning. This is an actual U.S. patent that was filed November 9th, 1965. This is G.B. Blonsky et al., uh, it's an apparatus for facilitating the birth of a child via centrifugal force, or for the layman, <laughs> by spinning a woman really fucking fast to get her baby to come out. Now, there's a diagram net? here. Um, there's is... not a net. There is a net. Like, it looks like a net, and what is at the bottom of the net? It looks like about four dead rats. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, what? The, this is test, baby. <laughs> Just look like what? there's about four dead rats in that net. What? I'd like to kind of know what that. I mean, are there? Is there associated? There must be. I mean, these are all numbered, Kyle. Surely we have what these might be. I don't have the attached part sheet. I, I would like to know what number ninety-seven is. <laughs> Let me go to the actual patent number. It's three million two hundred sixteen thousand four twenty-three. And I also I must compliment you very well on uh, look the car crash that was well done. So uh, on what? Unlook the car crash. Here we are. Looking I think at the he's car saying crash. that you changed the topic from uh, politics. But I think Kyle is doing it in the interest of the show, not to protect you. Yeah. Him. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I just, I, I only like politics when it's something. No, I don't think there was much going anywhere for us anyways. It wasn't hitting the spot today. But uh, I it, agree. Oh my God, I, okay, I found the actual thing here. Yeah. Figure two is a side elevation view of the apparatus. Oh, my God. So I'll, I'll link you to it. It's, yeah, yeah, it more links. Things. Maybe a bit boring, but this where, where is... Where did you uh, find this, by the way? Reddit. Reddit. Which particular Reddit, Reddit form was this? Uh, I, I honestly don't... I put it in the window, so I, and I can't go back to, to where I found it, because I just continued on my hunt for interesting things. Mm. Um, but yeah, this, this is pretty fascinating, I, I think. The, the, not only were there inventors who thought this was a good idea, good enough to file for a patent... They had mm. lawyers involved with this, right? Because you can't... It, and the lawyers believed in it enough, apparently, or believed in their checks enough, mm. apparently, to, 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 to sign on to this. Oh, my God. How fast would it spin? That's what I want to know. I'm, I'm scrolling through. The, <laughs> there's, 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 there's acceleration G's is equal to that caused by... The, this body of the mother is firmly held in position against the movement as a whole under such force by the boot member 73... And 70, the thigh holder, figure 63 and 68, the girdles, figure 61, the hand grips, <laughs> figure 79, and the belts. Oh, my God. I found out what 97 is, is. I was just scrolling down. What is it? A thick wad of cotton to catch the baby softly. <laughs> You're shitting me. It's... <laughs> It's not a thick wad of cotton to catch the baby safely. Uh, the bottom or be. closed end of the net, 88, is lined with a thick wad of cotton, 97. 
<laughs> when the fetus leaves the mother's vagina and lands in the cotton bed, 97, in the net, 83, its weight as a result of the rotation of the machine exerts a radial centrifugal force at the bottom of the elastic net, 88. Oh, my God. Can you imagine, like, like your doctor pitching this to you? <laughs> I'm going to definitely send her, send her these. I think she would very much enjoy this. <laughs> Maybe she'll like yeah, PKA. Please. Will this Labor. be a notch in PKA's favor with her? If they're well, like, my you know mother, what? Not my wife. What? Oh, wait. I got confused. My mother's a midwife. Oh, okay. I was... I, I missed... I, oh, this would put her right out of business. She pro Her people probably lobbied against this. She's <laughs> like, where did you find that? How dare you unearth that again? That? Who put them under? They, they were trying to spin babies out of vaginas and put us completely out of business. <laughs> Alex Jones would love something like this. This is the sort of thing that he would get on board. I think the first model didn't have the net. And like, this is Mark II. Is there a Mark II in anywhere in this? Trial and error. That is that is a <laughs> yeah right. After we after the first few babies exploded upon the the <laughs> OR wall, we quickly decided that a, a cotton netting was required. Cotton wadding. Yes, the cotton. Well, initially it was a netting. The net really tear tore fetuses. Uh, before that, we had we just had a Puerto Rican uh, out there. He, they're, they're they're quick on their feet, and he was trying to catch the fetus with his bare hands, and that also that also did went by the by and by. It didn't work. It didn't work. So, I've never looked at this this website for the patent website. Are these referenced by? Are these other patents that have used this patent? Um, In some way? Uh, I think I, I'm not on the page now, but I I think that some of the references were referring to other patents that they had borrowed from. Wouldn't that surely that wouldn't be the terminology? Wouldn't then be referenced by? Because referenced by is the next round of that yeah. not the previous i gotta oh my god i hope there aren't somewhere in the world this is being used isn't it someone's swinging slinging babies out of women i'm just looking at one this november 17th 2014 that this is that has referenced that previous one and now i'm very curious uh, this could be quite the i could see getting lost down this this rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> man i, I want to get let's get taylor this bumper sticker what does it say <laughs> It says, my girlfriend's husband fights for your freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Taylor. Jeez. Have we had an update on how he's doing? Um, no, I got nothing. I'm sure I got nothing too then. Bad. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's... If you were asking, uh, damn, about... Uh, about Reddit, what you can find on Reddit now? Now you know. Hmm. Oh, every year, yes, uh, I see a little bit of everything, right? Yeah, if you if that doesn't convince you to sign up, I mean, seems, I don't know. We're gonna get a much better advert for Reddit. No matter what your interest is, like 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 I mentioned, the porn thing is just off the fucking rails. Like like any kind of like like if, if you like if you like big ass Asians Asian girls, that's um, that's P A A G. <laughs> Fat ass Asian girls, fat with a P. Pete Pog. Um, uh, there's um, fat ass white girls. Don't don't mix those up. Yeah, well, I, I, that's Pog. Pag and Pog are two different things. Pag is Asians. Pog is whites. Um, and, and you're absolutely right. Yeah, I also like the fat ass white girl subreddit. Um, and then there's all kinds of like niche stuff. I'm pretty sure there's Reddits with with animals fucking girls, but that's could be. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, here I'll, I'll find it. Subreddit. You can't be a hate 
subreddit and you can't be a um, jailbait type subreddit. Uh, the admins have banned some of the bestiality subreddits October 26, 2017. You just missed it. You just missed it. Uh, it was the West a few months back. Damn it, Dan. Damn. You were so close. So close. I was right there. <laughs> uh, there. There is a bestiality story subreddit called Beast Tales, and they really missed out on the pun and spelled tales T-A-L-E-S. That's Aww. a mistake. Um. So here, here's a nice list. Subreddits that somehow aren't banned. <laughs> uh, there are hundreds of subreddits that are racist in tone and content. Many use the N-word in their titles or draw comparisons between black people and apes. One discusses Thanks. the riots in Ferguson. I'm not... One discusses the riots in Ferguson, which it describes as, quote, Chimp Out 2014. Not funny. Bestiality. Various subreddits discuss sex with animals. While the majority of these are fantasies, drawings, or artwork, there are videos of people engaging in sex with animals mm. or describing their, their personal experiences. Zoophilia is a felony in most of the U.S. Keep it on the down. I'd be disappointed boys. if there was no such subreddit. Animal abuse. On the opposite end of the spectrum, <laughs> a subreddit exists where users share images of injured or dead animals. Not to raise awareness, but as a joke. And then they add their own pithy headlines. Creep shots. Reddit got into trouble in 2012 over our creep shots, a subreddit where users shared sexualized pictures of women they had secretly taken. While the subreddit and similar ones were taken down, clones of them still exist. Where are they? What are they called? <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> All sorts of misogyny. Uh, it's, if it's misogynistic, it will, it will eventually find itself on Reddit. Wow, this is a bit one-sided over on Indie100.com. For instance, there are separate subreddits dedicated to killing, beating, and raping women, whatever you're into. While the subreddit R Beating Women is banned, a clone page is still active. In some cases, there, there are either fantasies or simply users sharing porn videos of consenting adult performers, but some of the content goes beyond the pale or links to subreddits about... Dot, dot, dot. Um, dead women. Jesus. A subreddit exists where users share pictures of dead bodies, almost all of them women, described in sexualized terms such as, quote, morgue babies. No, morgue babes. Quote, fit young thing. Uh, does that, there's no pun there. Uh, gorgeous Brazilian girl with bullet wounds. That's another quote. Um, dead children. This is another subreddit. It may seem incomprehensible and upsetting for people not familiar with Reddit, Wow, this is really anti-Reddit, this article. <laughs> but, the, but some subreddits do actually share images of dead of child victims. One features victims of conflict in areas such as Syria and the Gaza with small children covered in bruises and stitches. Users often attempt to add humor to the images. A girl with her face smashed apart has the headline, Not Going to Disneyland. Another subreddit shares images of children who have been hideously burned. All the images have been added by just one Redditor. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. See, now that's funny. <laughs> there is also a subreddit featuring aborted fetuses presented alongside sexualized language. There isn't much more we can say. Asking, like, what's on Reddit is a lot like asking what's on YouTube. You know, like, mm -hmm. oh, are, are there any people making... Really? Because all the examples you said have been highly sexual and explicit. Okay. You have These me are there. But... interests. You asked me! <laughs> oh! No, no, no. My point was, if you're gonna, you can't just compare it directly to YouTube. I, I take your point about it being a diverse set of content. 
but Thank but you. clearly with that's a little bit less filters. Perfect. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But there's if you're into something and it's not uh, sexual or violent, it's probably on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Everything's on YouTube. All of the things, all of the things you could possibly imagine. Um, you know, of course, there's scary, evil stuff like beating women, and there's misogynistic, racist stuff. But that's it's it's humanity. You know, it's 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 boiled down humanity and all of the good, the bad, and the ugly put into their little groups. If and, you were to make and, a new YouTube channel, what would you make? Makeup, makeup girl. I would become a makeup girl. Go go full trans. Really? And, but you don't like that. Oh, so edgy. Who cares if I like it? I like money. Mm. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I I just it's hard to be successful <laughs> without passion. Revlon money. No. I, Passionate no, about money, you, I guess. Passionate about money. Passionate about uh, about getting hot chicks to come over for me to apply makeup to them. That would be my little bit. I could do. I could probably just do a makeup channel where I got hot chicks to come over. I I would go. You know, go. I'll do some six month course on how to on cosmetology. I, then 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 I give girls makeup and then I sell the shit. Write that one down, Chiz. Write that one down. <laughs> He didn't. <laughs> hey, fellas, if YouTube never existed, what would you be doing today? Uh, I'd be some sort of senior architect at Cisco. I'd be hiding in the bushes side of some, some lady's house. God, that actually sounds about right. <laughs> I was waiting to see if there was a punchline or not. No. no there, there, there was no punchline to that. Oh. He did, that's what he'd be doing. Just darkness. Just darkness. <laughs> Oh, what about you guys? I'd be in car sales. Uh, I, I was going to say I, that's what I was doing. I really enjoyed car sales. I I, I loved it a lot. I made I made good money, um, mm -hmm. and I, I'd have probably kept going and went into management doing that because those guys made sick money. Those guys, you know, the, oh, yeah. It, it was it was it's people don't know like like what our manager would always say in sales meetings. He's like, do you know what the number one best paid you know job is in in the world? It's not doctor. It's not lawyer. It's salesman. And statistically, that's true, you know, and, and depending on what you sell, if you're selling Nikes at the mall, probably not doing mm -hmm. great. But if you're, if you're selling Mercedes Benzes or if you're selling boats or, if you're se or, or something like that, or if you're very good at selling real Software, estate. copy machines, like anything expensive. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, th there's no overhead, you know, you, you go into a, a dealership, you sit down at your desk. If, if, you're, if you're personable, charismatic, and, and you know how to work your, uh, work your leads and you're you're good at all the things that make a good salesman. You can really make a shitload of money. And if you're smart enough to to go beyond, there were some guys who were just really charismatic, but they didn't have any book smarts. You know, they they weren't going to be able to really get organized enough to manage a team of salesmen. The guys who were managers were really making tons of my my general manager was making a quarter million dollars a month. You know, what? It's, it's, I, when you were saying they made I, good money, I was thinking a quarter million a year. Oh, oh no, oh no! Like 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 the wow. like the not even the best salesman made that. Well, you just said a lot of salesmen right. didn't make jack though, right? Like there are people who oh, yeah, are bad. A lot of them. Oh, we'd see him come in. We'd be like, oh, he's not gonna last. He's not gonna last. You know, it, we the turnover rate insane. Mm -hmm. I watched so many people come and go in that dealership over the course of two and a half years or whatever. So many people. Yeah, lots of people make nothing. And they're forced to pay you minimum wage, but they call that going in the bucket because they don't actually pay you minimum wage. They loan you minimum wage. 
So they're paying you whatever six fifty an hour or whatever. I don't even know what it is. And, and and let's say you work the first two weeks, don't sell a car, and they've paid out whatever. Let's just say it's eight hundred dollars over the last two weeks of you working by the hours. Then you sell a car and you make an eight hundred dollar commission. That nets to zero because they mm-hmm. get that money back. You know, it, it, if you're not selling cars, you're not making shit. But if you're selling a lot of cars, you're making tens of thousands of dollars a month. And the difference between making $8,000 a month and making $15,000 a month isn't doubling your car sales. It's maybe adding 20% to your car sales because you start hitting bonuses and, and, it, and they grandfather back on the sales you made initially. The percentage of the gross you get per car. So like if you sell 10 cars, you might only be getting like a 20% commission. But if you sell 20 cars, you might be getting a 35% commission. And that goes back on those first 10 cars and that that you sold so how long you can did you make, sell cars uh, a little over two years in atlanta so that was enough that was I, I was gonna ask about the months right like like december for example is sucks right i'm told there were months that were really poor um that, that yeah i i don't remember i don't remember ever doing really badly mm-hmm. except when my when my girlfriend uh broke up when i went into a sad time I didn't sell any cars then, but uh, during the summer was definitely the best time. Uh, and, and I was selling cars right around when the economy was doing really shitty in Atlanta. Like gasoline was four. Katrina happened right then. Gasoline was like four or five dollars a gallon at one point in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So th- those were all bad things for car sales. But yeah, uh, there's definitely parts of the year where uh, you don't sell very many cars, and you've got to be working old leads. You know, if you if you saw somebody mm-hmm. in the summer that was talking about buying a car but they needed to get their credit union in line or they needed to save up a little bit more for that down payment or they needed to work on their credit rating you got to be working those old leads you got to be you got to be really hitting the pavement to get your to get your sales in i was going to ask the time to buy but i already know it and i don't like the answer i'm told the time to buy is right before the next model comes out and it's like well fuck you want the next model right you know like like of course it's the time to buy who wants to buy then it depends what you want, right? Like, like if something just has come out and it's hot, like uh, like when the new Mustangs came out, like mm-hmm. they wouldn't really depreciate those much. They wouldn't they certainly want to lose any money. But if you're buying an F one fifty, like you're you're fine. You can still get a great deal on one. They're still going to discount it, you know. Like especially big stores have lots of volume. Uh, go to a go to a major city where they've got, you know, a ten acre lot or something like that. We had. 15 acres of cars mm. you know we we rode golf carts around to to get around the the place uh they'll discount cars to to make deals the end of the month really it should should get the job done uh, and i've i'm not going to go into that whole spiel about why that's good to do but just trust me end of the month is the time to do it they're trying to hit bonuses from management to upper management to salesmen everybody's trying to hit another bonus to to, to squeeze cars out Funny enough, I was on the opposite side of that spectrum there, Kyle. I was working for CarMax as a buyer. So I was the guy that you would see when you would want to trade your vehicles in, and I would go out and do the appraisal and then, you know, send you off with a check if that's what you want to do. Yeah. 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 We, uh, that's pretty cool. I, I was working for an AutoNation store. So it was a big corporate thing. You didn't have, like, I don't know, one owner to deal with or anything like that. I feel like that would be frustrating if, if if it's like big bob's car lot and like big bob is the the showstopper you know it was it was a corporate store and we were the corporate headquarters and uh and yeah that, that was really fun and, and 
you know, working in that car dealership, it was bizarre that like there were like two, three white guys in the whole place, and uh, everybody there was was from somewhere. You know, it, what, nobody was from there, uh, from Atlanta. Everybody was from um, Nigeria, Ghana, Mexico, Russia, Ukraine, Japan, Australia, Mexico City, just everywhere. You know, it was it was Fiji. Fucking hell, I almost got in a fight with a guy from Fiji one day because he couldn't take a fucking joke. His name was Mitty Mitty, and I prank phone called Mitty. You know, everybody in the stores got connected phone lines, of course. You know, you could just press five and get somebody's desk. I know Mitty's desk number. Call his, and he's, he's new. His English is good, but he's got a strong accent. Uh, in, in, you know, if, if you've never seen someone from Fiji, they're, they're, they're Asian. I call Mitty's phone. I'm like, I do a real effeminate gay voice, which... Probably isn't. I tell him, you know, hey, I'm gonna come in and buy a car, you know. And every time I buy a car, I ask, I ask for a little token for my salesman, you know. Last time I got his tie. One time before I, I got the guy's shoe, you know. I, I asked for something to remember the salesman. I was wondering, I'm ready to come in and buy today. Could, I want this F-150. I'm sure you have it. I've been driving by every day and looking at it. It's the one for me. Could I have your underwear though? And he's like. We're watching him. Like, I got a whole crew around my desk, like all my friends, and we're watching him across the sales room. And he's like, yes, yes, you could have my underwear. <laughs> what? Do you wear boxers or briefs? He's like, briefs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm on the way. Get, your, get those underwear off. I want them when I get there. Dude goes to the bathroom, takes his underwear off, and when he oh, comes man. out, we start laughing at him. And come on, it's a 45-year-old man, and I'm a 19-year-old kid, and he could not take the joke. And he punched me in the stomach, and I shoved him, and we almost got in a big fight there in the middle of the fucking showroom. He hit me with like a Bruce Lee punch, though. It was funny. He was like, oh! <laughs> like this. Like the punch came from low, and it kind of like, did a thing with his left arm too. It was, it was worth doing because just just for him to hit me like that, I thought it was funny. It was funny. Those are good times. Damn, that's what it's all about. <laughs> hey Woody, yeah. yeah. If if one of your viewers had to spend a day with you, mm-hmm. what would they? What, what could they expect? A day with Woody. What does that look like? Jesus, uh, you know, I, I let's see. I might lift. I might fly. I might spend some time in the shop. I might ride my motorcycle. Uh, usually there's some sort of home improvement thing cooking, a uh, minor thing to do. And there'd probably be way too much Reddit. That's my day. <laughs> Come on, you're going to take him for a, a flight? Yeah, well, no, what did he take him to McDonald's? No, nothing. You think they're hungry and everything. Oh, I, didn't, I was on an air. I thought it was like, what do I do? Not so much, what would I do with them? Uh, yeah, boy, you got, you got a viewer with you. Fuck. I think they'd want to mow. I think I've talked enough about mowing that we'd put them on one of our fucking productivity golf carts and buzz them around the yard. I bet they'd like it. <laughs> There's no pushing. It's like a go-kart. It's fun. I may do that. Get out there and mow something. How about you, Kyle? <laughs> if someone were coming over to like get the Kyle experience... Yeah. Um, you know, we we'd go do some shit. We'd probably go play some airsoft out here in Atlanta. I, I really I really like that. Uh, we we probably go, uh, go go watch some movies, get some drinks or something like that. Um, I, I like playing video games. So if, if but if they if they're not into that, then nobody wants to fucking play video games. They're not into video games. But yeah, it'd be something like that. I'd take them on some kind of an airsoft adventure or something like that. 
Um, at last time I did that, it was really fucking fun. There was like an indoor arena and there, there's like smoke and like strobe lights and it, it felt like you were in a sci-fi movie or something running around through buildings and shit. I don't know. It would depend on the person. It would depend on the person what they were into because, you know, I, I'd want to make the, uh, the experience kind of uh, custom uh, fitted to them. If it's, you know, if they're in a wheelchair or something, we're probably not going to go play airsoft. <laughs> all right, this, this this was for all three of you guys. Mm. Now, I'm going to give you three items. You just let me know the one that you can live without, all right? Cell phone, the internet, or money? Cell phone. Fuck. This is something you got to live without? Something that you have to live without. It'd have to be the phone. Yeah, the phone. All of yeah, them. I heard, phone. though. All three of them on the phone? Yeah. Nah, but, I like, like five without I, a phone. The phone the is the internet, right? That's the so really. There's so many other ways. You have I, a tablet. Right, right. That's what you I'm get getting. Like a fucking laptop. The, all the phone is is a different internet consumption device for me. You know, it's, oh, I see. The calling aspect of it is a very small piece of what yeah. my phone is for. So taking away the internet, I assume that's you know all the thing. It, that's taking away the internet and the phone almost. So and then the other thing was money. Well, shucks, that'd be yeah. No, I, I use that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I would have to be the phone. It won't be none of that. <laughs> yeah, man, I have to get rid of that phone. Uh, you know, I, I don't call anybody um, ever. I, I, I actually get mad when people call me. Like, uh, my real estate agent called me today, and I was like, no, no, I, this is important, too. I'm not dealing with this. No, I, I got no. a call from a pair of friend today, or I thought it was, turned out not to be. And it's like, what, you didn't text first to see if I wanted to be called? That's rude. Yeah, man. Send that I, guy I, a voicemail. Do shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't even have voicemail. I, I don't use that either. You send me a text message. It, it, like, uh, even my, uh, my dad, my dad's 60-something years old, 64 or 65 or something. He has figured text messaging out. He doesn't even call me anymore. It, it, what he used to do... It, I, I, I actually liked it a little bit. He'd record quick voice memos and send me a voice memo, which is actually kind of convenient if you're driving and someone's like texting you, you know, you gotta be like, you know, reading a paragraph, whereas he'd send a voice memo and you just hit play. He's like, Kyle, I, I'll, I'll see you later today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go to town and get some parts for this truck, but uh, I'll be back around here about noon. You can see me then. Well, oh, shit, I got all that it's information really how quickly. You hate voicemail, but you're okay with voice memos. Because because there's a, a barrier there's a, to to getting to the voicemail I have to I have to press an extra button whereas this is within my text screen he texts me the voice memo and I just click play and there's no delay there's no buffering it's just boom right to the information that I need and he's not telling me a story he's hitting the he's getting right to the point telling me what's going on you know I I didn't mind that too much but he's learned to text since then very well and uh, and so it's no longer an issue. I thought once I he started it. internet, once he started dating, once he started getting on all those dating apps, <laughs> like he quickly learned to fucking, <laughs> fucking text the shit out of that thing. He showed me a picture of this chick. You know, you get hit up by he gets hit up by a lot of ladies, and this one girl she was, I think fifty two, and uh, and she hit him up and and he was like, oh, look at this one, she looks like the Joker. <laughs> she had, she looked like Jack Nicholson from Batman. Her smile went almost to her ears, and I, we were laughing so hard, making fun of this lady. Mm. I, like I, I like I pulled up a picture of Jack Nicholson from the Joker and his phone, and we were like Adam. Like I was like, look at this, look at this. She does look like the Joker. It's a fucking Joker. It was, 
it's fun to to see his uh, dating accounts because he's got he's on like dating apps I've never even heard of like <laughs> like, like he's got like eight or ten of them and and, and he pays for them he doesn't care and he's like mm. yeah just put my debit card in there clickety click I'm just like I, I I'll be I used to sign him up for all of them because he couldn't figure out how to do it or whatever so I'm over there signing him up for all these dating sites I'm like I I'm like you were born in 1953 or 52 he's like. They get fifty nine. <laughs> like, all right, all right. Like, give me a little buffer there. <laughs> oh man, the I hear that. That sounds pretty senior. cool, man. <laughs> Gentlemen, you are on death row. What is your final meal? Oh man, Ooh. something with carbs. <laughs> <laughs> I really like. Uh... Maybe lots of nutmeg. Didn't you, Chiz, didn't you say you get high from nutmeg? Get really yeah. fucked up? If you, no, it was Taylor. Taylor, maybe, maybe like I, I just want a nutmeg pie, and I want to eat the whole thing and get wasted. You know, and then kill you before the in. negative part comes. Ah, you all fucked up from, I'm on that nutmeg, motherfucker. I'm on don't that you remember nutmeg they felt shit. terrible for the whole weekend? They, they, that's what I'm getting at. You want to do this I shortly? Eat enough. Uh, I don't think that I mean I don't know much like, about nutmeg highs, but it like seems nutmeg. like more. If a little makes you sick, a lot would make you sicker. I would want a filet mignon and uh, and, and really good French fries with ketchup. Uh, I, I think that's probably like one of my favorite things. Uh, you know, if I could go crazy and and like get some crazy meal, there'd also be like a shrimp cocktail in there. I really like that. Um, I like crab cakes. But baked potato stuff like that. But but filet mignon and French fries are like comfort food. Those are my favorite things. I love that shit. We got a lot of overlap. I'm going f- surf and turf. Filet, min- filet mignon, lobster, and a baked potato. And you know what? Throw some green beans in there too. I like a veggie. You okay? Yeah, with too much maybe, salt. <laughs> maybe I maybe I just want a gigantic bowl of refried beans. So when they put me in the electric chair, I just shit everywhere. Ah. <laughs> right? And I got to deal with that. Or like, so like much gas, the, the whole place explodes. They put explodes. me in the gas chamber, and I'm just like, oh, we're all getting a little bit of this. <laughs> like, like, as I'm looking, you know, I'm just <laughs> So I'm getting woozy in here. <laughs> we haven't started yet. That's all Kyle. Exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness, man. That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh my man, you, you you didn't answer that that question. What no. did you take on death row? I don't know. I was just thinking about two ways, right? The first way is you know I, I think well I'd, I'd probably go for my favorites. I go for the food that I really like, and and then the second part of me just thinks that that situation like this is literally the last thing you're gonna. This, it's got to be a pretty fucking shitty moment in your life. And it feels like you know maybe you could be thinking about a revenging revenge on the guards here with shitting on them or something. But it feels like to me I'm probably not gonna be in the mood for really enjoying food at all. Thinking about it, you know I'm about to die. I'm probably not. I'm probably not real interested in spending a large portion of my life figuring out what the hell I want to eat right now. So it's, I don't I, know. I, I could go either way. I could, I could certainly see the like the really good food. And for me, I you know I'm a bit of a foodie. I go out with my wife for a lot of this stuff. I mean, I'd like some. I don't really have one thing I like. I like to do a lot of eclectic food. I like a lot of tapas style stuff, that type of thing. So like I could see that being pretty cool. But man, I can't imagine like enjoying like pouring through a tapas menu while I'm on death row about to die. So I don't know. I don't really know. Mm. Yeah. I, so I he'd like go that. out on an empty stomach like a triple OG. Like, <laughs> I'm good. You know, I don't want we have, shit. We have a professional eater. And like, where, where are you going with your last meal, Dane? 
Oh, it was funny. I was, I was just talking about it not too long ago. I have like a whole entire like super list of foods that would actually have to be delivered to me. To pr- prolong your life with this week. list. It'd be crazy, man. It, you know, I want the ribs. I want fried chicken and grilled chicken. I want baked chicken and collard greens. I want baked macaroni and cheese. Don't bring me no regular cheesy macaroni and cheese. I want that. Well, you know, I'm talking about cow with that little crust over it. On the you edges, it's, it's you know chewy. how to get it down. Yeah, you got to scrape it off the sides. It's chewy as fuck. Lots of cheese in there. I like the I like the big crazy egg noodles in there. I don't want them little macaronis in there. Yeah, man. I, like I want collard damn. greens, candied yams. I want cornbread. I want the cornbread to taste like pound cake almost, and it's darker oh. on the inside because they done baked it the right way, but the, with the butter crust at top, so you got a little <laughs> bit of Drake complexion. We're cornbread. different on the cornbread, though. Dense, I don't though. like I like the southern cornbread. I like, I like it salty, not sweet. Mm, I, I okay. can cook the shit out of some cornbread. I, I, I get that fucking... I preheat the, uh, the, uh, the cast iron skillet, get the oil in there till it's fucking bubbling, and then I sprinkle some cornmeal on there before. Like, I sprinkle dry cornmeal onto the boiling... Uh, oil and then i pour the cornmeal on top like the mixed cornmeal and it gives yeah. this crazy crust on top i love that shit How i fucking love cornbread actually go though right because you were laying out some pretty five star stuff i i, I picture damn like uh, putting all that i'm sure i'm slaughtering your name putting all that out there and then they're like you know no here's a menu from five guys <laughs> yeah, <I guess laughs> you know? oh shit dude five guys get, wouldn't be that bad anything the cafeteria makes that's <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah pretty much they're like you, just, you can get some toast buddy thanks <laughs> i like that you thought about this Dan. that's that's pretty awesome but oh, like, oh, 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 you're like you, know. you like lit up like you're like i know exactly what the fuck i want yeah, yeah i get excited <laughs> over food it's crazy five guys <laughs> wouldn't be bad at all if they told me they'd hook me up with five guys it's like well shit all right give, give me that fucking big bacon cheeseburger with with Mustard, mayo, lettuce, tomato, jalapenos, and uh, and uh, extra cheese on that thing. I, yeah, do the extra cheese. Pay a dollar. I don't care. It's your dollar. I want a large Cajun fry. I want a large Sprite or Coke. And uh, and yeah, that'll do. That's 2,250 calories. I know. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy, Kyle. I have to have hood eggnog. Like if, if I'm on death row, I want hood eggnog. It's actually a brand called hood. Best eggnog ever. I like ever. eggnog. Golden eggnog. eggnog. Really? Oh Good shit! Eggnog, huh? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with that brand. Okay, yes. they make like uh, like like creamer and stuff. I think too, maybe. Yep, you're right. Like for coffee. Right. All right, I'm gonna get some of this. Oh, you got I search it. Here's a picture of you holding it. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I felt like I was gonna be the biggest racist ever. I was like, that is him, isn't it? That's not just a black man holding eggnog because that's I'm gonna be a real scumbag if it is. But no, it's you. It's, it's probably you. me. It's yeah. probably me, bro. Yeah, that, that that's great. I I I, th- I thought I just stuck a big racist foot in my mouth for a second. Uh, like, nah. Damn. Nah, that's me. <laughs> that's you. Yo, you, know, you ready for this, Kyle? You know how old that video is? <clears throat> I'm gonna guess seven years. Bro, that video dropped before my Five Guys videos. We're 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 talking, she's like two thousand. I want to say two thousand nine, yeah, two thousand eight, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, you wrong. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, That's, bro. I like eggnog a lot. Uh, I don't. I, I've never put alcohol in it. I, I know that's kind of a thing, but like, I, I just like it. I, you know, yeah, I can't I, drink a ton of it though. Like, I'll drink like two glasses and then uh, then I'm kind of done. Like, I I don't think I, I've ever finished a whole. Like gallon of eggnog, but Do I like you that. You know what it is, man? You just got to make that happen. Give yourself a half gallon, right? You're sitting there, 
in your in your pajama jeans with the leather on and the hoodie, bro, and you're taking a half gallon to the head. You're gonna love it. I I, I had fucking three dinners tonight. Like, like I ordered my first dinner. I got a I got a chicken wrap, some French fries, and a uh, a grilled chicken spinach salad. And they left my French fries out, and I was very disappointed. So I ordered. <laughs> I called back, and I was like, "Give me that bacon cheeseburger." It comes with the fries. You can't fuck that up. Give me an order of cheese fries and get me some. Uh, give me some cake. They mm. still left the fries out though. <sighs> so I so I ordered a third dinner and I told him I was like, "You left my fries out the last two times. I, I only got one of my orders of fries and I've ordered a total of three. So they just so I, but I ordered fries this time. So they sent me a huge platter of fries and every time I've been leaving the room, I've been eating the fuck out of those fries because they, they're in the they're cold." Now I don't care. I'm about to go eat them in a second, and I've still got my uh, red velvet cake. I, I'm 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 gonna get into that as soon as the show's over. Oh, what you know about that red velvet cake? That red velvet cake is serious. We we were talking a while back, like like you were talking about this. Keep, keep your phone or internet or money, food or pussy. That's that's the to to me these are the these are the pillars of life itself. You know, like 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 would Jeez. you would you rather lose your tongue or lose your dick? I, I guess is is how you boil that down, right? Yeah. Lose the ability to taste, or lose the ability to get an erection. Fuck, that's hard. It's really hard. So now all food is just gonna taste like nothing. Nothing. Like, like, right. like not it won't be salty. It won't be sweet. It'll just be like eating the most bland, flavorless gruel oatmeal ever. And any so any soda, any beverage, any beer, alcohol, juice, eggnog is gonna taste like just thick thicker water. It's gonna be flat. It's gonna be tasteless. It's gonna be nothing to it. And yeah, come on, you can't make this. A, you can't make this even evil. Or the, you, you tell me, I can't get drunk anymore either. Like I've you lost alcohol. Drunk. You just won't taste can't it. Can't taste it. Okay. Taste yeah. It. So, oh, you're gonna become an alcoholic, no matter what. No matter which one of these you you choose, <laughs> it leads to alcoholism. <laughs> and depression. A lot and of depression. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It might lead, yeah. Are we gonna answer this? I, I'm I'm quite curious. I think this is a I, question worth answering. If 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 it's a loss of a tongue or or, or the dick, I'm going with the tongue. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the L on the tongue. Damn. Here's my, now here's why I would lose the dick. I I only fuck a maximum of like seven eight times a week. All right, like like every every day plus twice a day some days. <laughs> this is this is a great week. All right. Yeah. Yeah, like only lol. Well, you know, there's some weeks where I only get laid two or three times, okay? I, I'm just saying. I, I went to my maximum, you know, seven or eight times a week. I eat two or three or four times a day. There's snacks in between. I love soda. Like, like, like I've got all kinds of soda in there. Like, like I, I like Diet Pepsi a lot. I know it's like a diet drink, but I love this shit. I grew up on this. I like the bite it has. I like the flavor. I kill these things all fucking day. There's a junkyard of these laying around. I could smelt down the amount of aluminum that I create in a week and create an AR-15 receiver by my own. Like, like I, I, I love food and beverages. Like, like I would lose the dick. I would lose the dick because I figure so we're losing get taste that. buds, right? Not the tongue itself. We still talk. Correct. Okay, your tongue is still you in your head. You want food to sex comparison. Got it. Yeah, your tongue doesn't work, and it's on like a uh, a, 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 um, a a brain wiring level of not working. Like your tongue doesn't work. Ima mm -hmm. Imagine it's it's gonna be like if you took a hot iron and burnt your tongue to the point where it's just the nerve endings are scorched off. It doesn't work. We're not actually gonna do that. Right. Sure. 
but that's that that's what your tongue is going to operate like now i figure i get my 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 uh my industrial industrial farm grade electro rectal ejaculator out i can still have an orgasm every now and then right i can just tase my tase my prostate get off that way then go eat some marshmallows <laughs> So you are trying to game the system here. No, no, no. I think, <laughs> I think you're going straight with I mean, you. how hard are we gaming, gaming the system if no, we're sticking no, no, no. a bovine electro <laughs> rectal ejaculator up our ass every time we want to get off, right? Oh. That would be one of those times where you're like, I'm really horny, but and then you look over in the corner at that big, long aluminum <laughs> rod hooked up to the car battery. You're like, not that horny. Not today. Not today. <laughs> then you look at that bucket of Crisco you got up there. You're like, all right. Here we go. <laughs> where, where, Kyle, were you part of the menu to put your, your order in from the, the boring company for the flamethrower? I've got so much better flamethrowers than that. I've got two flamethrowers. I've got, uh, I think it's an X, XM42 and an X56. Uh, I've, got one, I've got a handheld one that shoots like twice as far as, as that big oversized lighter Elon Musk is selling. And, uh, and I've got a backpack one that's like something you'd have in fucking Vietnam that shoots like I don't know, 50, 60 feet of like <laughs> napalm, diesel, or gasoline. I, I saw that video of yours on YouTube. I saw that video. I think he's selling his cool, I guess. Like, I, I get it. I get the cool factor. And it's Elon Musk. Everything he touches is going to be cool and trendy. And it's great that he made all that money. Who doesn't like money? But I, I had the idea for starting a flamethrower company many years ago. We just didn't pull the trigger on it because of liability issues. I always, I, I was like, we'll call it Georgia Thermal Solutions. It's hilarious. And I, I've got this friend named Jeremy who's, who's a bit retarded. And I was like, Jeremy, you want to be the CEO of a company just on paper? Sure, whatever. I'll be the CEO of a company. Yeah, I'm the boss man. <laughs> and we always figured we'd make him the CEO of Georgia Thermal Solutions. That way, if anybody ever like exploded or incinerated a classroom, they'd, ha they'd go after old Jeremy and he'd be the one liable. So, <laughs> but, uh, but never pulled the trigger on that, uh, so to speak. But uh, but uh, yeah, I've got a couple of flamethrowers. I got, and uh, they're much better than Elon Musk. His, his is cool and all, but like, if, if you're actually looking at the shit, first, Kyle. you have, like uh, a huge garage somewhere that's just like all like. It, it, it both of them in our storage unit right now. My flam my flamin wolfers. They wolf flamin. Uh, I I asked my dad if he wanted because I just moved to Atlanta. So so uh, I asked my dad. I was like, hey, you want to hang on to these flamethrowers for me? He's like, oh. I don't even like it when you use those things. That looks dangerous as hell. Like he's he's so scared of the flamethrowers because he's watched so much of the old History Channel where you see like the guys running into battle and then their tank gets popped and they just incinerate and boil alive in a in a fiery ball of doom and death. It doesn't look fun to burn alive. I, I, that's 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 gotta be the I, that's that's one of my biggest fears is burning alive. And I've been in a lot of situations where I could have burned alive. I always told them like you know. If this flamethrower explodes and I'm fully engulfed, somebody shoot me in the head. Just <laughs> shoot me and then put the gun in my hand. Tell them I did it. Tell them I did it. Tell them I was burning and I shot myself. Just It'll be cool, right? Every, and everybody's like, one of the guys, a little too enthusiastic, was like, oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. I was like, oh, well, you put the gun back in your holster. Like, like, like give it a minute, right? Like, <laughs> But but yeah, you don't want to get burned alive, and you certainly don't want to get almost. The only thing worse than getting burned alive is getting almost burned alive. Because mm. then yeah. you're just you're just Freddy Krueger. You're not yeah, getting right. any pussy. 
and you can't taste food. See, this is the this is the this is this comes full circle. Neither things work. Then, Woody, either your dick stops working mm -hmm. completely, mm -hmm. or your tongue is scorched. It your tongue stops working. You cannot taste a thing. All right, Kyle, you're fucking with him. Not quite that. He's he's asking, do you want to give up sexual gratification? Or do you want to gr gr uh, give up enjoyment of food? Hmm. Oh, enjoyment of taste is what he's asking because you still get your mouth, you still talk, you still eat things. Yeah, just that's where no I enjoyment. thought he was headed. You know, do you want a working yeah. dick or a working mouth? It's like, well, I guess mouth. Uh, but or no food, taste, yeah. no taste. Enjoyment of food or enjoyment of sex, which, you know, I guess I'd rather lose enjoyment of food. It could almost be a positive to me. Like, I, you know, like I, sexy Woody would emerge, right? Sexy Woody, I'd be fucking ripped. If I didn't even like eating, if eating was just an occasional thing I trudged through because I needed sustenance to, to maintain life, then I would look like Brad Pitt, but older. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> I'm just saying, Kyle. I'm just saying. I, yeah, I Kyle, can't believe I'm, I'm on their side, too, for the same reasons. I'm the only one who... You're the only one, bro. <laughs> keep my tongue. Everybody else is going to... like like. like you, here's, you're gonna go have sex, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, that was great." Oh wait, now what? Now what is life all about? Oh <laughs> shit! Oh, it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. You have sex, and you'd be like, "Yeah, baby, yeah. if snowballing turns you on, I don't care. It's nothing to me." Had <laughs> <laughs> to, to like close out all the gross windows, and you're oh god, I can't, I can't even look at what I was just jerking off. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm totally unfamiliar with that, Kyle. <laughs> that kind of regret for losing your taste. You're like, oh, that that last. I was like three minutes pleasure there. Uh, and, if and, I, I lost my sense of taste. Well, I guess I, I don't know. a hypothetical single Woody though would get so much pussy and make up for it. Oh no, man! I I would totally give. Uh, we we we, no, we kind of. It's a, you're definitely it's a lose. You're, it's a net loss either way. It's not mm. making up for it one way or the other. You're definitely losing a portion of your life. But yeah. I, I think I'm I'm think I'm very much on Woody's Woody's side and uh, Dame's side on this. It's just like you, it's something you can do without. And it has tangible benefits to doing without, right? So imagine this: now you have no interest in sex. There's no reason. That's not to have what a... you said. That is not what you said. Just, you said we no longer add an extra enjoy biscuits it. to the meal. Stick with me here. Stick with me here. I'm gonna flesh this out. Exactly. Damn, exactly. Your, di your dick doesn't work anymore, so there's no reason to be spending money on women. There's no reason to have a have a date. There's no reason you can't have children. There's no reason to have a wife. Now See, you, you your your you're... income just doubled, basically, right? Now you're talking now... to a happily married man. I like my wife. I have a really good time with my wife above and beyond just sex. Also, so, I think that. I think this is true in a lot of cases. Being married is good for your career. No, I think that there are a lot of guys who become more driven, more motivated, more like successful in their career because they're pulling a train. You know, that, that if they were just to be, uh, I don't know, happy-go-lucky, that's what I'm looking for, and, and not have like responsibilities at home, then they might carry less responsibility at work. Wait, what? Good. I think that it's like a happier life, less responsibility, more freedom, no worrying about sex. But you wouldn't no have more condoms. money. Yet you you would need less money. That's true, but you'd have less money. Higher <laughs> quality. No, no, you were like, all right, you're like, if you got rid of food and I had an orgasm, what would I do with my life? And that's so not how I think about, like, I know clearly you're exaggerating for comedic benefit. Sure. But like, there's so many other fun things you do. At least I do in my life. 
Like it kind of blows my mind that that's like that's like you're like that you want to sell that as like a sweetening point that now like two favorite I, things. That's why I brought them up. These are these are the two pillars of my life. There's <laughs> the sex and there's the food, right? Mm. Like like this is this is. This is what holds this teeter totter up. Even you can only be doing that for a minuscule portion of your life. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many hours a day you're devoting to either of those. What, you know, All what, of what proportion All of that of is your life? Any hour no. that's any, any moment of time that isn't spent either eating or fucking is spent planning the next time I eat or fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think he's. I can imagine that. Yes. That, that, I mean, uh-huh. yeah, I, I'm passionate about things that I don't get to do all the time, but I can spend all my time thinking about them. Yes. Yes. Now, now I, I have hobbies. I enjoy I enjoy movies and TV shows much more than most people do. I, I like I, I like I'm fascinated with the production of them, with the with the trade of acting, with with, with I, I like watching good, strong, amazing performances and watch watching people emote. I'm really into movies and stuff, but I give up movies in a heartbeat before I give up my tongue or my cock. Right. Or the use of them, however you want to phrase it. These are the two most important things to any man. They have to be. They have to know, be. Mm. Is this, so money's not one of the most important things to a man? Money is... It, this is like Game end. of Thrones. This is like that Game of Thrones part where they're up on the wall and he's, he's like talking about the, the army with no cocks. He's like, he's like, well, maybe they fight for gold. Uh, what do you think soldiers do with all that gold? Right? The goal is to buy pussy and food. Right. Like, well, you can buy other you stuff too, like yachts and hobbies. Money. Ah, but the the yachts are about the pussy too. Like nobody actually enjoys going for a cruise out there, or you'd rent one. The yacht is about getting some bitches on that yacht. You ever see Leonardo DiCaprio on his yacht mm-hmm. alone? No, nope. not once. <laughs> not once. If he really liked yachts so much, he'd be out on that thing by himself, enjoying it with a captain hat on. He's going yar. No, he's out there with another motherfucker driving that bitch. He's out on the deck with a bunch of hot-ass chicks that he's going to fuck. And then he's going below, and his chef's going to cook him some food. He's a little chubby himself, right? That man subscribes to the Church of Kyle. <laughs> Pussy and food. He does. Yeah, he, he's one of the... He's a follower. He's a, one of your parishioners? Am I using that word right? He's a disciple. He's a dis- or maybe I'm disciple. one of his... I, I, I'm more of one of his disciples, I suppose, since he's the... the you should the, give yourself the, more credit, Kyle. I don't see him talking about his church. That, that is true. I, so <laughs> they've been photoshopping me and, and, and onto the face of Jesus Christ. Mm. And, uh, and my disciples who follow me are each uh, PKA guest who has signed on to my idea of not marrying or having a very serious long-term relationship. And uh, we call it the Church of Kyle. Filthy. In this and... world, we are heretics. Scum. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone who watched this podcast knows that. Yeah. <laughs> Jew is the word you're looking for. <laughs> <It's> persecuted. <laughs> yeah, you're the one persecuting me, trying to. No, 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 no. I think, I think I'm pretty sure Woody was saying we, as in Woody and I, are yeah. in your world heretics. Yes, you, you are Jesus yeah. Christ. You are, you know, the, the, the Lord and Savior and the top guy. We, on the other hand, are like... You not know, members. We're not members. We, we're not we members. We're different troublemakers who are, are held, cast yeah. aside. Have you seen the passion of Christ? You're the Jews. I haven't. Trust me. <laughs> I, I need to. <laughs> yeah, I no. Have you seen Mel Gibson's passion? No, yeah. I haven't seen it either. I haven't noticed that. It's, too bad. it's a... All right, fuck off then. That's the Church of Kyle. That's a fabulous image. I've got... I've got Taylor, I've got Ice Poseidon, I've got Arian, I got Boogie, 
They're all they're all members. They're all disciples of the Church of Kyle. They've all signed on board. They're paying me dues at this point. I don't know. We keep that on the down low. But it's, affordable. it's affordable. I think Chiz is a member of the Church of Kyle. Is he? Wouldn't he? <laughs> Clearly not very highly ranked from that response. <laughs> right? He's a... Um... <laughs> for now. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's he hasn't quite risen to the level of disciple yet. We don't see him on camera enough. A disciple is like one of the, there's twelve disciples. Am I right about that? There, there are currently yeah. there are only four. I'm collecting. I hear you. I, I like the way you're thinking, but you can be a member of the Church of Kyle and be a regular person. There, there there's people in the pews. Those are parishioners, though. You that, know, they, that's what I did. I use what word did I use before? I don't even remember. You started with parishioner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can be a parishioner. You can just be. Yeah, you can go to the church crowd to learn how to how to conduct yourself. Yeah, it's about to get a little bit. We need a Kyle system. You know, there's a dentist system. You got know. four What's letters. A oh, Kyle. Demonstrate value. I I don't know it like you do. Oh, the demo, Oh, the dentist system. Let me, let, uh, it's demonstrate value. Um. Encouraged, oh, I, encouraged I think it's in this system. I want to get it right. It, oh, it's just like the cult stuff. No, this is from, from um, this is Dennis. Is, this is how he dates. Uh, demonstrate value, engage physically, uh, nurture dependency, then neglect emotionally. Okay, <laughs> then, then, um, and he showed up there, and then separate entirely. Where's, I, the, where's I? the I? Oh, inspire hope. Okay, so engage, uh, demonstrate value, engage physically, um, nurture, nurture dependency, dependency, neglect emotionally, inspire hope, separate entirely. That's the dentist system. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a good person. And it's not no. a good system, but it's savage. <laughs> savage. No. no. But it no, seems like it fits in the, the Church of Kyle. We just need one with KYLE. Let's see. I don't like what you've written here, Chiz. This makes me sound <laughs> like scary. Yield your tools, let loose your rage, enjoy your time. I don't like this at all, Chiz. <laughs> it's a caveman I'm system sure. right here. I, I don't think uh, that... that, that <laughs> a dark that, motto right. for a dark man. He's sticking hey, by it. He doubled down. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody's like, Kyle's such a sociopath. He doesn't have feelings. It's like, or, or, or maybe I'm just making jokes, you cunts. Did they hurt your feelings? No, of course they didn't hurt my feelings. I don't have any. <laughs> I see. I see what you did there. <sighs> All right, Woody Kyle, which one of you invested in cryptocurrency? I'm in I, I and didn't... out. Yeah. Huh? So I bought in at just under 8000 I got out at, it was under 15000 like fourteen five, fourteen eight. And, uh, but I only, I didn't have a whole coin, so I only made like four grand and, uh, it was at, it was at whatever high 14s and I didn't actually have faith in it. I only bought it cause of FOMO and I was like, that's not how I invest. It was just a weakness. So I took my winnings and I left. Okay. Uh, I, I, I bought $5,000 worth when it was $8,400, I believe. I haven't touched it. It's just sitting there. I'm not going to touch it. It'll be good. Uh, yeah, I, I like I liked Harley's kind of idea of uh, behind this thing. It's just like it's, it's forget about it, you know. And, and he didn't say it then because it hadn't happened yet. But it's like pull a fifty cent with this, right? 
Like, like you know, 50 Cent forgot that he had gotten paid 700 bitcoins like years and years ago. And then the other, and, and his quote was like, I forgot I even done that shit. And then he looked and he's got like $7.5 million worth of Bitcoin. I don't believe that so, story, by the way. <laughs> Which all. part of it? Any of it. I don't think it's true. 50 Cent is wildly known, like well known for lying about his net worth. That's his like thing. He lies about how much money he has constantly. He lied in court. You know, he had like an alimony thing or something. He, he, 50 Cent, he, he couldn't inflate his net worth anymore. He was like declaring bankruptcy and, and borrowing money. I think you got it backwards. He got... Uh... Yeah, it's, it's verifiable on the Bitcoin thing. He okay. definitely does have it. But the thing he does is he gets out of paying his taxes. Like, like, like he, 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 he's po-mouthing. He, 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 he'll file for bankruptcy, but then he's got, he's actually got his money somewhere else uh, that, that, where he can protect it. Like, like he's just getting out of paying taxes. Moving he's, money. Got to yeah, keep moving the money. He's just moving his money around. Yeah. Right? He's, he's, he got all that vitamin water money. <laughs> oh, you yes. can spend a lot of money. You know, Alice. Uh, is Alan I'm glad Iverson you brought that it. up. Go on. That reminds me of Conor McGregor, of course. Did you see Conor's uh, uh, most recent interview? I I saw a he, couple he, things. He's stepping out of a limo, about to go do some charity work in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Uh, I, I I liked what he said. It sounded good. He's he's like I'm either going to fight Tony Ferguson or uh, or Khabib or maybe Mayweather. You or know, Diaz. or or Diaz. I hated so, two of those. You know, the right answer is I'm going to fight the winner of Ferguson Khabib. Period. Anything else, and you're fucking scumbag like diaz is not on the map he's the fucking title holder right now and he's gonna go grab some unranked skinny fat diaz brother no no you can't fight him that's that's lame you, you're gonna fight mayweather and get your ass kicked again for no, money the mma because because mayweather keeps keeps posting instagram photos of him training sure enough does. i'll give yeah. you 10 to 1 odds that fight never happens i'll give you a Hundred one odds that that never happens. There's yeah. no fucking way. Right. So, no fucking way that Mayweather is dumb enough to step in there and take brain damage because that's what'll fucking happen. Connor will make an, a mockery of him. Yes. He will hurt him. He won't just beat him. He'll hurt him. He'll he'll injure him. He'll he'll break him apart. He'll beat him bloody. It'll be it'll be all the shit that that he doesn't know how to do. It'll be keep maintaining extreme distance with kicks. Right until Mayweather is crippled, until he has no footwork or speed, and then he's just gonna dog him, or he could just take him to the ground. Connor's no slouch on the ground. An it's MMA not, guy it, going into boxing is like a sprinter going into hurdling. Right? It's different, but there's a lot to it. A boxer going into MMA is like a boxer going into swimming or something. Like, it, there's so much more to that game that Kyle's right. It, it would be so that, that fight is not happening in the real world. Yeah, he'd hurt him. How he. That fight would go. Ex I, I wish I could think of what Connor said. He's he's like it'll go ex however I want it to go or yeah, something yeah. like that. That's exactly what would happen. It would be incredibly entertaining if because nobody likes Mayweather, right? Like we all hate Mayweather because, and, and that's his game. That that's the mm -hmm. character he's playing. That's that's the 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 meta that that, that he understands. You know, he used to be pretty boy Floyd. He wasn't getting those big checks, so he became mm -hmm. money big money Mayweather. Now everybody hates him. Every and now everybody wants to see him get beaten up. So everybody watches him fight. They're not watching to see him win like you would watch. Mm -hmm. You know, people watch Connor because they want to see him win. They love this story of this guy who just wins and wins and wins. People watch most fighters because they want them to win. People watch Mayweather fights specifically to see him lose. That's 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 what it's all about. 
Yeah, he would. They, they say that the, you know the hate definitely drives the fame, and of course you're watching for Mayweather to, to take that loss by whomever it may be. But then it changes the story. You know, it gives it a different narrative, and of course it just blows up the individuals telling the story. At that point, everybody wants their chance to ride off of somebody else's fame somehow or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I. I uh, I want to see him fight. I want to see him fight uh, Tony Ferguson. I really hope t- Tony Ferguson beats Khabib. Hmm. Um, I because I, I don't think Conor can beat Khabib because I feel like I feel like Tony will keep the fight on the uh, will stand up and fight. I, I feel like he, he he feels like he's got something to prove against Conor. I, I would imagine this is kind of like the optics that I have of it. Whereas Khabib is like. I'm a Dagestani smashing machine. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't care what anybody thinks about how I fight or when I fight or where I fight. I'm a Dagestani smashing machine. I'm going to take him down. I'm going to humiliate him. I'm going to drop elbows on him over and over and over like he's a Michael Johnson test dummy. And, and nobody wants to see that. I, if you're a Conor fan, I would hate to see that. That would suck. Um, but I feel like Tony versus Conor is a really interesting stylistic matchup Like to see who's going to do what. Who's who's gonna fight in what way? Uh, if Connor can maintain that distance, if if Tony's cardio takes over by round four and 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 Connor's gassed out, or if Tony comes in like a mad dog and storms all over Connor, and Connor pulls another Jose Aldo type thing where where he's backing up, backing up, backing up, and then strikes like the Cobra and, and shocks the world again. You know that's the dream to, for me is, is that that's the that that's what happens. He fights Tony. Tony comes in over aggressively. Connor drops him in round one, and then and then it's like, now what do you say? Now what does anybody say? Not ha- Connor has nothing but ass kickings coming his way. If Connor fights Mayweather in boxing, of course he gets his ass kicked. If he fights Ferguson, he gets his ass kicked. If he fights Khabib, he gets his ass kicked. If he goes down to one forty-five and fights Holloway, he gets his ass kicked. And yes, I know they fought a long time ago. Not only do I know, but I was there. And Kyle was there right next to me. We watched that fight in real life. We know. But I say today's May or I'm sorry, uh, Holloway beats McGregor. Uh, McGregor loses to everybody that it would be appropriate for him to fight at this point. He's he's coming out of retirement for fuck's sake. Like he did, guy hasn't fought since 2016. Who's he gonna beat? Nobody. I don't agree with Woody's uh, viewpoint on this thing. I think that he he's been training this whole time. I, I check out his Instagram every t- every now and then. I, he's been he's been going hard Optics. for months and months and months. Sure, and uh, he looks good to me. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I I feel like I do wish I, I looked I, that good. <laughs> you know, I'll give him that. <laughs> I don't think he'd take Habib. I I I I don't think. I, I just don't think. Although you know, and this is what everybody says. You know, you watch the Michael Johnson fight. Michael had him rocked. Mm-hmm. And he just couldn't capitalize on it. Connor, if Connor gets that kind of opening on Habib, if Connor can keep this guy off of his legs, if he can defend from those single legs and double legs for two rounds, I think he wins. You see that video I, I think he knocks down him out. How Connor stops takedowns? Yeah, yeah, Maybe I've seen a lot of those. Hand on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I I had never observed that on my own, but it made a lot of sense. And you know, it, sorry, say that again, Woody. Uh. Because Connor does a thing that other fighters don't do in, in that he has really long arms. Connor's weighs, he fought at 145 and he's got the arms of a 185 guy. They're just, they call it the ape index. And it has yeah, to yeah. do with your height compared to your arm length. And, and Connor's. It's, okay. it's referencing climbing all the time. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, uh, his ape index is gigantic. I don't know anyone else who does quite as well in his weight. So, he often just puts a hand on the other guy's neck, on the other guy's collarbone. 
And it's really hard to sneak in a takedown attempt when he's got his hand on you. And uh, it's one of the reasons people have struggle so much to take Connor down, why he did so well against like Eddie Alvarez and other good wrestlers. RDA, did he fight him? Maybe not. That guy got hurt. But anyway, so it's like, ah, Khabib, he's going to take him down. He's going to smash him. That's what he does. He does it to everyone. He's undefeated. He's a smashing machine. Maybe. You know, but can he get takedowns if Connor puts his hand on his collar blade, uh, a collarbone all fight long? Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I, like I said, I, I guess I just lost faith in Connor because he stopped fighting. That's my thing. yeah. Tough to tough to hear that. Like someone's coming back after that long. It's it's a long time in like a professional like athlete's career to be without doing anything. Yeah. I mean, and um, and maybe I'm a little sore at Connor because of the way he changed the game. Right B- before Connor. If you wanted to be a stud, you had to be tough. You know, you had to take on all comers and you had to win. And people loved you for winning fights. That was the thing. Now Connor's made it as much about the entertainment as about the how well you can hype it, how well you can the music you play. The, your Instagram game has a lot to do with your value as a fighter, mm-hmm. and it's really important to sort of pick and choose your fights and your path. You know, and the old school guys, you call them out and they say yes. That's that's how that works, you know. Like, you you're calling me out. Well, that was your first mistake. Your next one will be showing up. You know that, that that's how the old school guys were. Connor, very uh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm thinking about it. He carefully chooses his opponents for maximum dollars, but then when they get hurt and they swap in a new guy, he just says yes, like it's no problem. So I, I loved him for that. It's just he's not that guy anymore, and uh, I guess I'm mad at him for not fighting. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah, hard to do. You think with uh with, with a lot of fighters, you know, when they do take that that time off, uh, more mental than it is physical, and making it a little more difficult to come back because mentally they're just in a different place. I feel like I don't know. I never understood ring rust, and it doesn't impact every fighter. Dominic Cruz, ring rust is not. He says ring rust isn't a real thing, and for him, it never is. Uh, there's another example too. I can't think of it. But these guys come back from long layoffs, and they're great. But 90% of the fighters, they come back from long layoffs and they're terrible. They just don't have the same timing. They haven't tried things at full intensity. And I don't know why being in the octagon is so much different than training, but it seems to be. They go in there and it it takes them a fight to get that timing back. I don't know why. But people take time off and it crushes their career. Yeah. 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 I don't know. He's got so, this. So, so is true with a lot of YouTube careers as well. <laughs> yeah, right. It, it, it's partly the algorithm. I don't know if it's the videos. I uh, I, th- I think people like lose their addiction to that guy. That's my theory yeah. on it. You know, yeah. even just a couple of weeks, people can get out of the rhythm of seeing you, and exactly don't come back. Jeez. Yeah, I was thinking <sighs> YouTube. Some, a, lot, a lot of people get YouTube success, and I feel like it ruins them, right? Like, like I, I'm going to call him out. I, 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 X-Jaws, right? I don't know if you guys know X-Jaws. Uh, he was about 16 years old, getting like $50,000 checks, or at least one. And uh, I think X-Jaws never does YouTube. He's a college graduate today, right? Now he's kind of you know figuring out where he lands in life. And there are a lot of people, but not just on YouTube, but, you know, lottery winners have like a really high felony rate, you know, homicide rate compared to the general population. And it's like, why is winning the lottery having such a bad impact on you? You give people a taste of that sweetness 
of success or money or whatever, and they, they can't go back to being the old them. And I, yeah, I don't know. Like you drain my bank account and I'm like, fuck, am I even, how would I do if I had, if I worked whatever, 40, 60 hours a week at a regular job now? Like, right. Have I been ruined too? Maybe, maybe. I think that that's a great conversation piece as to, you know, YouTube had, had placed a lot of us financially in a, in a spot where thinking of a regular 40 hour a week job or that nine to five, whatever the case may be, you can't go back, you know, to whatever minimum wage is at this point, because you've been thrown so much money that most doctors and lawyers can't possibly make. Can you actually mentally go back to, you know, 10, $12 an hour job and still maintain your life? And I, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm a slightly different league in that. I certainly haven't made to the, I'm certainly not making money like you're describing, but even the passion of it, right? Like I'm doing something this many hours a week that I love. And I would have a hard time going back to something that I was spending as many, if not more hours doing that I was only doing for a paycheck or was doing that I might enjoy from time to time, but didn't have that same passion for. I don't know how to switch back even to that, I think would be very challenging. I, I, it was like, I didn't know that people could do things that they just wanted to do, that people could right? have their own schedule or own their own time. Like I, there, there was a point where at Cisco, I, I worked in a cube farm, right? I literally stood in my office chair and looked at the sea of cubes going out from both sides of me. And it was like, these people don't even know. They don't even know. They just come here, sit in their cube every day like bio-robots and work. And I do that too. For 13 years, I did that. At Cisco, you know, 18, 20 years, I don't know how long, if you include the other jobs. And it was like, wowzers. Like, there's more to this? Like, you don't have to just sit in this cube? And my cube was so, like, I dressed mine up, but the cube itself, why would you make uh, a cube I... dishwater gray? Right? Why, <laughs> why would you make a cube dishwater gray? And I just sat there all the time doing my thing. And it would be hard. Like if I just imagine, right? My bank account's drained tomorrow and I, and I go for a regular job. Like it, and it wasn't on my terms, right? If I did it because I wanted something to do, you know, that'd be different. But if it was like a have to do and I went in there, like, it would just be like soul sucking. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it ruins, we, yeah. so we hear we hear the you guys are giving examples of people who have been basically, I assume, who had large YouTubes and that has died down and they're not knowing what the fuck to do. Do we have any counter examples? People with YouTubes who have like fallen the fuck apart and now are doing something like a like a non uh, content producing job and happy with it. Do do we know any of these? Like you know, if we're looking Jeez. just for. I don't. <laughs> I, I I personally I, I do I don't I don't know anybody. Yeah, it, as, uh, it feels like the lottery, where you know they, they drop a success on you, and then it, it's hard to be a regular person again. And there's so many lottery winners say, you know what? I'm not going to change one bit. You know, just <laughs> I'll go from single to double wide, but otherwise, I'm just going to stay me. And they don't. Some of them don't even go to the double wide. All I've ever seen were content creators mentally breaking down as, you know, the, the, the money wasn't coming in the way it once was and putting out videos where you just see them breaking down or you see them in person just tucked in the darkness. Like life has now discontinued 
because the money isn't coming in the same. You can always go back to a regular life. Well, that's what we're life, just talking about. Life hasn't left. You, it's always been there. Your life just changed, but you can always go back to humble beginnings. It's not difficult. That was my plan. That was that was that was plan A. I, I, people have heard me say this before. I envisioned it being like a low-level pro golfer, right? That was my thought process. I was like, I'm going to take this ride. It's going to last three to five years, and uh, at the end of it, I'll go back to work. It'll probably set my career back a little bit. You know, there'll be a gap in it. It's like. I don't mm-hmm. know, raising your kids to kindergarten, set your career back a little bit. But I don't mm-hmm. think I'll regret it. Just like a pro golfer. Like, yeah, you know, I uh, I spent three to five years doing this, living my version of a dream. And now, and, and by the way, you know, like while the career might be set back, the money situation in general is probably ahead of where it would have been, fast forwarded. And uh, now here I am back at work. And I don't regret being a pro golfer at all. And th- mm. that was what I thought it was going to be. That for you guys, was it? I don't know either of your stories with that or Kyle's story on this. Was it? Was it fairly abrupt, the change in income, or was it gradual? So did you build up to where it was, or was it kind of leaps and bounds for uh, for um, the subscriber base for you guys? For your oh, viewers? the build up. Yeah. Uh, it was gradual, but like uh, it wasn't linear. It was exponential almost, right? So okay. um, I don't know. Right out of the gate, I got to like 3,000 subs or something right away. And uh, I think I went from like 8,000 to 18,000 when I put a video on Hutch's channel. I don't know if you know Hutch. He was a Call of Duty, like the legend of Call of Duty. And um, we were going to do a dual com. And then I think he just didn't have enthusiasm for it or anything. But he's like, I'll still come through for you. He gave me his password to his YouTube channel. It was like, I, I, I often, it was like having. Odin's lightning bolt or something like <laughs> if I just liked someone's video and it went out to his people it would change lives but I never the nuclear launch codes yeah I never did anything inappropriate with it I just uploaded my video I did what I wanted me to do and I put a video on my channel and uh, people liked it and it went well and um, I went from 8,000 to 18,000 and then I went from there to over a million like without a dual com of anyone bigger than me like that was the last time I was the receiver and, uh, and what type of time frame? I'm not positive. It might have been two years, something like that. And, um, you know, like, as, as you know, like it takes a, mm-hmm. some period of time to go to 100,000, then that same period of time to go to 200, and then that same period of time to go to 400, and then to 800, mm-hmm. 800,000. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it just, I went to about, I think I had 1.2 million at my peak. And then for me, what happened was, like my videos were doing well, but I could see I was on the the second half of the bell curve, right? You know, whereas I, my videos were getting like I uploaded twice a day, and I would get like 150 to 200 thousand views a video, and then that started shifting to like 100 to 150, and uh, it's like, all right, this ride's not over, right? I'm still putting up two six-digit videos a day, but the writing's on the wall, right? I can see in the direction that this is headed, so um. Uh, that's when Woodycraft started up, and uh, that Woodycraft is a Minecraft server, and I, I started that and worked super hard at it, you know. And at the time, I was still doing YouTube videos, but I had Woodycraft going, and I was just working every way, every hour is awake, you know. Sometimes I'd sleep four hours, sometimes I'd sleep six, but the other hours in the day were all working, 
you know, I just never left. You know, I, I installed a, a monitor over our bed so I could see the status of our servers. And if any of them turned red, I'd just get up in the middle of the night and go. And they had like one eye on it, even when I was sleeping and worked constantly. But that thing was wildly successful. Like even in, I forget the time frame. You know, within six months, it was one of the top servers in the world. And uh, you, know, you talked about income levels. I think it was even higher than my YouTube was. And um, uh, so that thing went on. And then I probably held on to that deeper into the bell curve than I did my YouTube channel. You know, I was getting at max, I'd have well over 3,000, like 3,500, 3,200 players on the server at one time. And that number drained all the way down to like, a good daily max would be like 400 and it's like well writing's on the wall for this one too so uh, we stopped selling things but we kept the server going so anyone who bought something would get their value out of it that was like the thought process and we just kept it going and going and then eventually shut the servers down one by one and and wrapped it up and uh but by the time that whole ride was over uh you know i had saved a lot of money so that's that's where we are now I guess I was kind of wondering about the trajectory of it all. So, I mean, if we're talking like these horror stories of like, you know, win the lottery and their life falls apart six months later or a year or a couple of years later, mm -hmm. I wonder about the suddenness of the change. For versus, me, uh, I feel like there were a couple of things that helped me. One, I was older. You know, if you drop that kind of success on 16-year-old Woody, like there's no telling what I would get into. I was pretty stupid. And uh, it'd probably be dumber than X Jaws ever was. <laughs> and... Um, uh, so that the part of it, I was older. Part of it is I had had flirtations with it before, and it wasn't even my fault, but I had Cisco stock options. And I don't know if people know, but Cisco was like the apple of its day. Like it was the second most valued company on the planet. And you know, it, during that dot-com boom, uh, Cisco was like the big winner out of it all. And I had a lot of stock options from it. And I wasn't a millionaire or anything, but I was like a multi-hundred thousandaire but I wasn't vested yet, so I couldn't even cash out. And um, these are jokes, all right. Uh, anyway, I wasn't vested, and when Cisco stock tanked, so did my potential net worth. And uh, I don't know, something about that experience, like my little brush with doing well, was maybe a learning experience for my second time around. That helped. Yeah. My thing grew really, really fast. Um, you know, there were days when I'd get 25,000 subscribers, um, you know, and, and just big leaps and bounds. Uh, I don't know how many millions I got in one year alone, uh, subscribers. Um, you know, it, it, part of it was like learning to create a viral video um, on purpose. Because at the time, it seemed like most viral videos were accidental. You know, like, like just somebody would trip and fart and it would be funny and everybody would share it. There was chocolate rain you know, and, and stuff like that. And it was like, well, what are the, what are the uh, common denominators of all of these videos? You know, it's, it's the, the shareability of it, the, the curious nature of this thing, the mystery of it, um, the cool factor of it. And, it, you know, it, it's also funny. And it's, you know, how long are these videos? The shorter is better. And it was, was, better. It was, sort, of it was sort of combining all of, these, all of those things together to create the perfect viral video that you could upload every week. And, uh, and also at the same time, keeping production value to a point that's sustainable. And I, I did all that perfectly, if I, if I do say so myself. So, you know, that my videos would be featured on CNN and Fox News. And, uh, you know, I was, uh, G4 TV would come down and do a segment with me for, 
every week, you know, my my videos were on mainstream media because people were like, this Russian man somehow has a, a, a deadly new machine gun and the Russians have it. What is America to do? You know, and, you know, that, that sort of like mystery factor behind, uh, you know, the character. Like, who is this guy? Right. You know, he says, I'm FPS Russia. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Right. That's not a name. That's a that's not really even a title. That's just a, an idea of something, you know, so, you know, not really going too in depth about who this guy is or what he's up to. You know, people think, is this guy a Spetsnaz commando? Is this guy in the United States? Is he in Russia? Is he in? No, no, no. He's in Ukraine. I can tell by the accent. Trust me, that's Ukraine. He's in Ukraine. See the snow there? You know, it, it, whenever it would snow. Oh, let's crank out a couple of videos. It snowed. That'll really throw him off. Uh, all of that stuff was, was kind of key to, to, to that success. But, but yeah, just leaps and enormous bounds. And then Kitty was kind of pioneered a kind of branded integration on YouTube that no one else was doing, you know, it's, if you're selling something, nobody wants to be sold to necessarily, unless they really like you. I mean, we do the, we do ad reads, right? People like us. They're, they're happy to hear from us and they trust our opinions on these things. So that works, but that wasn't really what FPS Russia was doing. It, you know, he, it's, it, you don't, you don't need to know me. You don't need to trust me. You don't even need to like me. It's, it's about showing this product off in a viral way and and selling it without selling it right selling it on its own merit alone and uh, and she really pioneered that so whether we were working with uh a, a movie company like we worked with um i remember ben stiller called my house one day and uh and he's like who are you what are you you know like i've been watching this shit who's writing these jokes who's who, who are you? You're American? Okay, who's writing the jokes? Well, I, I kind of just make it up. On, that, that, that's great. All right, well, we want to work with you somehow. And so like, then we start working with his company, Red Hour Productions, and uh, promoting a, we promoted a movie for them and uh, went to their studios out in L.A. and got to meet those guys. And then just every step along the way, we worked, um, we'd go to E3 and we'd meet with gaming companies, uh, whether it was a game like Rage or, um, I'm blanking out, the... Um, Medal of Honor, Warfighter, Hitman, all that stuff. You know, you, we just go meet with those people and uh, sort of pitch what we could do for them. And, uh, you know, like, hey, if you, this package is the cheapo package. It'll cost you X amount of money. This is the mid-range package. It'll cost you this much money. This is the crazy balls-to-the-wall package. It costs this much money. And this is what each one entails. And almost all the time, they'd go for the mid-range package because the cheap package which wasn't cheap at all, really didn't have a lot of cool shit in it. The balls to the wall package costs a lot of money, enough to buy a house. So they'd always go for the, the mid-range, which was still an enormous amount of money. And, you know, to, to, for me to produce a four-minute video with like $3,000 worth of overhead. So it was, uh, it was really easy, you know, to once, once I got into the hang of the idea of the whole thing, to just keep cranking them out, you know. Has it ruined you, Kyle? I suppose. I suppose it has to some extent. Um, but, but you know, I really like the simple things in life, right? Like, I don't, I, I, I don't need a lot of money. I've, I've saved a good bit of money. I have all the things I really need at this point in life for the most part, you know. Uh, There's a pretty good tail end on, on YouTube videos, especially ones that are, sorry? 
I was going to say, and I'm not done yet. I've yeah. got to, um, I've got some legal troubles going on right now, but but that's soon to be resolved, I believe, to a to a happy ending. And uh, I, I have some fun things to do uh, both on YouTube and Twitch. I think um, I really like uh, I really like Ice Poseidon because I feel like what he's doing is a little bit like what I used to do, but he's doing this IRL thing. And it's kind of stuff that I've always kind of had in mind for funny videos, but they were just like a little too outrageous and a, too, a little bit too unmarketable. I want to do some IRL streaming, sort of like what he does, and uh, make it be a pretty, pretty fucking outrageous. And uh, I also want to do some gaming stuff and, uh, you know, harness my subscriber base. And I've got a couple million people on Facebook. And um, so, so, yeah, I've got some interesting plans. And, I, and I've got plenty of people I can collaborate with where they're, uh, you know, that are both in gaming and streaming and entertainment and stuff like that so you probably never go back though to outside of this i mean you're talking about a pretty wide set of content there but it's all content creation probably stick yeah with that regardless yeah oh yeah for sure I, it'd be I, hard I'm, to sell cars yeah well, maybe I mean, not it's got a large viewer base <laughs> yeah but, i i could do that i would enjoy that probably it's just too many hours of, of actual work i don't want any part of that um and i just don't need to i guess uh so, so yeah, I, the, my, the next little stage of my career, I guess, is going to be uh, a combination of things. I, I haven't exactly nailed down what I'm going to do, but it's going to be something similar to what we're doing right here, right now, uh, with, you know, and also making some fun content on Twitch and also doing some streaming. We'll definitely get some chatterbait streams in and get, gonna, gonna harness that little platform. I'll I think watch that, Kyle. Of course you will. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, why, why exactly would you get how huge FPS Russia peaked? At? Like, I, I know you were top nine sub channels on YouTube. Is that the best? Is ninth? Is uh, did you get? Yeah, yeah, ninth, dude. Like, who's ninth right now? Logan Paul's not even that high, right? Yeah, I, I, is it Paul Logan? I don't even know. But Logan it, Paul. Logan Paul. Yeah, like you could name some giant people. H three H three is not even close to ninth. You know, like FPS Russia ginormous yeah and the um the growth per day was was the really uh interesting uh stat you know um you know th uh, thousands an hour at yeah, times thousands you know, stuff hour. like that how cool is that yeah that it's it's it, so when, when you start seeing that kind of you know, like, yeah, yeah when you start seeing that kind of growth you sort of give up on this idea of the way you're connected with your subscriber base when you're a smaller channel because it's impossible now because you can't keep reintroducing yourself every day. You can't, there's no way you can both at the same time be creating viral videos that are five to eight minutes long and simultaneously introduce yourself to the, the 75,000 subscribers who just have joined in the last six days. You know, that, that's impossible. So you, so you have to pick one or the other. But that kind of feeds right back into the loop that I described where you're kind of a mysterious... Uh, unknown kind of intangible thing, which is something that I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I know we're close to I know we're close to time, but I kind of wanted to hear from Dame too, just on that on that thought. Because I mean, I don't know I don't know a lot about your channel. It sounds like you've been going for quite a long time with some of the stuff we've been linking earlier today. Yeah, but I've been running for over eight years. Um, haven't reached the success level of of F FPS Russia or even a Woody Gamer tag. I was able to brand myself outside of YouTube early through the food reviews because I literally was the first creator to do in-car fast food reviews. 
now there's just a whole bunch of us. <laughs> but um, right around the time when my video first went viral, it was like only a few months after that when Dr. Roz's people reached out. So that was the first TV show that I was on. I did two episodes with Dr. Roz. Right around the second episode is when Jimmy Fallon's people reached out. That's before he took over for Jay Leno. So I did two episodes on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. It was two exclusives. One was with McDonald's McRib, and the other one was like for Valentine's Day. I had a review of Box of Chocolates. But literally that second episode that I did with Jimmy is when Rachel Ray's people found me, and the only difference was Rachel Ray actually signed me. So I'm still with the Rachel Ray show. I've been with her for three seasons now. So all my stuff was able to translate over, I guess, to the television side of things. I ended up with a TV show, Best Dame Takeout, and did that back in 2013. Did a couple, few other pilots. Um, of course, when I was telling you earlier, Woody, about you know Facebook Watch, I ended up doing a show called Taste Buds on there, like six mm -hmm. episodes with First We Feast and, um, and Complex, which, of course, run the show Hot Ones, which is real major with Sean Evans on YouTube now. So... YouTube is still, you know, my my day to day flow, mm -hmm. but I continue to have things going on outside of YouTube. Picked up multiple sponsorships that I still run through. Just knocked out four in the month of January. I'll be doing some work with uh, NASCAR actually this month, and with uh, the first black NASCAR driver, Bubba. Come to find out, he's an actual fan of, of my food reviews. You nice. know, nice. That's cool. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. And that you know, things just kind of keep flowing along and folks still keep finding me on YouTube. Is YouTube your biggest single source of income or is it outside YouTube? Shit. <laughs> I would I would still say that YouTube still would be the, the biggest. The biggest single source. Outside of YouTube is starting to catch up and soon overlap. But I still YouTube's still the biggest. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I just want to yeah. Because you got you got a lot of it's nice to have a diverse income like that. You know, and yeah. if any one of those drops off, your life carries on. You got to meet Rachel Ray, huh? I mean, I, that seems like a stupid question, but... Oh, what'd you say, Kyle? What was that? Did you get to meet Rachel Ray in person and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we like actually business? worked together, like, in studio. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So what is happens that... is, what I'll do, I'll go out, you know, in the field first, and I'll film whatever. Like, I remember I did stuff with a big mozzarella in New York. So I was actually making the mozzarella, doing, rolling up the balls, all that good stuff. But the following day is I brought the guy with me back into the studios and we were in there with Rachel Ray showing how we made the mozzarella and all the good stuff. That's how it always works. She'll send me to, like, the Jets game. Um, I did – actually, I came out with a few Jets players, brought them back to the studio. So it's it's always something different. I even remember going to etiquette school in New York. Rather interesting. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Is that the biggest celebrity you've ever met? Or is there – Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, mean, I met some other individuals, but yeah, Rachel Ray, she's in. You're the biggest. What about you, Filthy? Any celebrity meetings? Nope. I met FPS Russia. What's <laughs> fun is FPS Russia was in the same commercial as um, who the hell's Iron Man? Help me with his name. Oh, Robert Downey. Robert, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Kyle was gonna let me swing in the wind. I could see him over there. Kyle knows his name. <laughs> he wanted to see what pronunciation I came up with. <laughs> so you know that like six degrees of separation, dude. I'm there, right? Because I'm in a thing with Kyle. Kyle's in a thing with Robert Downey Jr. Suddenly the connection comes. I'm like four degrees from Trump, you know? Like and directed, it, hey, it's directed by Guy Ritchie. You're only one extra degree away from Madonna now. See, like it, be, because. She's uh, only actually, a degree. And she kissed Britney Spears. 
<laughs> Keep so, it and, going. And now, Filthy, this is true of you. You've done a thing with Kyle, right? You're as many degrees from Trump as I am. You know, like, if you go to Kyle, you go to Robert Downey Jr., and suddenly you're you're into the web of, of connected degrees of separation. It's fine. I yeah. expect I'll be fired at any moment. Yeah, that was really cool. When I when I heard Guy Ritchie was directing that thing, I, I was like, oh, I guess they just paid him, and now his name's going to be, like, in the credits. But no, he's over there. He's, he's in his director's chair. He's coming, uh, he's coming over. He's like, all right. The bombs are going to fall on you now. So, 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 so you, you're holding your thing and you look up and you're scared. You need to be actually scared, but not too scared because you're a badass. You're, mm. you're accepting death. All right. All right. I'm just like, uh, okay. None of this is real. We're in a giant room that's, that's blue. I mean, a giant room that's blue, like uh-huh. 70 foot ceilings and like half of the stuff that's there is there. There's, there's fake asphalt and cars and stuff. And they've got a quarter million dollar camera on this wire rig that <laughs> zips toward me at 45 miles per hour and stops four feet in front of my face and then goes straight up. I was and, like, it'd be uh, easy to be scared with that fucking thing. A little. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, that's Guy Ritchie. That's the guy that fucking did Snatch. That's fucking, the guy that did fucking Snatch. This is awesome. And he's over there playing his guitar and singing songs like between takes and stuff. So yeah, that, that, that was fucking neat. That that, direction I, I enjoyed cool. that. I've always wondered what direction was like. Like, it, 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 they shoot movies and stuff out of order. And I think, I imagine it's easy for actors to be like, you know, like, so what am I going for here? You know, like I, I remember the lines, but they helped me put them in context. And that's what it sounds like, huh? When we did that Logan Paul movie, I felt like I was the most professional one there because like we're, we're doing a scene. I'm like, all right, well, that doesn't make any sense because like we just went, we just walked in, right? We just all walked in together. So we would have seen the guy there, right? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, you would have seen the guy. So you know he's there and like... I hope that thing comes out. It's a mockery. <laughs> it's, it's a mockery to all things. Like, all right, so it's like the scary. It's like the scary movie movies, right? Uh-huh. Like, like it's meant to be tongue in cheek and goofy, and, uh, and and I'm sure like the the sensitive types will be like, oh, it's so cringy. It's so cringe worthy. I hate that. No, it's 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 silly and fun and and like look, I I, I can't get behind or in front of any dangling Japanese men. All right. Like I get it. That shit's not cool, but the movie's going to be funny if it ever comes out. It's, it's tied up with some, not only with him, you know, dangling the Japanese man or, or standing in front of him or whatever, but also, you know, that they're someone's holding up the uh, trademark on the title of the movie. <laughs> but when that thing comes out, it really is going to be funny. I mean, I guess I could talk about the, what the movie's about. It's not like, I don't think they'll. I don't think I signed an NDA. Did I? No, don't fuck Shit. it up. You did. <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 don't mess that up, brother. Actually, don't yeah. do it. What if they come after the whole show? I don't think this is a personal decision <laughs> you're making. <laughs> you know. All right, I, I won't. I won't. I won't do yeah, that. But degree of separation will get closer. Yeah, yeah they'll come after you too. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. um, I will say, uh, you know, like I, I've talked about it before, but uh, Farva from fucking Super Troopers is in there. Got to meet him. Got to hang out with him. Get oh, get cool. our makeup done together, um, and, uh, and and two or three other like supporting actors that nobody really knows. Like not to be offensive toward them, but you know, you'd never know who they were in there. And uh, I think the premise of it's kind of funny. And uh, you know, all it's the special effects. I don't I don't know what they're gonna turn out like, but like there's a part where. It was a high budget movie for for what it was. There were millions of dollars being spent. You know, there's a there's an entire airplane fuselage being used inside of a studio and people getting sucked out of it. And 
and uh, there's a monkey. There, mm-hmm. like, like when I when I when I texted Taylor from the set, and I was like, "Guy's got a fucking monkey." He's like, "Oh, get your picture taken with it." I'm like, "Ah, I, I don't I don't want to fuck with that monkey. What if he goes crazy on me?" It was it was like a capuchin or whatever. Oh, you should have got me there. I could beat up a capuchin. One of, one of, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was um, but yeah, I hope that shit comes out because uh, it, it it's it's worth watching. I think I'm gonna watch it. You know, because a minute. Yeah, I have to see it. I, I will say, it. it was it was real awkward. Like, there's a part where they don't give you any direction, and I'm like holding this girl hostage, and I don't know who she is. Like, like I I'm not into Instagram people. I I, I don't I don't give a fuck. Like, but she's a ten. She's just smoking hot, and I'm like kidnapping this chick, and I felt like it was a little awkward. Like, I didn't know if I'm you know I'm supposed to have my hand over her mouth. And and I'm like, oh, I didn't wash my hand all day, you know. I, haven't washed my... <laughs> I was like, I bet my hands taste bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you taste it. You... Yeah, I was like, I bet if I, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't put my hand on my mouth at this point of the day. But okay, and I'm like holding her at like knife point, and like I never know like when they do this thing where they shoot the scene like eight different angles, you know, the same scene, and I never, they don't give enough direction to let you know how serious you need to be about your part if the camera's on your face and you need to be like in the moment like yes i'm taking hostages yes <laughs> or if you just need to be like i'm standing here because my shoulder's in frame like you, you never know so you just have to go full hog the whole time and at one point she's like you don't have to hold me so tight <sighs> i'm like suffocating her i'm like suffocating her and i'm like the camera's not even on us but so uh yeah i hope that thing comes out uh, I, I know that Logan Paul gets a lot of hate. Uh, some of it deserved, I suppose, but I, I think the movie is uh, is is worth watching, and and it, uh, it's it's fucking silly, and I'm in it. And so's uh, and so's Vitaly. Uh, Casey Neistat's Vitaly. in it. And Casey Neistat's in it. Yeah, I didn't. I, I wasn't there at the same time as Casey. I never saw him. I just know he's in it because uh, I watched his daily vlogs at the time. Yeah, yeah. I think he had done his thing before I got there. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Call it a wrap. Good stuff. I think so. I think so. Do we have anything else we want to cover? Uh, I was hoping that I would get this picture of Taylor in. I wanted to get his his oh. bruised and beaten face into the into the show. That would have um, been Well, they should see hints of it on PKN, I guess. Yeah. Um, check out uh, Damn Drop's new uh, new book on Amazon, right? Yes, sir. What's the title again? Eating across America. Eating across America. Filthy. Do you have any any books or or movies <laughs> or uh, or, or I, anything? I do a you're... live stream pretty much. You know, four times a, four times a week. You should come check me out there. Or check me out on YouTube. Either or. Filthy uh, Robot on Twitch and Filthy Robot on YouTube. A real time movie. That's right. Maybe one day. All right. PKN or PKA three seventy two. Listen, I don't know how crackly this is. I, I asked Chiz about the backup during the show. He said he, he, he didn't like his backup. We should use this. Next week, I, I aspire to have my new computer, which should never have any trouble. It's always better for you guys than it is in my headset, but it was pretty shit in my headset this week. So, <laughs> uh, I'm blameless. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> Kyle was going to build me a new computer. Still hasn't. So there we are. I'll tell you what about that. that that's, you all know what would have happened if I b- built him a PC. He, every time a USB didn't work, or <laughs> fuck, it didn't o- overclock to, to a million megahertz or some shit. It was, oh, Kyle's PC again. What can I say? <laughs> Kyle's PC's not working. I am not an expert. What he's saying is all I, true. 
<laughs> I built, it sounds I like built, he's got your number. I built my PC. Uh-huh. It works. It's 97% perfect. But there's a USB plug that, like, once in a blue moon will be unrecognized and be like, oh, okay, unplug here and plug in a different one. Good to go. I don't want to, I don't want that responsibility. Hmm. I went and, and shit, I went to iBuyPower. Well, anyway. that's the reason it's that cheap. it's crackling. Kyle has yet to build me a PC. So you're going to play for this one. Too. <laughs> I like it. I actually and have it here. I'll to Patreon. Uh, ch- check out our Patreon link down down in the description below. We had an awesome hangout with the Patreon fans. We, they were so funny that I I I'm I'm discussing and trying to get everybody to get like literally five or six of them on this show at the same time, uh, like uh, like like for half an hour or an hour or something. These guys are hilarious. And, and we've got a guy who does an amazing Kenyan accent. I think he's from Kenya. And, uh, and, and I was like, you should come on and be like Magumbo, the Kenyan prince. And, and he's like, oh, yes, I will tell you about my father. He is a warlord. And I was like, yeah, but you need one of those like African garbs. And he's like, I will be right back. And he comes back and has it. He's got like that African like shirt thing with like the cut on the front where the collar is and everything. And then he's doing the accent. That guy's fucking hilarious. Spider pig guy with the beard who seems to be like independently wealthy, like 20 year old in a garage surrounded with a quarter million dollars worth of toys all the time. (laughs) Um, We were looking at like mill serp trucks, like uh, a deuce, deuce and a half, so if people know what that is, but gigantic trucks that are 15 feet tall. And he's like, These are so cheap. Is there a trick to why wouldn't I just buy one right now? Because like, <laughs> <laughs> like, they weigh 30 tons, like, <laughs> and, and, and you know, it's eight thousand dollars. And he's like, Ah, 12. Fuck it. Yeah, like, click. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, I, it. it our hangouts are fucking excellent. Would you would you be interested in doing that, Woody? Having like five or six of those guys on this show for like half an hour to an hour or yeah, something like that? Yeah, we need to be ruthlessly selective. You know, somewhere between I, three or five. You know, the... I, I I want the Kenyan guy. Maybe in I, private we pick him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. But we definitely want the Kenyan guy, right? <laughs> sure, sure. We get the Kenyan guy is great. Accent. And he said he'd wear like the the shirt and he'd get one of those little uh, hats. The whole, do the whole thing. All right. Okay. PKA episode 372. <laughs>